little game while we wait, while we get ready, mm-hmm. we get started with mm. our New Year's adventures. How exciting. I'm excited. Why? Well, I mean, like, to play Halo or for the New Year? Both. I need I need extensive reasoning for both. I enjoy getting better and better at Halo, and that comes with the satisfaction okay. of impro- knowing that I'm improving, but also, I'm ready for the first year of the clown decade. Why is it the clown decade? I mean, it's gonna be the clown decade. How is this not it's already gonna- the clown decade? Yeah, well, this is where it start. It really starts, right? But it only started, like, halfway through, maybe. Like, sure, you had stuff like Gamergate and all the crazy things going on in colleges and the YouTube stuff, but, like, now we're beginning the decade with that. That's our starting point. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. This is going to be a tipping point decade for a lot of people, I bet. Do you think any good things will happen in the decade? Many good things, absolutely. Many good things will happen this decade. It'll Name be fun. seventeen of them. Um, let me see. I'm gonna suck seventeen dicks. Hmm. Is that like doctor's orders? Yep, doctor's orders. See, at that point, what can you do? Hands are tied. Yeah, hands are tied. Ooh, that'd be a good touch. Ah. See, and you said clown decade. I know there's a a reason I go back to him. Decade's looking pretty good now, huh? Yeah, I got big plans. Big plans. Hello, chat. How do you do, you Ewoks? We're Um, live. We are here with our chat. We are exploring. I suppose we can... uh, There's so much on the agenda in terms of... Yeah. It's a new year. We've got 365 days to say goodbye to. 365 days to say hello to. Yeah, that part's, I guess, I guess that's a part of it. I don't really care about that. Born. Um, But yeah, we're going to get multiple guests in here. We've got a couple of things I want to cover. Very small things. But we were mainly gunning for just having a chat. As, as That'd crazy be fun. as that is. We're gonna have a good time. Yeah. Um I have no idea what's gonna happen when I do this, actually. I'm gonna do it the safer way. Uh, do what? Oop. What are adding you gonna do? To the call. Since it starts a new call, I don't wanna I, I I try and add people through my laptop, but I don't wanna risk that in case something weird happens. You know, I'm waiting for them to join. Here we go. A little look, see. Hey yo. Little doodly. I know. Little hoodly doodly. Howdy. <laughs> is this our anime efap? Yes. Yeah. Is it? Yes. We're yes. Gonna, we're gonna do our our anime efap where we talk about anime. There was there was and a top all comment the other cartoons on the previous stream that was like, I can't believe Mole doesn't know how to pronounce waifu. I was like, I, was, I know. I saw that too. Obviously. Joke. <laughs> He knows how to pronounce waifu. Wait, wait a minute. It's like, whoa. So you, you, said it, you said it was a joke, but that's like Poe's law, right? Um, who is Poe, and why is it that his laws matter so much? I'd just like to note that I have leveled up in Halo to general, right? But what's interesting Ooh. is that by a crazy mathematical coinkadink, I've reached it by the exact number it takes to level up. Huh. 
which was let me double check because uh, this is um I, I wish i could look at my own how, how do i do that career but fuck the ui in this game is fucking shit yeah it really is, is. under player id no is it under season one no is it under customization well just take my word for it i reached the exact number that it took to level up and that was like hundreds of thousands of i hit it exactly i have zero points in this current rank that's how Hmm. accurate i am can you guys (laughs) acknowledge the uh the 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 new year's eve video uh tile how how cool is there fireworks in it how cool is that oh i only just saw that every frame of party Oh, this is our party. So Every frame of plosion. How come you have no life and you're here, Chase? Like, why aren't you outside partying with all the rest of the flimflams? Yeah, what counts? Um, I'm unemployed. Also. That doesn't uh, explain my... it. You could still go... Wait, 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 wait. If anything, that frees up a lot of time for partying. <laughs> yeah. No, my, my, my girlfriend's visiting. That is the party. You're, oh, you sound like oh, you're having a great time. She's just alone <laughs> in a different room while you're having a little... No, she's, she's making me food right now. Oh... Oh yeah, yeah. That's the relationship. Just like that. Just well, presumptuous just like of that. you. Yeah, just like that. Sexist that she would make food for <laughs> man. Also, it's really funny, Rags, that like for the last I don't know week, I've known that the Halo event is going on. It's like double XP. Come on, you want to get all those upgrades? And I'm like, all right, hell yeah, I'm gonna grind. I'm gonna climb the ranks really fast. And I've just been so busy editing and just haven't because it's like you know when you're behind on like putting out a video and no. you're just like, well, I can't, I can't. Well, yeah, you wouldn't know. <laughs> And you're just sitting around like, oh, I'd love to play this game, but like, I really have to be doing work. Like, your conscience won't allow you to play the game and enjoy it. I haven't played, oh, I haven't like chilled out and relaxed and watched the thing in ages now. Mandalorian's the closest yeah. I got to that, and that felt more like homework. Yeah, because mm-hmm. remember, everyone, Mandalorian is bad. The theme is still good, Rags, okay? Yeah, I I got I found I was looking at Mandalorian stuff and the um the theme song popped up by some people. They did like a synthwave version of it. It was pretty good. So I emailed them like, "Hey, I'm going to make a review of the Mandalorian." I didn't tell them that's going to be a shitting all over it because the Mandalorian, <laughs> just as a reminder, is a bad television show. My but God. they hope I asked if I could use their stuff. So, we'll see. Fingers crossed. We're going to see if we can have that. It'll be coolio. Damn, Chase. Someone in chat just said, Sigh, Chase is here. Oof. Yeah. Uh, Chase is here. Ugh. I know. He's yep. the only one. No one wants to hang out with us. He's the only yeah, one. Yeah, no one, here. you know. In fairness, we are pretty repulsive. I want to be a part of this I'm, catastrophe. I'm your only choice. Yeah, yeah well. <laughs> He's our only hope, our only choice. So, what's your New Year's resolution, Chase? You're going to. We covered this. No, no, it's different now. You've had time to think about it. Okay, I haven't thought about it anymore. Oh, what the fuck? It's remained exactly static. Let None. me just go in on DMs. See where it says you need to have a very good answer for a New Year's resolution. You fucking... Wait. Why? Oh no, James <laughs> Moore cried because of me last night. I guarantee you it's because he got to a certain point in Buffy and it killed him. That's what it was. <laughs> he's, he's been watching it and he's well into like the good shit now. You should watch that, <laughs> Jace, Chase, instead of watching your stupid... Did you just anime. call me fucking Jace? He's into like, well, this is the thing. When when I realize you Jake haven't seen minus. certain things, you start to get infected by Jay. <laughs> you see, Jay Bonkers. just 
hasn't he hasn't seen anything. Jay's a handsome man though, so he has that going for him. Which Jay? Do I let him know that you feel that way or Yes. Maybe he'll show up tonight and you can tell him. Oh Jay. He's we so should have alcatisms. Rags, do you have a beer? Um, I've got some in the fridge right now getting cold. We should we should definitely do I'm gonna have some Malibu. Someone in the Discord just said I've never seen Chase and Jay in the same room. It has happened, just not in the stream. Oh it's nice sure it's room. happened, okay. You were there! Oh Jay was there. Hi cat. Hello. Well, I didn't I say I the cat could be on the show. Well, you want me to eject him? Yes, jeez. Okay, Isaac, I'm sorry, you got... Named your cat Isaac? Well, yeah. big fan of Dead Space, obviously. You know no, Isaac's uh, go golden son. Hebrew name? Yeah. Means... I don't care. Yeah, is your cat from the Holy Land? I mean, he's certainly golden like he's holy, so... I don't know what that means. Yeah, that doesn't... Have you ever played uh, Golden Sun on the Game Boy Advance? Like he's holy. Like, you're gonna have to walk me through that one. Well, no, I mean, it, the real idea was if you've ever played Golden Sun on the Game Boy Advance by I Camelot. Did. Yeah, just that. I played like fitting regal the first name. one, and I played the next one, Lost Age, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I played that one. They're all right. They're yeah, all right. Good. I haven't aged as bad as well as I would have liked. Isaac to. is uh, where he got is where he first learned about the name because of the because of the protagonist of the first one character in the second one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Isaac. Chase. I uh, sorry to interrupt. I looked into that uh, the donkey thing. Yes. I watched uh, Mark's whole video on it. Mm -hmm. I thought he made some pretty good uh, points in terms of where where donkey is kind of weak. On his criticisms, and, and I think it's more like an examples thing. And Donkey's just not one for you know, like how if I'm like, "There's a bad hitbox." Here's two thousand examples. Uh, Donkey will be like, "There's a bad hitbox." Here's one. Moving on, and it's like, wait, 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 wait. wait. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree exactly. Um, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, Don Donkey takes him saying the controls are like perfectly fine, and then a clip of him saying, "Yeah, the controls on that thing doesn't work." But it was pretty obvious because he says, um, "I will admit Talk though." Vehicles. Yeah, he says, I will admit that the vehicle... Like, Rags, does this statement seem contradictive to you? The controls are perfect. I will admit, though, the vehicle controls are a bit wonky. No, well, I, that doesn't make sense. That is contradictory. Well... They can't be perfect and simultaneously wonky. Um, but the, the, the imp implication by the sentence is that, like, it's... The first half is staying the way it is outside of this thing. Like that, saying I will admit, like is, is the implication is that like oh you're it saying that it still stands perfect. except for this one element. And besides, he didn't even use the word perfect. That was uh, he said that it was tight. I think. I just watched the video I, once and I didn't watch it again. It's just interesting that um that's what Donkey tight. chose to do. Uh, because I don't know. I haven't, I haven't tried the controls. I don't really intend to. Death Stranding doesn't uh, entice me. Okay. That's the funny thing is they they turn they turn walking into a mini game. Here we go, Death Stranding again. Everyone ready? Um, they <coughs> they, they turn walking into a sort of mini game, and uh, then you get like power skeletons that are like exoskeletons that like either let you run really fast, like fucking Sonic speed, or they let you run with more stability and more balance. Uh, but walking should. I guess kind of be the easy part. I don't know. I haven't really sat down and done my draft. Like it's 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 all good enough, but uh, 
it definitely just has you like pressing on shoulder buttons and stuff like that to like maintain your balance. And if you don't do it within a certain time frame or you start to lose balance as you're approaching a wall, then you will just fall over and lose all of your cargo and some of it will get damaged and sometimes you'll fail a mission as a result. So it's it's not a game for everyone. You know how you know how you <laughs> balance in real life and it's so easy you don't even have to like your brain literally doesn't even it. have to think about it. Yeah. But it's like a, a a conscious mechanic in this. Yeah, that sounds fun. The more I oh, hear yeah. about this video game, the less I want to play well, it. Well, and see, that's yeah. the interesting thing. Yeah. Uh, Mark at one point talks about how people were inaccurate on um, The Last Guardian, including Dunkey, because they were complaining about Trico not uh, being responsive when that was the whole point. Mm. I don't appreciate that defense. The idea that you're oh, trying no, to achieve something. Ex like, exactly. Okay. They're like, we're trying to create the uh, the experience that you're dealing with a real pet. As in, you go, hey, dog, you know, fetch. And the dog looks at you like, huh? And then you go fetch, and then you drag the dog over to it and point to it, and then you come back and you're like, fetch. And then it finally does it, and you're like, oh, wow, what a real-life experience like you're with a real pet. Yeah. It is so fucking frustrating You know how animals are annoying games. in real life? Well, now they can be annoying in video games, too. Yeah. <laughs> now you can yell frustration in the real world well their virtual equivalent is just as shitty like i wanted to love the last guardian but i spent so much time in that game being like hey hey <laughs> like do doesn't the that thing make... i want you to do yeah, does that make you love it doesn't that make you get a connection with them aren't you Dude, uh... ai is fucking complicated as hell i just i i enjoy reading about it but I, that would be a nightmare to actually try to program it or even like fathom it well that's because you suck though yeah, well, that's Ooh. why we pay money for our video games. Mm -hmm. We expect that's them to true. be good. That's true. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Can I, I just, just say though, do you guys remember the Milo Project yeah, Milo trailer? That was on Xbox, right? Yeah. Oh my god, my cat is fucking having a tism right now. He really wants food or something. <laughs> Thank you, baby. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's uh, <clears throat> yeah, like Project Milo. That was such bullshit immediately from the get-go. Because I remember as a kid, it was like, you see the, the trailer. And what's his name? Peter Molyneux from Lion, Lionhead, Lionsgate, whatever Lions, the hell. Lionhead, I think. Yeah, he, um, oh, my mic settings are all Lion messed farm. up. I blame my cat. But um, he, uh, <laughs> he was just like, oh, look at Claire. She gave Milo the piece of paper. She put it over above the TV, and he got that paper in real time with the process of an Xbox 360 and managed to materialize the sketch in the virtual world. This is not acted. That is Claire's real response. She is genuinely impressed by what Milo has done. And as a fucking, like, 15-year-old, I was like, no. Didn't they cancel it? Like, it just didn't go through? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember That's Fable? Fun. I do. Yeah. Remember how the oh, first yeah. one was good and the others were shit? <gasps> I wouldn't know because I don't hate on things, Rags. I do. Wow. It's cathartic, if anything else. Cathodic? That doesn't even make sense. Catherdic. Um, can I show Catherdic. you an amusing tweet that someone in the Discord linked? You may show me an amazing tweet. I will. I will put it on the screen as well. So the discussion, I believe, was it, it related to me, and this the top part of it is person commenting about me in general. Uh, The fact he makes videos with no bullshit is enough for me. <laughs> Wait, this is about you? Yeah, they don't, that's why they, there's side reasons they don't like me. What is research? <laughs> it's just like... Yeah, wait. no bullshit thinks that you're a terrible, horrible leftist. He does not like he me. He thinks I'm a leftist. 
Reminder, no bullshit thinks that I am a leftist. But are you a uh, centrist, conservative? I'm a classical liberal, I guess. Oh, okay. Certainly not a leftist. I am just a faggot. Yeah, That's same, I same. I don't have a... <laughs> and so call me a leftist. I'm like, whoa, I did not subscribe to that label, sir. <laughs> I'm an Ewok. <laughs> I guess I'm like a liberal in the sense it's just like, hey, just be nice to everyone, man. Like, just don't... Can everybody do what they want to do? Unless they have like, an opinion I disagree with. Just suck a dick and don't feel bad about it, bro. Like, who cares, man? Life's too short. Um, yeah, I said, did you just say Mola makes videos with no BS? No BS hates Mola. Mola's never made a video with him. And the only thing close is when they watched his SJW moments in Infinity War and tore it apart. And the guy responded with this, and obviously I've cut them out just to be um, a friendly to them. I just thought it was really funny. Well, I'm wrong then. I still think he's a bigot. I don't want to argue with you. <laughs> he's a bigot. I still think he's a... I don't even know what we're bigoted against. Uh, Everything? Today. Nothing? All of the thing? A bigot just means, like, I suspect you're not as good of a person as you make yourself out to be. You hate it's people like for reasons that are unfair. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay. It's a dog whistle. What, what, happened, dog what ever whistle. happened to cat whistles? That's my... That's... <laughs> I mean, if cats ever really needed whistles, all you need to, go, all you need to do is just go... And they come running. Like, shake a bag of treats, you know? Dog whistles are necessary, because... It's uh, that one frequency that they have advantage over. I was also sent two more. This one I thought was amusing. Uh, two the, more. More the, like tumor. The best way to describe how I treat Jay politically is with a paraphrase from Innuendo Studios. It doesn't matter if he's a fascist in his heart. His oh friends, the friends he has, the content he takes part in is doing a fascism. What? What video is this on? Uh, I don't actually know. I just... Uh, I, I was just—it's just about Jay, and I just find Who's it amusing. Window Studios. I don't know, um, but I just assume that like it's in relation to Efab, because yeah, probably. Like, like they say, it's not Jay's content; it's the content he's a part of. We're, we we are a fascism, fascist, gentlemen. In the heart, <clears throat> in our hearts, we are fascists. Heil Hitler. Doing yeah, the fascist. Basically, doing the. Fascism. <laughs> <laughs> like, can you imagine how humorless of a cunt you have to be? To watch a stream of a bunch of dudes palling around talking about movies, making like poli slightly politically incorrect jokes, and just you're so uptight that you see that and you go, These guys you know, actually these, fucking these hate are, minorities. These are fascists. <laughs> they hate gays. They want to lock up minorities. They legitimately want Holocaust too. They want well, to institute slavery. Well, you know, we said that um, forced diversity is a bad thing, so we're fucked. Dumb. Yeah, I guess we Wouldn't hate JJ minorities. Abrams. Wouldn't JJ Abrams if, have if, said "fuck you"? Or was that the other oh one? Oh yeah, he said. JJ Abrams said, um, "If you hate the Last Jedi because there's women in it, you're like a sexist." I think he, I think that I can't remember what his quote was exactly, but it pissed everyone off. No, there was that one quote. I think it was in uh, fucking uh, Red Letter Media or something like that video where it's like there was just straight up a clip of one of them in a big uh, press conference or interview, and he was just saying. If you are against forced diversity in the new Star Wars, then fuck you. And and someone against in the audience forced, went... Did he say against forced diversity? I don't remember exactly what the wording was, but the whole idea was like, if you don't like women or or the minorities, then awful. fuck you. And then a woman in the audience went... <gasps> Wait, I'm a woman. Huge... Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Um, And yeah, then there was another one. This one's a little bit longer. This is the last of my amusing comments for the day. You got, 
I'm convinced the only reason Mauler made Jay a member of EFAP was so they had a token liberal in the group to add plausible deniability against them being regressive, mean-spirited fuckwits. That's news to me. Um, yeah, I guess. I mean, if it helps, I'm technically liberal too. I just don't care that much, and I don't really like other liberals. Um, so, like... <laughs> you're also <laughs> our token, I guess, then. Yeah, I can, I can be your token, that's fine. Sweet! It's a damn shame, because I too enjoyed Jay's CinemaSins takedown series and thought he was a genuine down-to-earth guy. Then he made his critique of Mola's Black Panther video, and the rest is history. <laughs> like, everything, everything was ruined the moment we spoke to him. Yeah. Destroyed. <laughs> um, we corrupted Jay. We did. He's got the... He's got space cancer. It's all over him. No escape. Um... After the Jack Saint, I assume, flare-up, I unsubbed from Jay, but not before leaving a civil and measured comment expressing my disappointment at him for falling in with this crowd. God, imagine being that much of a... I know, imagine, tester. like, wanting to be around people who won't judge you for everything that you... just... looking to browbeat you all the time. You're just a vessel they can score points with. That's all, that's all you are to them. Yeah. And okay. just at every single moment, like, your career is in jeopardy. Like, the slightest thing you do is, like, you have to <laughs> wait to hear back from the gallery. Regardless, Mauler fans are using the fact that Jay joined EFAP after criticizing him after he unlisted said video to score points for Mauler, as I saw in the comments of Gushin's video, first video on Mauler. Um, score points? No, it's just reality. We had someone be critical. They came on. We're friends now. That's just something that happened. We use it as an example of how these things can end well. You know, a like a people, fucking adult. Yeah, because a lot of people would be no. like, they don't end well. And it's like, but they have ended well. <laughs> and this is that's just one example. We've got several. DX guy, sausage doom man, um Snowman Gaming. Is it uh Blizzik was in the comments, I think, after we'd responded to him. Uh DX, I believe. Just right. Mm -hmm. I consider that technically a positive outcome. Yeah, I guess. There is a couple. Not just Jay. Uh, one thing I'm sure of is that with the massive egos like Muller and Rags have, it will be inevitable for the two to turn on each other, and when they do, it will be cause for celebration. That's not going to be too bad. I mean, you know. When we turn on each other, it'll <laughs> probably be, it'll be okay. I mean, it'll be, like, great. Yeah, yeah, Don't so buy tickets. People can enjoy the show, I suppose. You know what's um, funny is a lot of these people, every, everything that they see and the way that they, like, um, sort of visualize situations is like everything is a really elaborate coup and everyone is like a fake piece of shit that's only doing things for like profit and like personal gain it's like hey dude i know that's how you do things but that doesn't mean everyone else does them that way too yeah well, it's like uh, chillaxed you know <laughs> like as well as, as everyone's doing using massive really that's a slur uh so i'm surprised oh they would just God. throw that out there can't believe um, that and as for like Massive ego, which be like, isn't it? Uh, it's said by a lot of prominent YouTubers, but like to be, to be confident in front of the camera, to be making content that is something you're saying and expecting people to be interested in or listen to, or whatever. Then we've we've all got to have an ego to a degree. Um, I mean, you ha yeah, you can't have no ego. You have to have a sense of self and some level of pride and some understanding that you do possess talents and. You gotta have that to a degree. If you don't, that's just that must be really unhealthy. Yeah, then you won't be good. If you have no ego whatsoever, you're probably not gonna have much self awareness. 
Do you think these people have a lot of self-awareness? I mean... I don't think they have a lot of self-awareness. <laughs> I think they're fucking retarded. <laughs> yeah, um... I will say it does take a decent bit of bravery to go on camera and, like, record yourself, especially if you look, like, um, as mongoloidic as myself and many others do. It's Quentin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Quentin is brave for putting him, his face in front of his face in front of a camera. Braver than me. Yeah, I'll I give him that. Yeah, yeah. Um, because like, yeah. Sorry, go on. But like, they, they, the the ones, the people we've responded to, they've got fucking what I would call inflated egos themselves. Like, yeah, a lot of them, they they immediately think that they're the vampire hunter that's going to drive the stake into EFAP. They're the the righteous fury has they've destroyed us. We're always just like, what was the argument? Oh no, we did that one last year. Yeah. We'll see you next time. Like, <laughs> bye. Um, for all the anime fans out there, in translation, they think that they are the um, Jotaro to our Dio. They oh. think we're Dio. So there you go, guys. Now you can follow along. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. anime stream. Um, Just trying to help. But yeah, the I guess uh, the idea as well that it's like it's inevitable for them to turn on each other. It's like, aren't you guys a part of like a group that is known for infighting? Like the they eat each other sort of memes. Um, that just keeps happening because they they out purify each other and they also get conflicted on like certain principles can cross over like certain rules about certain people then certain so like um, of of their team they they could probably like someone I, I mean contrapoints would probably be the classic example right um, got obliterated I believe she's left Twitter for the third time everyone should leave Twitter yeah yeah I know right <laughs> but um. You know, like we. What was the story with that exactly? So, from what I remember, and this was the either first or second time leaving Twitter, uh, Contrapoint said, "When you go up to a group of people who are quote unquote woke, um, they see uh, someone like Contrapoints, and then they'll be like, oh, 'Oh, let's all get our pronouns out. Don't want to hurt anyone's feelings.' And then she said that uh, when she goes to a non-woke crowd, there isn't that." And they would just refer to her as she and everything. And she's actually saying it's... I think she she was trying to say this. I could be wrong. Paraphrasing. Um, mm -hmm. That the experience is actually smoother and more normal with people who aren't even remotely aware of, like, wokeness. <gasps> and she got lambasted. <laughs> that is what I've noticed, too. That they make a huge deal about it. Like, it's... That's... Like, that's them. That's their whole thing. So they make this huge fucking song and dance about it instead of what most people do. And they're like, okay. Like, all right, I guess. Okay, sure. Yeah, like, I have trans friends, and I think the best thing is they'll go, oh, my pronouns are they, them, but uh, you can call me she. Like, I don't care. If they're, like, really understanding and lax about it, I'm like, oh, okay, I don't, I don't feel so nervous about it. Because I do want to be respectful, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, we had like you know this this faux war with like I hate everything for like near two years, and it it's been sorted now, or at least once the 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 video is shown, which should happen within the next few EFAPs. I'm just gonna have to find the right place to do it. Um, that will have been sorted, and how did it get sorted? Through talking. Whoa! And I guess what I'm we implying is like we're of a team that's like, hey, if there's a problem, do you want to have a chat? Rather than fucking hate you, I'm never speaking to you again. Yeah, you're you're an evil, terrible, horrible person. 
and you must die. So, like, I'm not really too concerned about it. I think that if there's a problem me and Rags have with each other or with something in general, we'll probably talk about it. Um, however, if a friendship is to end, it's, uh, it's not exactly the end of the world. It happens with everybody. Yeah. There is no friendship that's immune to destruction. Because no life without EFAP. Oh, I know, right? Like the 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 fans would have to start watching. Um, Chase, can you start a show called like EFAP? And it's every frame an anime. EFA. Yeah, I'll call it like Fap Grumps. That sounds like you're ripping off two shows at once. Yeah, that's the idea. <laughs> I think that's despicable. You should come up with I was more thing. thinking of like the the fan base split between Aaron and Jontron. How that was like a giant shit show and a half. I rem I was there for all of that. It was crazy. Me too. It was kind of sad. I really well, like John. John Tron's doing all right. He's, oh, he's doing, doing a okay. And it's funny because Aaron has been like roasted by people for being way too woke, and John's been roasted yep. for being way too like alt righty. <laughs> like, they've, <laughs> they've both deviated from where they sort of yeah. started. It's really interesting. Oh yeah. And uh, for Aaron, it's only going to get worse because John's kind of entered this area where like he doesn't really give a shit. But Aaron has like just further lumped himself in with like the the situs in which they will just absolutely consume him alive at the soonest given opportunity. Yeah, he did the whole like I regret any jokes I made in the past million years that may have offended people. It's like, uh Yeah. He's uh, uh -huh. very much a bootlicker. Like now that I've decided to join the tribe that will flay <laughs> me alive for saying the bad things, I gotta make sure I cover my ass. Did I ever tell you guys that when I was younger and I used to, I was like 15 and I talked to Aaron and he was like, I don't know, 20 or something like that. But he would, he would do a Mickey Mouse voice and he would just scream the N word at the top of his lungs. <laughs> and it was like literally the funniest fucking thing. Cause it was, there would just be 20 minutes of silence and then just Mickey screams the N word. <laughs> 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 just like, and like he would go, oh. We're re-releasing the collector's edition of Song of the South. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, how the I, times how changed. Oh, how the turntables. <laughs> how the flumes oh, have gloomed. So, um, there is something I want to show you guys uh, in, in video yeah. form. Quite amusing. Um, I'll give you, I'll give you a link, and then I will give you context. So. Oh boy. Uh, Monday Matt and Jeremy have a feud of sorts. I say it, it's probably not true. Geeks and Gamers, I guess, but Monday Matt's been making a lot of videos about the Geeks and Gamers fandom menace crowd, from what I understand. Yeah. Well, remember everyone, for those of you who don't know, Monday Matt thinks that Rise of Skywalker's great. Uh, he's great. like, why did you have to be so mean to Rise of Skywalker? <laughs> <laughs> and I think, I think the poor guy probably actually, like, went to a, a showing. I was with a bunch of people who were like, yeah, this is Star Wars. It's like, uh, yeah, they're like, yeah, that was a yeah, fun movie, yeah. Is, uh, yeah this and, the, and he's like, people actually enjoy this movie, you know? And it's like, dude, 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 chill out. Like, and he makes another, and then he makes another video going, Anita Sarkeesian Gamergate? Zoe Quinn Gamergate? Is he still going with stuff like that? Like, yes, he is. <sighs> and people will go, that long lost... Relevant. <laughs> I wonder if People he like saying, gets more views with that. Is that why he's doing it, or is it just? I have no idea. But someone, someone left a, someone left a comment on his newest one about Anita Sarkeesian Gamergate, and they're just like, "Bro, 
this has been irrelevant for a long time. You're just bringing it up to try to make it relevant again. And then he said, oh, well, people send me messages about it. And so I, I'm just like, I should cover this. Or, or like, I only bring it up when well, they I do. Mean, it's like, okay, he just ignore outputs, it. like, what is it, like two to three a day? So it's like, oh, yeah, I guess, Something you like know, that. if you're going to cover whatever. So uh, all the context I have for this is that um, Monday Matt is calling, like, Jeremy out every other day on stuff. And, like, Jeremy's had a couple of debates with him like live and they don't ever stick like it'll be like oh yeah okay that makes sense blah 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 and then they leave and then the next day it's like blah, 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 blah. which Jeremy? uh geeks and gamers Jeremy and so like ah. I was sent this and I just thought it was really funny so the, the the context I guess here is that there's a guy called Mad Max who's running a stream and um Matt is like sort of throwing shade at uh Jeremy and then Jeremy is like able to this is on that uh stream yard sort of thing, and so with StreamYard, you get an invite, you get to join the backstage, and then the host gets to add you in whenever they want, I think that's how that works. Kind so, of, is that what we used? Yes. With the um, when we, yeah, when we were with World Class Bullshit, Geeks and Gamers, um, sort of, I, I imagine Ethan Van Skyver as well, um, Geeks, just fandom Menacy people, I think they're all using StreamYard right now. Uh, we still we're we're rocking with Discord like an OG. Yeah. That's how you do. But I little think overlay, a little little window, a little spacing. Yeah, looking fucking looking swanky. Good. And so um, I think Monday Matt's like been talking about it, and then Jeremy's like, oh, I'll, I'll talk to him about it, and then I'll just show you what happens. Um, but that's pretty much all the context I had. So that's all you get. But I just find this amusing. Hey, stream. I don't have kill streams on my channel. Well, I mean, to be fair, you'd make a lot more oh, money if you did. Man. But I uh, just say, <laughs> that's oh, wow. Jeremy so, is in my yeah, Jeremy is in my backstage. Oh boy. Okay. Oh. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna go. I gotta run. My phone's almost dead anyway. So I'll talk to you all guys right. all later. <laughs> all right. Wow. My phone's almost. <laughs> like, wow. I'm gonna play that again well. in case people didn't catch it. Like nice. The second he, exit. The second he mentions the Jerry's in the backstage, Matt's like, ah, oh, gotta go. Oh, <laughs> my phone. I don't have kill streams on my channel. Well, I mean, to be fair, you'd make a lot more money if you did. But I uh, just say, <laughs> that's oh, wow. Jeremy is in my Jeremy is in my backstage. Oh boy. Okay. Oh. All right. I'm gonna go. I gotta run. My phone's almost dead anyway. So I'll talk to you guys all, all right. later. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Wow. My phone's almost dead too, and I'm here. All right. Uh, okay, Jeremy. I'll... I love how he jumps yeah, like, like the image of him, <laughs> like he chased him out of the room. <laughs> yeah, like he's Jeez. just like the motherfucker. Keep him out. And also, it's like okay, then let your phone die. Exactly. Yeah. But, you know. Go until your phone's just out. <laughs> Convenient excuse. Yeah. Uh, there's no, there's nothing really else to. It. I just thought it was really funny and. Uh... Apparently, Matt is just trying to point out that he has issues with him. Um, hopefully, hopefully they get issues. that sorted. Also, man, have they ever been in a stream together? Or is Matt? No, I think under, they have. Is, is Matt? Has um, Matt not learned what happens when he like live streams with people? <laughs> how could he? he well, how could it get any worse, right, Rags? He's just like, well, may as well just fuck it up even more. <laughs> I've already hit rock bottom, so fuck it. it <laughs> it's a strategy. Um. This this is a Very meme strategy. video I was made aware of, and I'm pretty sure it's fine for copyright. So, 
So oh, all the reshoots and the general fuckery that went on with the rise of Skywalker want us to wonder how much Disney will need to make in order to break even. Now, while Disney's going to keep the actual numbers off the public record for quite some time, we could probably assume that with an initial production budget of $250 million, and with the extensive reshoots reported, we can bump that number up to $500 million. With those ballpark figures in mind, how do we calculate how much money a film needs to make in order to break even? Surely they just need to make back that initial production budget, right? Ooh, not so fast, my friends. You see, while it might seem logical to take that initial number and figure that is the exact amount they need to break even, there are other costs involved. Marketing, for example, is especially expensive, especially with huge tentpole releases, let alone something as huge as a Star Wars film. We also need to remember that the cinemas need to make money as well, so we need to take their cut of the profits into account as well. So when you tally up all of this additional bloat to the overall amount spent on the film, you end up having to make back about... 2.5 times your original budget. So with the rise of Skywalker, mm. we start with 500 million, multiply that by 2.5, and we end up with our final figure of 1.2. That's a lot. That was with. Has Total done anything since his woke video? Is that still his most recent? <laughs> yes, he made a. He's actually doing okay. He made a the best game of the decade, being um, Witcher it's Three. Was... Oh yeah, that's that's. Um, yeah, that's... which got two hundred over two hundred thousand views. Oh, that's great. And then his next video uh is is on five K, but you know it's only just come out. Um, is is best console of the decade PlayStation Four. Not even the pro, huh? I mean. I was I mean, just thinking, awesome. best console of the decade, that's gotta be really tough to be able to get any kind of, like, mechanical sort of way to figure that out. I'm assuming he bases it mostly on uh, exclusives, at least that's what I got the impression of when I was sort of skimming through. Um, pretty tough to vote for, but sure, I'm happy with PlayStation 4 as well. Whoa, yeah, what's, I don't care. What generation is I, 2010 plus? I, don't, I forget. Eight, I think? I don't know. I don't even assign, like, numbers to it or anything. Chase, Chase, tell me what console came out in 2010. Um, Wii U? No. Wii U wasn't right. I think. Might have been, like, a year after no, that or nobody something. Nobody liked the Wii U. No. Well, I think people liked it. It just... <laughs> nobody liked the it name. Had trouble. Yeah, the marketing confused a lot of people. Even me. I thought that for years, the Wii U was an add-on you bought for your Wii. Yeah, and you know what's the weirdest thing about it that really didn't help was they would always obfuscate like the actual size of the console. Because for anyone who owns a Wii U, the tablet is like fine. It's like an, a decent size. Obviously, it's not anything mobile, so it's not a big deal. And then you have the Wii U console itself that is fucking huge. Um, and it's just every time in, in all the marketing images, they always show the Wii U console behind the screen. Like they're hiding how big it is from the screen. And, like, for some reason, that always fucked with me, because I bought it. I was like, okay, this is gigantic. And there's just, there's not enough, like, games on it. Well, I mean, the Switch did well, so they recovered just fine. Although they were they in trouble did. anyway. We're in, uh, the proper good future now. Um, oh yeah, my new year is in two hours from now, and you guys have it in ages from now, right? Yes. Yeah, it'll be a bit later. <laughs> about eight hours or so. Yeah, eight hours for me. Um, well, I mean, we could look at some memes. I've got a few memes. 
Yeah, we can look at some memes. Sure. Yeah, See, I, I happen to like memes myself, and obviously some of them are going to be pretty up to date in terms of like that last <clears> stream. I quite like this. Also, one. I have another. I have another goofy Oni George Lucas video. If you wanted to show that to the stream. Oh, like the the one you showed me, or? Yeah. If you felt like it, I don't really care. I mean, we could do that after memes if you want. Yeah. yeah. We can just we can just do whatever you want. <laughs> we don't have a schedule. <laughs> this crazy train ain't got no brakes. Day long bone having to pass out those permissions to ER. That's nice of her though. Yeah, no, it was very kind. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean by relevant, egg? relevant meme? <laughs> that was a good one too. What, that was, I did a stream with Sargon the day after EFAP, and that was uh, that was popping up. What, the Ewoks thing. <laughs> the Ewoks thing. Did Not you have bad. to explain it to them? I did. I hope it went over smoothly. It went over well. He's my E-word. And this is the this is what I was talking about, man. The struggle. What are they gonna do? Poor EFAP chat. <laughs> that's that's the real question, isn't it? When we have memes that conflict, it's like, oh no. So many choices. You get to choose which one you like. We've got we've got so much choice in memes. Just choose well, everyone. Do, 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 do. I prefer hello my end words because then you get the best of both worlds. You get to say the word without actually saying the word, but still pissing everyone off. No, I like the Ewoks a lot. Maybe it's because it's I fresh. Like Ewoks too. It's, endearing. <clears throat> it's one of the movie posters from that new one that's coming out. <laughs> Thor, the Dawn, the Dawn world. Oh, finally I can have my Dawn. Mm-hmm. You seem pretty eager about that. Licking I mean, those lips. In this one, Don is Odin, though. I don't know. I guess you gotta... You, you, you hanging out with Thor just to get to the Don, is that it? Yeah. He's my ticket to Don's heart. Makes sense. <laughs> I can't do McClung command you be objective. Oh, no, Diabito. Diabito's been a... That one really took off well. Yeah, he's a, he's a very strong character. People are starting to, you know, discuss whether he's supposed to be the, the series villain rather than a season villain. Pulling those strings, man. Pulling those strings. Do you, you guys know what anime that's from? No. Isn't it... I don't know, JoJo? No, it's Code Geass. It's like oh, I should know anime. that. Ray Chutsky. <laughs> Did you guys see the... Uh, I think we put it on stream, didn't we? Like Ch the image of Chud Skywalker. Yes, um, and there's a few more adorable. from that same. Why YMS say diabetes? <laughs> diabetes. <laughs> hey YMS, we're not actually responding to a video. We're just hanging out. If you want to jump in, let us know. Ah, uh, dude, Adam, what's up, dude? Depends if he's free for his New Year's. <laughs> he's one. a busy man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Bilbo Frick? I guess so. Frick's got oh, some scary Bilbo. Bilbo teeth. Oh no, Bilbo. Bilbo, stop. No. No, Bilbo, no. Um, You're gonna ruin C-3PO's memory. I seek the chromosomes you speak of? What is, what is happening here? What am I missing? I don't know what that is. 
Gotta decipher it, that's our job. You know you want to, Adam. This is your one day off. I want to say, is it because Quentin doesn't have enough chromosomes or he has too many? It must be something to do with that. I don't know. What up, Jay? like the, the yellow saber, though. That's, we, we're following that. How long will you be doing this? Uh, it's longer than you would want to stay, and you can leave yeah. whenever you want. <laughs> What's Here. up, buddy? You walk. Probably in 10 hours. <laughs> He looks pretty terrified about that. I mean, yeah, he's probably terrified both before and after the, the thing was said, you know? Yeah. Oh my god, look at this classic meme. He's just, he's just, Quint he's just terrified because he's seen Quentin. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't even care what he said Politics. about the Ewoks. Because he's aware of him and he's seen his videos. People are like, get him in the calls. Like he, He's got to want to first. <laughs> I can't do anything until he wants to. This is your fault, Mahler. It usually is. I mean, I'll... I don't know if I have him on Discord. I'll send him the invite through Twitter if he wants it. You may use at your displeasure. Who are you bringing in? That's none of your business, Jay. Um, I'm friends with oh. him. Just invite him oh, to yeah, the... he's the one who said that, uh... Yeah, it was J.R.R. Martin's fault. Oh, that was J.R.R. Martin's fault. This is an adorable picture. Just wonderful. Cute. Hope Jeb. It reminds me of, like, you know, Rick and Morty, hey, where he clones himself to be a, a baby so he can kiss himself as a baby. Happy Jeb, you, everyone. Yeah, Jay, I know. All you can reference is Rick and Morty, so it's the only thing you've seen. I know. Baby Jeb. Uh, see that as a negative. Awesome. See that as a positive. Adam. 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 Hi. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's the new year. Oh, there's quite the oh, echo there. quite the echo there. There it is. Go. Go. Hello, Rags. <laughs> hey. I'm not even on like a good setup right now. I can't, I can't. I can't hear you. How about how about we try this again? I go on my computer. Hold on. Oh my god. Yay. <laughs> I have a feeling he's gonna come back with like perfect audio to be like, is that better? <laughs> We're gonna be like, yes, oh. that is better. <laughs> My oh, yeah. Yeah, Discord and my phone just don't get along. Yeah, no, it really tis me. Like I'll be, I'll be like in a call with someone for five minutes, and I won't hear anything, and it'll be like, oh, it disconnected, and then I'll look at my phone and it will reconnect. Like as soon as it's away from my head, that's a weird thing it does. It works worse on my. I have a MacBook that I bought new, or mm. sorry, not new, used. Uh, I, I don't buy. I don't give Apple any money. Yeah. Um, and Discord just does not, a lot of things don't just, MacBooks are, but with Discord, they, uh, oh, it's getting just the right audio to work, getting a microphone to work, getting a headset to work. It's like pulling teeth. The I'm, phone I've works better problems than on my Mac with, it, with Discord, although I've only used it once, so what do I know? Pulling teeth doesn't hurt if you're dead. That's true. Yeah, but these, uh, but the MacBook was alive. Oh, you just always know exactly what to say, don't you? Fucking countered that argument. <laughs> done and done. In, in zero seconds flat. Also, this meme is, like, underappreciated. I feel sorry for anybody who discovers EFAP and wants to understand the law when they're at, like, episode 150 <laughs> or something. They'll be like, this is... Oh, good luck. Um, <laughs> good luck. They'll have oh, to have someone make season recaps or something. There is a playlist of like the full EFAP extended universe 
Um, How are they going to get through all that? There's someone called Boobface, and it is. I want someone to like tally up how long it is. Oh, I, I desperately want that. Yeah, because it'll take some time to 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 know all of the additional language we've created. But hey, fucking screen tear in it. It's got oh, all of like the that's cool, great debate and everything. Not so great debate. Screen tear. Hey, that's the podcast that you did. That's the that was proto EFAP. It, well, so yeah, I guess everything we did before EFAP was proto-EFAP to a degree. Kind of. Because it was on Wolf's channel that we had, like, the first EFAP thing. Yeah, we had to, like, we had to, like, emergency bring over memes, because we were referencing memes that no one had any reference for, and we were like, we have to recover these videos. Memes. We need, we need memes. We need memes. More memes. Oh my god. People won't understand the context of our memes. Exactly. And, uh, like this one, for example, is a Resident Evil 4 meme. But Ooh. repurposed as a Star Wars The Rise of the Skywalker, the meme. Excellent stuff. Legitimately did not even occur to me <laughs> that that was Leon and Ash. <laughs> Why are her panties down? Well, because the joke is, that. she's like, very end. I want to fuck you, and then he's like, no way, fag. Because oh. he's like, he seems like, to be hey, aloof. Leon, you want some overtime? And no, no, he said, <laughs> he, he got it. He was just like, uh. No, I was, I was going to say, he seems to be aloof throughout the whole game that she seems to have an interest in him. Uh, mm -hmm. pretty significantly, but you know, no, not in Resident Evil Four. He doesn't really display anything. That's that's literally what I said. Is it she liked him? No, but right? there, there is it. Not from her. She doesn't really do much. That's kind of like it. Oh just well, I would disagree yeah. with that. I think she, I think if you play the game, it does. She she could totally be implying she's got an interest in Leon at several moments, but he seems like yeah, it, like like the joke I assumed was that. He's so like against it that he sees like an attraction is... for a woman that's gay. Because if anything, <laughs> she like yells at him for looking up her skirt and stuff like that. Um, oh well, that's uh, I always assumed that was like um, an Easter egg. What What does she say that would lead you to think that? Well, Maybe I would I have remember. to replay the game to get you a specific reference, but I assumed that uh, it was mostly <laughs> accepted because that's where the meme is derived. Is that he like seems to be just so unaware of her advances or doesn't really want anything to do with it. Someone I, in, yeah, I have I have no idea what that someone what, in chat yeah. just said, Hey Chase, get mad again. <laughs> I'm just gonna talk about I like this meme by the way. <clears throat> that is a really good meme. Bother. Yeah, they make a they seem like they'd be similar to one yeah. another genetically. They seem like if they were genetics are very important to the movie, Bob. <laughs> I just love the. That's not true. Like face masks <laughs> up perfectly. They contain nothing that the mighted ray does not already possess. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. It's a copy of Mein Kampf. <laughs> <laughs> so sacred Aryan texts. This is so. This is unironically like one of the sort of oh. pieces of bitch from Movie Bob's thing, and then people say like, "That's me secretly wearing it." Uh, that's a place a in Wales. No, no. So, oh god. There's there's de there's degrees to this meme. So you got the big picture merchandise, which is just awful. I make fun of it. Someone takes um art of or makes art of me, I guess, wearing it, and then they put me in a postcard in a place in Wales to imply I've been secretly spotted wearing the merch, even though I hate it. That is that is the meme. I like to think this is your version of flashing. Yes. Flashing. Revealing oh revealing I am pro movie Bob. You wanna see the big picture? And then you like people are like, Oh my god, is he gonna flash me? And you're like you're waggling about you're like you're about to open your buttons. 
and like, oh my god, he's going to flash me, and then you reveal that, and it's much worse. This this is the result of people saying that chat needs to have googly eyes, and uh, there you go, chat is a character now. <clears throat> I think that makes chat much more palatable. Mm-hmm. It would allow her, uh, it would allow chat to be very expressive. Yeah. Chat's much friendlier, like that seems to be. Chat I like this version of chat a lot better. Yeah. Yeah, we should hang out with chat more after seeing that. Yeah, chat's all right. This is a deleted uh, scene, a screenshot of a deleted scene from Rise of Skywalker, where they just explained how he survived the uh, the fall, if you will. <laughs> with the white outer glow and everything. <laughs> the CGI isn't finished, obviously. <laughs> yeah, it's still a rough around the edges. <laughs> it would be so funny if in concept, like, someone was really bad, whenever they don't work to a finished product, like, all of their concept shit is terrible, they show JJ this. They're mm -hmm. like, try to imagine it, but different. <laughs> He's like, oh, robot. Surfing down to the planet's surface. Tubular, squinting. <laughs> Tubular. The reason Palpatine Tubular. was so easily defeated in Tross. Do not this know, do we? Fucking epic. If you got them as pilots, they ain't gonna know the fucking way, it's true. Surfing is one, only one of many of the Emperor's talents. I don't even know what to make of this one, but it's clearly extended Quentin Law. He's a puppet? I think so. Or he's a fat, ugly puppet. Oh I guess goodness. this is more references to how Quentin's uh, just uh, his strings being pulled by the master puppeteer Diabito. I think in season six, it'll probably be revealed that like we defeat Diabito and then someone was controlling him the whole time. I just, I can't get Oi. enough of the... Oh my god. Oi. Oi. Yeah, no more. Does that sound better? Oh, yeah, it better. does. Okay, good. Sounds so much better. Sounds so nice. I just love movie How's everybody? Like, cool soy face. Well, great. Yeah, we're doing, doing all right. Great. Celebrating we're surviving another year on this planet. We're prepping for <laughs> another oh, decade. decade. Hey, that's the thing. Hey. Yeah. I don't care about well, decades. I'll be streaming all the way until the next decade. Whoa! Uh, whoa. See you next Lol. decade. See you yeah. next decade. Hey, you gotta make I those jokes. Something decade oldness. I'm so fucking glad I was too young to remember these jokes being made about the millennium. Do you remember like, why? Anyone here remember Y two K? Yes. Yes. I remember yeah. because of the Simpsons references to it. I was. I remember, I remember that episode, but I would have seen it as repeats. Remember the old Y two K? Damn computers nearly done blowed up. Yeah, your computers are gonna blow up and kill everyone. It's gonna the whole world's gonna re. It was. It's amazing thinking back to two thousand. The fear was we're we're too connected. Computers control too much. <laughs> and we're like, well, oh, I guess we ended up embracing that. it. You get that puppet gif where it looks away. I wish I knew. That yeah, I was. Uh, I was just in bed. <laughs> oh. It's like quarter after two p.m. here. <laughs> I was not far oh See, what we got yeah. the cream of the crop today. Me and Rags are like, let's stream, and like Chase blunders in, like, oh, yeah, I guess I can hang out. Jay is like, give me a sec. And then you're like, I was sleeping, but sure. <laughs> it's like, I yeah. set my alarm because I, I, I thought the stream started I, an hour earlier than it did. I technically woke up around noon, but then I stayed in bed <laughs> and went on my phone <laughs> and watched some YouTube shit. Even though I have things to do today, but but it's a but it's a Tuesday. Days. Yeah, nobody yeah. has anything to do on a Tuesday. What are you talking about? No, this is Tuesdays what I'm doing because I know we're gonna hear from the, the New Year. Fucking out. I think the 
Like, why is there a dinosaur thing? Why, why is the Neapolitan ice cream? What? Oh, that's that's <laughs> Littlefoot from a land before time. What's that got to do with Movie Bob? Because <laughs> Movie Bob's a dinosaur of an old era. Ah, nice, nice. He's still hanging in, hanging in there. I just, I love that every single picture with Movie Bob is just him making like the chubby soy face. <laughs> that's what that is. Used to. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> it's me, Movie Bob. You're just upset because you're in this next meme. <gasps> so oh, no. where where are all these memes coming from? This is community made memes. We tend to check them out once in a while okay. and try and decipher what they could possibly mean. I'm the leader of the Ewoks. Is it because I'm really knowledgeable about anime? Yeah. Really knowledgeable about how to control E words. Oh no. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You control all of the Ewoks. Cuts too deep. Oh my god, Fortia, he hasn't been here in like 50 EFABs. He hasn't been here in days. Wait, everyone's rolling in now, I'm here. Yeah, days also look, Chase got um, art made about him because he complained that it wasn't enough about him already. Chase, do you wear a <laughs> vest? Is that your little vest? Yeah. He does wear a vest, everyone's not. Think he does? Vest. He well, thinks that... he's from like a fucking 100 years ago or whatever. That's when, yeah, that's <laughs> when they wear vests. Mm -hmm. They got little fins. So that was the online. same guy who made uh that was the same guy who made the Chud Skywalker sketch. I like his stuff. Well I was gonna yeah. say he's made loads of fun stuff and the next one yeah. he uh <laughs> I love that <laughs> the one. The weird thing about the sequel movies they call it a trilogy. I'm not your son. <laughs> Why is he got a picture of himself on his shit? I think I made the joke about that with like Jerry from Rick and Morty. See, I can reference <laughs> it too, Jay. No, you can't. You feel funny. Wonderful. It's also a little tragic. But... Also, yeah, Jay, appreciate not Jay, Chase, appreciate you got you got art made about you right now. Do it. I'm gonna I, appreciate I, that I, so hard. You can't you. see it, but you can get the general sense. But I really, I appreciate it. Thank there you, you go. He appreciates it. Drag that. When am I getting art? All I have to do is complain, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Draw okay, me. So, Make like, me beautiful. It can't be. A, this is a very, just very well made art. Uh, I feel. Just you, you can't you can't not appreciate that. You might not agree with with the the implications of it, but I, I just think that the art itself is very very well drawn. Oh my! The caricature. God. Oh my god! That's actually pretty. Spot <laughs> That's horrifying. On. Oh my god! <laughs> He's got the little sex doll. The sex doll. Oh, dear god. oh my goodness! Who's that by? It says, is it Pitt Patterson? Very very um. You could do caricatures. You should go for it. Assuming yeah, you don't no, already. Um, very, very, very cool. Does he have a sex doll calendar? What? Oh, do you mean because of the cross-hatching thing? No, because of the face on the calendar. Isn't what are you... that Rose Tico? Yeah. What are you talking about? Do you think he has a Rose Tico sex doll? No, the, the, that Rose Tico, this artistic rendition of Rose Tico looks... Like the sex doll he has. <laughs> Where's the yeah, calendar come in? It's a calendar in the. Oh, I thought it was like a calendar. Never mind. <laughs> it looked calendary with the little symbols beneath it. Hey, Fap. Extended Universe 3, I think that's a reference to. Good <laughs> rat. That's, see, that's one if you don't have any kind of uh, translation going, you just fucked. You're like, what the hell is this? You're like, that. Ah. You, you gotta know the beams to know them. And, uh... That's true. 
that's from an artist who did a J image too. Jay, you're aware of this one, yes? An artist? An artist, yes. Oh, yes. An I artist. Have, well, that's my profile picture on Twitter now. Our audience is primarily made up of artists. <laughs> yes. Auteurs and autists. And some of the guests. <laughs> and, and the hosts. Um, yeah, so it's pretty neat. What do you, 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 you've taken that as your profile for now, right, Jay? But not right now, because uh, you yeah. wouldn't want to... Wouldn't want to ruin it's, your Christmas a, spirit. I'll, I'll let you know what. No, it is right now because um, I'll let you know. Right, the reason that I've uh, got that as my profile picture right now, asked to do it's like it's a pretty good one. I was like I was looking for some fan art to make my profile picture because I'm currently in England, away from my home. Uh, Where do you normally live? Uh, Scotland. Scotland. Aren't yeah. those the same thing? I will, <laughs> I, I will throw fried. I will throw the de uh, deep fried food at you. Oh my goodness. But uh, I don't have uh, a high-quality version of my profile picture at the moment, so I needed something else. So I chose so my favorite banner. I made it. Uh, made up my picture. What is your persona, Jay? It is uh, a rhino. We've been over this. A rhino mm -hmm. with. I know. I just wanted to big titties. Like for the record and everything. Mm -hmm, for the record. Someone made a. It's about time for an objectivity backhand. Is that implying that I'm with the chat or I'm going to slap the chat? Because my goodness. I think it's implying that you're very chat. violent. I'm a very violent man, according to this meme, yeah. So those little buttons on the back of my hands, when I backhand somebody, they activate and they, like, explode or something. Like, oh how violent God. does this <laughs> it's get? A reverse, what it's a reverse Iron Man button. blaster. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you backslapped them and just go pew! <laughs> I was just thinking of, like, the Dragon Ball Z androids, but, like, opposite. Because they have them inside their palms and they, like, suck people's life energy out of them. Yeah, see, so you always reference the super gay nerdy thing. Yeah. I mean, hey, at least DBZ is, like, popular, you know? That's what's DBZ? Never mind. You got sequel haters trying to kill Episode 8, and the sequel fans are like, hey! Disney comes in with Episode 9, kills <laughs> sequel. <laughs> <laughs> the little shitty thing grins like, e -e 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 -e. <laughs> we did it. See, I have a theory that uh, Episode 9 <laughs> is what people who love TLJ thought people who hate TLJ wanted instead. It's just like everything gets bigger oh, yeah. for no the reason. All of the fucking movie. yeah, that that's what episode nine is: is the caricature straw man movie. Like Last Jedi, so obviously you wanted the rise of Skywalker. But, it's polar opposite. But there was no scene of Luke jumping around, slashing all the AT-ATs with his lightsaber. That's what we yeah, all that's what I wanted. was told. That but there was I was Palpatine. Told I wanted there was that. Like the, so there was the same thing with Palpatine. Oh, so. was it now? Oh. Yes. I, I haven't been all of these. That's how facts work. I haven't been here for all of the discussion regarding um, episode nine. Do you guys think it's worse or better than TLJ? I mean, it's like it's the think, best movie ever made. Do, do you think it's worse <laughs> to be stabbed in the face with a knife or stabbed in the face with a sword? <laughs> few, few movies have brought me as much enjoyment as Rise of Skywalker already. <laughs> it, it was it's like funny. the Batman, but of theaters. Or Batwoman, sorry. Hey, hey, is it cool if I call you Adam YMS, or do you want to be called yes. YMS? Yeah, I was going to say, it, what, it did you laugh matter. at all when you saw the film on your perfectly legal um, theater copy? Yeah, I mean, I was kind of zoned out watching it, but the pinata animations were really <laughs> cool. I thought that, that was a really good choice. Um, your fucking video, more than like, just over half of it was just making fun of the pirate copy. That's what you gave a shit about Star Wars at this point. 
Yeah, I I think I lucked out by not actually being able to see it in theaters because this is the one movie where I could watch a cam rip and nobody would give a shit. Like literally any other movie, people would be mad being like, oh, you didn't get like the full experience of the film. How could you how could you comment on the film? But nobody was mad about this. So, oh, yeah, you saw the rise of Skywalker in theaters surrounded by people booing and cheering with your popcorn and your sodi pop right then you would have you would have sucked out everything that there is you would have got the you full seen, experience just as disney intended until you've seen it in the extended cut in 3d oh i saw mine in 3d i forgot i hate it <clears throat> oh. i hate 3d i didn't mean to buy a 3d ticket i guess i did i've done that before i didn't even think about checking what did palps lightning look like in 3d was it cool it just it looked like annoying like everything does annoying. <laughs> How does something look annoying? It looked like something I resented. It's just what a pain in the ass to watch. <laughs> just well, like, it sounds like you were just oh, watching the movie. He handed me a ticket and then he handed me the, the guy there, he's like, Here's your three D glasses and I'm like, Wait, three D glasses? This movie's in three D? He's like, Oh yeah, god, like, no. Fuck. And I started looking around the theaters for the other showings, hoping there was one that was really close to me that happened to not be in 3D that I could sneak into. There wasn't. I was like, well, looks like we're biting the bullet on this. Sounds looks like we're seeing it in 3D. So, uh, yeah, that was, the experience. that was great. Yeah, that was great. That was fun. So, Adam, was it better or worse than TLJ? Um, My personal opinion is that it was worse um the the last jedi is something that i'll never watch again but there are some aesthetic choices that i like there there are some i i do like the imagery of like the red salt ship whatnot i think that um there are some i guess kind it, it it's a more entertaining movie whether or not you want to call it better or worse whereas the final film i was just like so done you know the last I jedi had had some moments I'm... where i was like okay you know even though this is dumb i'm not like bored out of my mind whereas this last one i was just like so uninvested just ready for it to be over i thought the rise of skywalker was much more entertaining a lot of that was mm-hmm. just purely because i was laughing at it and i was just yeah it was, funny it was so terrible it was entertaining but it wasn't like frustrating, entertaining. And a lot of that standard, like, oh my god, things are happening. Boom, 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 boom. Explosions, lights. And you're like, uh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> it helped that I watched it at like fucking five in the morning when I was already deliriously sleepy. So I was just like, okay, at everything that was happening. Um, it's just funny to look back on that. It just, is there a more disjointed and mess-filled trilogy out there like people would probably reference stuff um, like maybe the matrix trilogy or um pirates the caribbean well at least the matrix trilogy whether or not you want to call it disjointed at least it was like the same people with one kind of idea even uh-huh. if the ideas weren't all that well formulated uh this trilogy felt like conflicting ideas that we're not coordinating at all, kind of just arguing over what the series should be, which is not what you should do if you're going to have a cohesive story, you know, the same narrative going throughout multiple I mean, films. 
should probably agree on what what the the whole story should be before you start making the movie in my opinion <laughs> i watch a lot of terrible shit and i genuinely can't think of anything um the only thing i can think of and it's obviously not in film because why would it be is um everyone knows final fantasy uh final fantasy 13 was the one they made where they just the entire form formula was changed they changed the battle system they made it extremely linear like there was no uh, the story was needlessly convoluted and you needed to like look up a codex to like piece together what the fuck like basic shit was even happening and everyone hated yeah. it and it scored really low and then they made two more yeah but that, that there's no implication of like a trilogy there like this this is when you make a trilogy and you say from the first movie that there's going to be three films that are a part of the same story uh, you're essentially implying that each film is like a piece of this overall story whereas like final fantasy 13 correct me if i'm wrong is just basically a, its own sequel its own game. yeah but yes but then they made final fantasy 13-2 and 13-3 oh but did so, they did yeah. they weird name start that with the promise that that's what they'd be doing or did they just kind i don't of know decide after I, the fact i'm actually not 100 percent sure i just know that they kept going and everyone was just screaming for them to stop and they just said <laughs> no <laughs> Just kept doing yeah, this. I never, I never played the game, but I worked at uh, Blockbuster when it came out, and I remember, yeah. uh, I remember the one disc PS3 Blu-ray uh, versus the, the four three disc, disc Xbox. Xbox 360. <laughs> really, yeah, such wow. a shit show. Well, it had Leona Lewis's "My Hands" tie into that. I remember I saw like my dad was watching uh, basketball back in the day. They had like big, beautiful J-pop lightning emblazoned on the fucking side of a basketball court. Leona Lewis's "My Hands" was just blaring in between commercial breaks, and I was just like, "Who are they marketing to?" This is like one of the gayest games in existence right now. You oh, remember when games racist. used to have um, multiple CDs? And I, I kind of a part of me really does miss that, where you're yeah. playing a game and you get to, you know, you're kind of getting halfway through ish. Things are starting to, you know, get serious. And then it says, like, all right, please insert disc two. And you're like, oh, yeah. It's getting good. <laughs> Going down. We're, oh, yeah. it's, it's, oh, I like that feeling. You feel it's like a tangible you... mark of progression. Yeah. I kind of, yeah. I don't, like, I all right, here we go. You're in the second half. Like, mm -hmm. oh, it's getting good. Uh. Metal gear and all that. You know, um, just coming back to that comment that, like, you should plan it out before you do it thing. Like, a lot of different people have said that, and it's, it's totally true. I just never thought we'd get to the point where it's like, probably shouldn't have creators that hate each other working on each movie. <laughs> that's, that's Wait, true. do they actually hate each other? I mean... I think so. Um, I think so. They at least hated their ideas. Wow, like, so it was like a creative resentment. JJ being like, hey, like it. be pretty interesting to know which of the famous people Ray's father, mother is, right? And then JJ was, uh, Ray was like, nah, lol. And then JJ was like, excuse me? What the fuck? <laughs> then he was like, what did you do with Snoke? And he's like, because nobody, fuck it. He's like, what the hell, man? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, I just think that your, your stupid mystery boxes don't matter. Then he was like, oh, do ya? Do ya? Well, you know what? Oh, yeah. You know what I think? <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah? Well, my buddy Mark here, he's gonna tell you off. <laughs> this I think JJ hates Ryan more than Ryan hates JJ, to be honest. Um... JJ did the high JJ did all of the like. I mean, JJ laid all of the like threads out for him to continue on, and he just cut them all up. <laughs> so when JJ got the film back again, he was like, "Okay, so what the fuck do I do now?" 
I have nothing to I continue just, on with. I just find it so confusing that this could happen in the first place because with such a gigantic factory machine such as Disney, mm-hmm. you'd think that they'd have a tight rein on what each of these films would be. But it seems as though too much creative control was actually a bad thing in this scenario. <laughs> yeah, we hear <laughs> all the time about how say. studio well, no, It's not too much things, creative control. It's too much creative it's not too much creative control. It's too much creative control given to Ryan Johnson and J.J. Abrams. That's oh, yeah. the well, I guess that's creative control is great. Just don't give it to idiots. <gasps> really quickly. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, Cynical Reviews is in chat. And he says, have a good one, guys. Sending all my man love from the grim north. Oh, my God. You're from North Korea? <laughs> oh, my Whoa. goodness. You be careful. I don't think there. I don't think I think EFAP is banned. Oh, my God. EFAP is probably banned in North Korea. It's almost certainly banned. Isn't in YouTube Korea. banned from North no, Korea? That's, it's the one oh thing. It's Are the we one thing I like in North Korea. They fucking love EFAP. <laughs> You're that's big fan. Internet banned in North Korea? Is life I think, banned? I think Germany banned uh, the Nazi vampires. The I mean, mass song called BRB. Thing I do with. It's Argon and Arch in them. Well, you should have thought twice before trying to oppress people. What would you do if What would you do if Kim Jong Un sent you a super chat? Would you read it? Oh yes, yes. <laughs> Kim Jong Un, please come on EFAP. Imagine not Imagine not reading a super chat because well, it's from it, Kim Jong Un. Jay, didn't you ask me the other day what would we do if, if Hitler came on? It's like we wouldn't have to yeah. do anything. Probably you just you'd be like Hitler. What do you think of like? Yeah, just feeling? Fuck your brain. So what do you think about Star Wars? I want to get the the f- obvious question to ask would be, what do you think about Star Wars? And if we actually got a scenario where he'd seen all of them and he was just like, I don't know, they're okay. He'd be like, oh my god, uh, so, uh, In varying degrees of quality, I suppose you could say. Hey Hitler, hey Hitler, um, who do you think's gonna be the- Hey Hitler, hey Hitler, Hitler. He's <laughs> like, I very much enjoyed the, the themes of The Last Jedi in prison. Like you could say Heil Hitler more, please, just for me. I wonder for who Chat else. <laughs> I wonder what Hitler would think of the Wolfenstein games. I wonder if he would like them or not. Well, he plays them all and he comes like into that, the chat. So. He's like, mm, "Wasn't that funny?" He's like, "Is that okay? I feel like I could have done done better." Should get him to react to that extra credit. <laughs> it didn't even ask me if I wanted to voice me. There was a silly lack of me in it. I'd I'd never even considered conquering Venus. <laughs> we didn't have mechs, okay. <laughs> a lot of people forget, but you would go to like Venus or Mercury in the second Wolfenstein. I keep forgetting that because that game was so not good that you go to Venus and it's like you just forget. I remember it's going to the moon in the new a new case. order, and it was great. Well, that, that sounds like Iron Sky. Iron Sky. Have you seen Iron Sky? Base? Have you seen it? We don't watch children's cartoons, Jay. Yeah, it's a movie about space Nazis meant for children. Mm-hmm. That's fucking great. Uh, you put no. that on a shirt, uh, Rags. People bought it. Put what? Big space picture. children intended for wizards. Yeah, and it's it's the format of it is bad, too, because it's a black shirt with small lettering that you have to get close to, and you're like... Well, it's a reference to Steer Wars, isn't it? Do you guys ever, like, lay awake at night wondering, like, if Nazis are ticklish? And if so, where would they be most Of course tickled? Nazis are ticklish. Under They're the like armpits, probably. They go, ooh. Yeah, but you can't, you can't tickle what yourself underneath the armpits. Into? What the fuck are you talking about? You can't, you can't tickle yourself <laughs> ding dong. I'm sorry, like, how is this not a reasonable discussion? Ding dong? What, Jake? You can't tickle yourself anywhere except in your ding dong. No, with the bottom of my feet. I could tickle the bottom of my feet. Really? Yeah. 
But like, I can't under the arms. Wait, actually, no. Well, no, I'm doing it now. It kind of works. Yeah, like if you try to tickle yourself, it just it's kind of like a weird, uncomfortable, uncanny. It's not like a true tickle like someone else would do to you. It's just kind of like it's a the... stop. I wish mm, Hitler no. was here so we could ask him where he likes to be tickled most. <laughs> yeah. Under I my really want to know. <laughs> <laughs> my sides are particularly sensitive. <laughs> particularly. Oh, yeah, the sides. Yeah. That used to be. Oh, mm. All I have to do is body. just. I'll just like hug my girlfriend from behind and I'll just fucking jab her in her sides and she'll just slap me. No. People do that thing <laughs> where they, they kind of. They hit beneath your rib cage on your sides. At the same time, they'd hit like the tips of their fingers, and it's really, really uncomfortable. Do it to yourself now, as hard as you can, just okay. so you can relate to my experiences. Even if you bleed, I, it's okay. <laughs> oh my god, if you do it hard <laughs> enough to where you bleed, you need to go to a doctor. <laughs> I poked myself in the stomach so hard I bled. I could taste the iron in my blood. Also, someone in chat is saying get ER in here and have Chase and ER talk about anime. If you think no. ER didn't talk much last time, imagine him in a call with someone he doesn't even know. Well, Adam's a big <laughs> anime fan, right? Nope. Nope. Well, well, we me, talked me about uh, the Death Note anime in a podcast yeah. about Jet, Deathflix, there's, uh, Death Flick. There's some Flix. anime that I like. Death Note would be the one. Yeah. So he's, he's like half a weeb or semi weeb? Like a, maybe a 16th weeb? Like okay, barely. Not bad, not bad. Still has social skills. But yeah, I could, I could a, bring yeah, Aiden. Yeah, you kind of lose those if you go full weeb. <laughs> I could bring Aiden and ER in here, but then we'd have eight people at the same time, and I just, I don't know. I don't know. Rags, what are, what, what are the rules on this? On... What are the rules on this? On, on, when you say this, what do you mean? On this? Consult the EFAP handbook. I don't know, I was, I was busy. I was trying to Google what the official name for a semi is. <laughs> What is it? I, yeah. I'm still looking. Because you well, have I mean, flaccid like... and you have turgid. I it's a cuddle the... stick. Wait, hang on, turgid is the like the scientific name for a hard-on? I think so. Yeah. I thought I'll it was just like... I mean, I guess phallus is just the scientific name for a cock in general. I'm pretty sure penis is the scientific name for a, a dick. Well, you know. Or schlong. Long is phallus is like the Latin root? I don't know. Longenheimer is the German, right? I think, Jay. What is Schlangenheimer? So uh, yes, I got a, I got a article <laughs> in Medical News today. Average penis length is revealed in new study. Wow. Whoa! I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Um, so, do we want to take guesses and see what the what the average penis? Uh, uh, six point eight. Seventeen inches. Holy fuck, Chase! Did I actually get it? No, I was like, <laughs> damn. No. That's not. That's that's pretty uh, big. That, that is a big penis. <laughs> that is a big penis. He just casually tosses out, yeah, just shy of seven inches. And I'm like, damn. I'm just using my own reference. I'm just saying. Um, it, the the average erect penis length is five point sixteen inches. Yeah, yeah. Huh. What the hell is that in normal terms? Um, it is thirteen point twelve centimeters. That is very tiny. I guess it's people who are really um, diminutive, aren't making a big deal about it, so they slip under the radar. Are there just more people with yeah, like micro penises than there are with like megadongs? Well, I guess the average the average person has less than two hands. So the average person is dead. <laughs> well, 
my god. So they have they don't have the hands, the feet, they they lack it a whole bunch. Greg, you don't you don't know that the average person hasn't been born yet. That could be uh depending on how many people are gonna be born in the future. Are they all is it are you are you dead if you haven't been born yet? I don't think no. Or are you just because, unalive? No, you're not you're not dead if you if you were never alive. alive. <laughs> Mueller, while we're talking about this, can you zoom in on that lower left panel in the comic of just like Disney with like the shit eating evil grin? No, I will not do that. I really want to close up on him. Next time I'm erect, I'll look down and I'll say, <laughs> you know what? This means that, you know, mathematically speaking, there's some poor guy out there with a, a with small no hands to average with no hands and a small <laughs> penis who's dead. <laughs> who has to? <laughs> who has to be the mathematical opposite of me so the numbers line up? It's good to be alive with hands in a cock, <laughs> or maybe it's shit, and I just don't know any alternative. You could say they go hand in hand together. I don't know. Oh, I like what it. do you mean? <laughs> I just wanted hey. to make a pun. That's good. I got that, Jay. I got it. Thank you. I, what if the study took into account women for average penis size? <laughs> So, like, actually, everyone's walking around with 10-inch cocks in their pants. Dude, some girls have very large clits. Oh, no. Not a joke. Uh, happy New Year, everyone. Yeah, Happy New Year. <laughs> is it, I mean, oh, yeah, is it's it, Happy New Year here in 20 minutes. I know what to expect. Yay, we get to ring it in with somebody. Uh, we got a ways to go for me. We got another, like, seven hours. Well, the important Ew. people get to celebrate it. Like, it's fine. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, I'm going to get to celebrate it. Well, I mean, isn't that subjective? Unless something terrible happens in the next seven yeah. hours. My God. Aiden is in the chat, apparently. Like, yeah, Aiden and ER, and that's why I'm like, who do I boot to oh. get those awesome peoples in? Maybe <laughs> boot Chase yourself, and Jay. Yeah, yeah. How, yeah, Mahler, how come you never get kicked? How come yeah. it's always somebody yeah, well, else? How come you never get you? kicked? Because yeah, I'm the Rags, guest. this is the argument that will tear EFAP apart. I'm the apex yeah, the guest. Have you guys talked about that thing yet? We did. What thing? Oh, about how we're gonna tear each other apart and be yeah. in each other's throats, and it'll <laughs> and they will celebrate that day. I I feel like they might be projecting no, their inability to deal with other no, people. No, they wouldn't. Us. They wouldn't do that. Yeah, they, they would wouldn't tear things. their. They wouldn't tear each other apart over tiny my differences. Favorite, my favorite thing is to see like every time I do anything, they like assume some random ass motivation for me. Like they think that I. I saw a comment on Movie Circle Jack saying that the only reason I hate on Captain Marvel is to impress Mola. <laughs> That's not going to impress me. Your arguments will impress me. I hope Senpai Mahler notices me hating <laughs> that god-awful movie. Hey, I hated the movie too, and I'm like, That's so fucking <gasps> hot. Oh, <my> <laughs> oh, that's, that's literally how, how it works, right? Um, people are telling that. me to check out John Boyega's Twitter. Um, all I'm seeing, I don't know if this is what I'm supposed to see, but he's posted, like, Star Wars romance, and he's got a screenshot of Kylo getting stabbed and them fighting. I don't know if the implication there is supposed to be that it's kind of weird. Um, but then someone posted to him, you're still a misogynist, and then he posted back, <laughs> and you're an idiot. And everyone's like, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's getting really popular right now. He's just, I think he's allowed to, he's done with Star Wars now, so you can start saying stuff, you know? Um, I'm getting stuff like, um, John Way, uh, I supported all ships from fans during the promo. The fans created Finpo. Go take up promo. your issues with Disney, irritant. Oh. I can't 
fucking wait for John Boyega to be in good films again. He also said, y'all some <laughs> ugly ass inbreds for real. Get off my page. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just remember him quoting someone being like, can you shut the fuck up, please? Oh, it's so satisfying to watch, like, just talk like a normal person on Twitter instead of, like, PR person, I guess. Yeah. So grateful to be part of this hashtag bless, like, like all that. I get shit. the impression from John Boyega that he's like a very just real dude, that he's not, oh, yeah. you know, one of them fucking corporate guys. That's made very apparent. Well, wasn't that the one interview where he's just like, I'm not getting Disney Plus? <laughs> he just fucking <laughs> says whatever he wants. <laughs> yeah, it's like, they're <laughs> of so I guess with since we're talking about John Boyega, um. The uh, Disney Plus, The Mandalorian Season 2, they said there would be people from the sequel trilogy in it. Oh. So, yeah. Uh, so, so they mean Mass. Well, he, he, he said it's he would mass. never be Disney yes, Plus, so I, I don't think it's going to be him. Maybe. Be Do, should we take like a, uh, should oh, we take yeah. a, little, a little guess to see who Oh, can that be the be? new bet? That could yes. be the new bet now oh, that the Episode 9 one crashed and God. fucking burned. Well, hey, Wolf won that Episode 9 bet. <laughs> so, not bad. Along with oh, three other What was the final decision? Well, uh, Ray was the most inconsistent character of episode nine. Uh, <laughs> Who would you have voted for, oh, Jay? As I, in, I did like... vote for Finn. Who did you vote for? Um, I voted for Finn originally. Well, yeah. What would you? Who would you say was the most inconsistent character of the film? I mean, excluding Kylo, probably Ray. Yeah. Huh. What about you, Adam? You care about this a lot. I know you do. See that. He's thinking. A steep thinking going. right there. It's giving it Maybe some thought. Asleep. No. He just woke up, and we, you're he not had tired. an aneurysm from hearing all the autism. So I'll just, I'll, oh. I guess I'll call this the Mandalorian bet. And uh, it'll be bet. You're going to choose one, and obviously there could be more than one cameo or character, but it doesn't matter. Multiple people can be right. That's okay. Um. So, Jay, you're going with Maz Kanata, are you? Yeah. All right, who's up next? Yes. Mask. Um, it's not a bad guess. Um, let's see. Maskinata's a probably a pretty solid answer. Could be Phasma. Because if this <laughs> takes play, Phasma. Oh my god, that could be true though. <laughs> I guarantee you, one episode of Mandalorian would actually make her an interesting character. Like, it's probably yeah. what would happen. Um, I, 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 I'm gonna. Like... I I'm gonna go with Maskinata too. I think that's a really good answer because she's old enough to where she could be around for this time and be doing stuff. And but I think Phasma's not a not a bad answer. Uh, yeah, no, I think that's a possibility. I'll put her on the list as a potential for anybody who is gonna vote for it. Who's next? You all disgust me. Yeah, everyone, calm the fuck down. Um, all right, I guess I'll go. Who have we got as a choice? Who's our, who's our choices? Um, I think being Finn... <clears throat> so Mandalorian Season 2 is going to have characters from the sequel trilogy, and I guess we're going to do a little a little bet, um, a little contest to see who could guess. We'll be the one who ends up in it. And uh, I think Ray, Finn, and Poe are all disqualified because all of them have said they're not doing anything more. Well, I guess you, you can still vote for them if you want, surely, but you'll probably be wrong. Um, yeah, well, Carrie Fisher yeah. was dead to put her in, so who knows? Yeah, you could put Carrie Fisher in there. They could they could do some CGI puppeteering. Go for it. She's not really a, a sequel character. Yeah, no, it'll, it'll work. 
Oh my god, imagine they tried to fucking, like, write, like, Luke and Leia off a sequel trilogy. What do you mean back. she's not a sequel character? What does that mean? She's not from the sequels. No, but she's like, in it. She's in all three of them. She's in the sequels. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but if they said, wait, did they say that they were going to get characters from the sequels or who are in the sequels? Because, like, I mean, if they were going to get Leia, and surely they the would sequels. say it Leia would character. still be from the sequels and the OT. Yeah, they'd still pull her. But like, okay, surely the promo thing they would say is we're getting OT characters in, uh, like, because people they can't, they know that people care about the. No, OT they want to. If the, anything, the they would say sequel trilogy because that's what they want to try and play up. No, but like, surely they, surely <laughs> they want to promo the Mandalorian at this point. Yeah, and they want to make the sequel trilogy look good. So they're like, mm, yeah, yeah people from the sequel trilogy. Ooh. I think choices matter. again? Hux isn't a so, choice, right? Oh no, he, he could uh, be, right? Maybe. Oh my god, so, that would be brilliant. Maz <laughs> uh, Captain Phasma. Um, oh, what about the dude who got killed at the beginning of Force Awakens by Kylo? Oh, oh it could be him, actually, yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess it wouldn't be the same actor, though, right? Because that would, he's, he, surely he can't give a fuck. Well, like money. I don't know. Paycheck's paycheck. Yeah, but he's like super old. He's like he's gonna be watching, you know, soap operas in his house. Maybe he's gonna be in it on voice. So maybe he's gonna be in armor. And he's gonna be a hologram, voice. like. Maslow's oh, maybe another actor could play guy. the same character. That's true. Oh yeah, a younger man. Oh, Porkins. Wait, how... The 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 other Porkins. He could be in it. How how far <laughs> after uh, the Mandalorian <laughs> is is the Force Awakens? I'm gonna put other Porkins as an option. Um. Star Wars timeline Mandalorian. So, uh, Mandalorian is set five years after Return of the Jedi, twenty-five years before the Rise of the First Order. So, pretty much, it looks hmm. like this is twenty-five years before Episode Seven. Oh, so Hux would be like a baby. Longer than that. Hux would be, yeah, he'd be. Phasma would be pretty young, but she's still possible. Yeah. Maz Kanata is looking like the most likely choice at this point. Yeah, unless they want to do she's like, like a bazillion years old. Of, yeah. <coughs> Maybe Yoda. Haldo. Oh, what about Darth Uchi? Oh my God, Haldo. <gasps> Darth Uchi. Well, it could be Darth Uchi. Haldo could be like a kid or something in the show. I don't know. Haldo would be old enough to be like, you know, how old is she right now? Like fifties, forties? Yeah, something like that. She's three hundred. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it's Babu. Oh my god, Babu, Babu Frick. Oh, they could do Babu. that, actually. Yeah, it turns out he's a thousand years old. Oh, and or... Zori Bliss, obviously. And what's her name? Janna, right? These are but, all options. Like, everyone who's, like, mid-age, wouldn't they be, like, children if they were put in? You could stretch world? it, because you can just be like, ah, oh, no, they were, like, really late 50s tids out. <laughs> You're like, okay. <laughs> That's it. I'm putting my vote down for Babu Frick. That is my vote. Babu Frick? I want to see that motherfucker again. My favorite. The little, you can do it. Anybody want to try Jar Jar Binks? I know he's not in the sequels, but still. <laughs> we can hope. I don't know. Well, let me look up the Wikipedia for Jar Jar Binks and see what... <laughs> Jar Jar Binks. It's the average lifespan with Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks. All right. Um, he was in he was in the book Star Wars Aftermath: Empire's End in 2017. Oh, that's the Chuck Wendig one, isn't it? Um. 
Oh, Pride would be another one, yeah. Let's see. With a 2012 acquisition, blah, blah, blah. Most licensed Star Wars, blah, blah, blah. Rebranded, non-canon. Canon. Uh, in the games... Uh... Oh, I guess in Star Wars The Force Unleashed, Jar Jar is shown to have been frozen in carbonite by Darth Vader. <laughs> is that true? Oh my goodness, that was in The Force Unleashed? I had no idea. <laughs> frozen in carbonite by Darth Vader. Jar Jar. All, he did all of that to get frozen in carbonite by Darth Vader. I love the idea that Anakin hunted him down. Just like, you piece of shit. He's <laughs> <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> Annie, why you do this? Why, I want to why? see them give like make make a Disney make a show on Disney Plus about um, Rose Tico and Jar Jar Binks who meet each other and go on adventures together and fuck. Who can out annoy the other? They'll be the best power couple. All right, do you want to be experimental? Now. If I add Aiden and ER to this call and then resize the window, I could probably fit all of us on screen. Is that a risk I'm yeah, willing to take? If you need people to leave, then I can dip. It's totally fine. Not oh, look at you, the anyway. fucking martyr. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty great. Well, I like your opinion, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm kind of just organizing my uh, Sundance schedule at the same time, so. Yeah, I'm just editing my doesn't really matter. Too. Don't you want to? Don't you want to meet these these content creators you've never experienced before? Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you play Rage really... Shadow Legends with your fans? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And the more and the more you meme about these. Uh... Oh, the more like it, these uh, paid promotions. The more you're actually doing their job for them. Oh, for I don't. Free. I don't care. I'm not promoting I it. Care. I find it hilarious to meme about those things. You just mentioned the name. Oh yeah. my god, you. you're part of the problem. In a in a negative capacity. I was gonna say like I don't yeah. I don't really mind if that's what ends up happening. Honestly, <laughs> it amuses me regardless. I am uh, some kind of. Chaotic demon that. I mean, who hasn't heard of Raid Shadow Legends at this point? Raid Shadow oh, Legends number one on the Android marketplace. Raid Shadow Legends probably have Raid Shadow Legends <laughs> on their iPads or whatever. Every oh! time you see those fucking games, the ads are always like it. It's literally looks like a fucking PC game, and then you play it, and it's just like two D art and have shit. Have you played Raid Shadow Legends? Raid Shadow oh, Legends. <laughs> Half Elf Ranger Goddess from Can the you guys moon. wait for Raid Shadow Legends 2? Professor Fantasy. Oh, that, yeah, if Raid Shadow Legends is so good, how come there's not a Raid Shadow Legends 2? Is Maz Kanata gonna be in it? Maz Kanata, unlock the Well, you, you joke, but uh, hasn't, hasn't um, Fortnite become official canon now? Something yes, like has. that, because that's where Palpatine's message was. He broadcast it to Fortnite-topia, or wherever the planet is. Oh, God. Hey, ER, welcome to the Fortnite stream. Welcome this call isn't big enough. Hello. This is how oh you celebrate a new year. ER, how do you feel about Raid Shadow Legends? <laughs> it's a one million plus player base, number one across the uh, Android market. The best part? Yeah. It's free. It's free. And the best part's free, and you can join my team and start with one million coins. It's the most ambitious <laughs> mobile game ever made. I think y'all sound like Jews. <gasps> yeah. Wow. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's oh my god! That's the Dude, new action raid Shadow Legends. Oh my <laughs> god! It's the new class. Would you like to be a warlock, a barbarian, a ranger, or a Jew? <laughs> first. <laughs> Can you imagine if they actually tried to run with that? Like that was in the ads. 
Well, no, like... it's made by an Israeli company. They could. And yeah. it's OP. Playing as a Jew is OP as fuck. It's the meta is to be a Jew. Isn't that a thing in that South Park game? We can be yeah. a Jew as a class. Jew as a class. <laughs> it's amazing. I, I still love that they, they tie it. I think the second game, didn't they tie it in so that if the darker your skin is, the harder the difficulty is? Yeah. yeah. The difficulty slider was your skin color. That's <laughs> funny. So, ER, who's the who's the mysterious character that will end up in season two of The Mandalorian from the sequel films? You got you to bet. That will be Baby Rose. Oh, God. Easy. No. Oh, God. <laughs> Baby Rose? That's Baby Rose Tika. Really? Yeah. yeah. Baby Yoda oh, grows no. into Rose Tika. No. Everyone, welcome the legendary Aiden Paladin, also, by the way. So what are you, the one. fucking announcer? Think yeah. of all the people who are upset that Rose didn't get her fame in The Rise of Skywalker. And they're like, oh, no, 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 she's going to get her time to shine. But she's like a literal infant in The Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> then she, she goes on an extremely important character arc. <sighs> Chase, finish the Hello introduction. There. Fuck. I, I did. You fucking act like an asshole about it. Chase the do fuck. Anymore. <laughs> hey, guys. Well, Hello there. Hey. Hello. Hello. Great Hello. Shadow Legends. <laughs> hey, while I'm here, let me tell you guys about Raid Shadow Legends. Oh, oh, Shadow you know that game! I heard about that game on the YouTube. Can you get me 3,000 coins? Plays Raid Shadow. Yes, but only if you join my team. Oh, wait, I joined someone else's team already. <laughs> well, get go and kill bag. yourself. Oh, no. Make a new account. In Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> Raid Anyone Shadow. legitimately actually play Raid Shadow Legends? Yes, you must do, right? I'm thinking about doing the. Have doing the right to pay for all it turns ads. out it's literally got a zero player base. So just Everyone just talks about playing it. That's all it is. Everyone's what? like, you play it, right? You're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I played yesterday. Yeah, I you might see me. You might Silver. see me. Yeah. <laughs> Sign up using the link in my description, and maybe you'll run into me, except I'll you never you. will, because no one plays this. <laughs> Your entire player base is YouTube. They've, YouTubers, they've paid to play it. Yeah. I'm too busy playing The Walking Dead game with my favorite YouTubers over at... Oh, the, oh yeah, that. that. Uh, uh, fuck. Wisecrack, that was uh, it. Wisecrack. I'm too busy playing uh, zombie hunters with... This is my favorite part. Yeah, this is my favorite part. Guys, they're shooting a bunch of people outside my window. I'm scared. Oh my god. I think oh, god. Those are fireworks. What, what are you, a pussy? Yeah, go go right. fucking up. Fireworks. Firearm. I'm literally a vagina. Does fire work, <laughs> though? Really? Does it? Stay away from the window. Right. Does fire work? Oh, well, yeah. yeah. I sure hope it does. Four minutes until we celebrate the first of the streams uh, entering into... Stream people entering into New Year's. That'll be Fortier, because he lives in that weird place. What is it? Sweden, I think you said? Sweden? Yeah, Swedania. Swedania, I prefer. Swedonia. Sudan. Sudan. He's not correcting you, so I guess that's true. Yeah, exactly. if you guys ever want to live Raid Shadow Legends, you can go to Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> This fucking better be a sponsored stream. They better pay you for this. Because you've probably done more work for, you for Raid Shadow Legends, pay us for making fun of your video game. There is yeah, seriously. There's at least the one person in our audience 
watching this, or will watch the re-upload, and they'll go, oh what is that raid? You know what, fuck it, I'm gonna download no, and see what it is. No, there's someone in our audience who loves Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> yeah, they're just crying quietly. Favorite game. Guys, I love, guys, you I haven't played it, why are you making fun of it? You haven't played it. I can't they hear us ripping on it, and just a single tear falls down their cheek. <laughs> I have heard that people, I, I've looked at some of the reviews of it, and people say, like, that they did play it, and they played it for three months or something, and spent $500 on oh it, God. because it's apparently just a glorified gambling, or a gas kind of thing. Free. Well, yeah, of course, they're all, I mean, they're all glorified gambling <laughs> things, but, like, it's, you just, just put it, you put in a quarter, you put I in am. a quarter or whatever to try and get a new hero, and that's, that's how they get people hooked the on it. I mean, like I can't complain, I play a Mahjong game all the time on my phone. At least that's so a game, though, you know? It's free to walk into the casino. Oh, the best part, though, <laughs> isn't that it's free. The True. best part was that me and Rags watched one of the several different ads for it at one point, and one of them was like, you could unlock the ability to skip over parts of the game. <laughs> it's like, yeah. wait, what? <laughs> that's actually an inherent feature that, that they have some YouTubers promote, which is that it has an autoplay function. Yeah, that was an it. Auto yeah. You can just oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Battles. That's so crazy. Why would you put that Imagine in your ads? Don't worry, guys. You could skip it. I know Mega Man tried that at one point. This so. game is so great that you could pay to not play it. <laughs> like, Imagine being one of those poor schmucks that like spends five hundred plus dollars on a game, and then when the servers inevitably go down, it's just like eat shit, fucker. I mean, Rage I Shadow Legends too. Man. Rage Shadow Legends are probably people who buy microtransactions in Fallout seventy six. What's, yes. what's that meme where it has like an interchangeable set of words for three things, and it's like you know, war, clan, battle, shadow, rage, uh, all these different words, and there's just like a billion games with all this these words just changed in different ways. Clash of Clans. Oh, that's one of them. Yeah, Clash of Kings. Cla well, that's a fucking Game of Thrones shit. <laughs> I, have I, mean. some, I have some people that I Viking play. fight. I don't know. Yeah. So into Clash of Clans, they were they would talk about it all the time about the strategies and the different units to have and the arrangement of things and the clan wars that they would have and how some people weren't pulling their weight and they needed to rearrange their rosters. I'm like, shit, man, this is cutthroat. This Clash of Clans shit. Damn. I will shoot you with my mini guns. Can I choose which gun? Oh, I have a new gun coming this week, so I, I'll break it in. Oh shit, man, what? What you getting? I'm getting. I got a bazooka. I'm getting an AR-15 and 7.62 by 39. In the bump stock. So nice. I got it. Got a good deal. Gonna be here later. When Lovely. are you buying a flimiga? A flimiga, huh? Um, an om. I don't. Uh, shit. When are you gonna get the M4A1 to celebrate Call of Duty Modern Warfare? Oh no! I don't want to ever see that gun again <laughs> in any video oh, game shit. ever. We've said it before, Happy but I want to highlight. Once again, the Halo fucking murdered Call of Duty, like, within our community, if you will, of people who play video games. Like, nobody- yeah. Halo came out, and it's just like, what happened to COD? It's like, it's dead. Go away. <laughs> Fuck COD. Yeah, I, um, I've been- I was 14. playing Halo earlier, but when the stream started. Yeah. Might get, I might do it again. Hey, right. when do you think you'll next play Call of Duty? Say, when will I next play Call oh, wait, of Duty? Wait, didn't you- wasn't your goal to get to level 50 so that you could review it? Did you review it after? I've got the review pretty much lined up to do, I just have to actually do it. But Ugh, I've got kind of everything disgusting. lined up. Yeah. You still have to touch that game. Yeah. Fotio, who are you no, killing? No, I don't have to touch it ever again. I've got all the footage I need. Oh. I think I might revisit it because they did the whole- they released that season where you could buy 
Like, you could spend money to have your KD tracked in-game and stupid shit like that. Happy New Year for Tear. Woohoo, woohoo. Happy New Year! You made it. I'm I'm the next one up with Jay in an hour from now. How exciting. Oh, and Aiden, I think, and right? And me, yeah. yeah. Guys, I made it into 2020. Who would have thought? Whoa, you're speaking to us from the future. Does everyone drive super fast cars? Yeah, and they drive upside down for some reason. Oh my god. That's epic. I know you just said you don't know why, but can you tell us why? Oh yeah, is India a superpower yet? They already had their new year. It's 2020. Ironically, it's actually Germany. Believe it or not. Oh, what did they do? What did they do? Tell us. They took so over, you know that other country? They took over that country, and then it just oh, exploded from there. Oh my god, that Britain? Other country? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, as they say, third time's a charm. <laughs> Maybe. How did they yeah. do it? Just, just for purely academic curiosity, how did they do it? So they took, you know, nuclear bombs. Yeah. Yes. I I, not I those. They took bombs. normal bombs, and they oh. used those. Like grenades or um D four? They they used Elam Elamagus. Elam Elam Degenerate. Oh long machine guns. Light machine guns. No long yeah. long it's because they have long, long barrels, right? They are they are they do they are long. Light machine guns are rather long. The average length of a machine gun is six point how many inches was it? For the average erect <laughs> penis, uh, 13 centimeters. Aiden, you know that the what is the average LMG length? <laughs> you like carrying your LMG <laughs> around. You're like, is mine like average length or is it big? <laughs> okay, so I, I I do always wonder about this. Um, you know, oh, me too. Do, and do, I do. Does does every guy actually measure their dick at some point in their life? Because yeah. I know if I had yeah. one, yes. I probably. I have, yeah. I don't understand the question. I use it as a ruler for everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I measure things in my penis. <laughs> like, how long is uh, how long is it across his desk? I'm like, well, it's approximately sixteen penises. <laughs> my dick. Like, how long's a penis? I'm like, wow, that is a complicated question. Well, we a story for another time. For speed. I'm going approximately one thousand two hundred penises an hour. <laughs> I'm okay in a universe where that is. I mean, to be fair, there's so many archaic uh, measurement systems. Why not just measure things in dick? Exactly. And we already measure things in fucking feet. Yeah, Didn't penises are older than people. Most penises are longer than what? feet. There you go. Also, there's probably less discrepancy between all the penises than the Are penises longer than feet? I don't think most. No, they're not. They are not. You're a Chinese woman. No way. I love that your go to isn't how big your dick is, how small are your feet. Hey, hey. But this is this is nifty, right? So your foot is as long as your elbow to your wrist. Yes. Do it. I know there's a lot of people in the audience right now pulling their chair back and they're lining their fucking foot up with their elbow and their wrist and they're like, holy shit. <laughs> you assume they have feet. That's ableist. I know. Oh, yeah. Really, because the average I'm person has less than two right feet. Now. Yeah. You already established no, that. That's in the law. There are people oh, born with more than two feet, though. I know, right? Like, I'm you know how many mines I've just blown? Well, we have someone here. You're from Sweet. Sweden, right? I am. Well, you know, it's it's a well-established fact that Swedish people don't have legs. So that's, I I think that's very... Wait, how did you know that? What do they have instead? I just have PewDiePie to base it on, but I'm assuming it's um, all Swedes. Yeah, I mean, 
I'm not going to confirm or deny that because it's kind of a you know Swedish Industry secret. secret. So I, yeah. I kind of want to keep it on the down low. We do have like what over three thousand people watching right now. So oh my god! Uh, Imagine yeah, tuning into this show out. on New Year's Eve. Like you must have nothing to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason I'm here. It's because I didn't a, have anything to there's do. several people who are listening. It's like what the fuck, bullet. <laughs> Maybe I'll just go <laughs> outside. There probably, ironically, are a couple of people who are listening to this who that kind of hit. It's okay. Uh, That's why we're here. The people who don't have okay. anywhere to go. Because you me and Rags clearly had nowhere location. to go other than Halo the, and streaming. The, I mean, to be probably, fair, what do people normally do on New Year's besides sit at home and drink? No, yeah. they go out and drink. Yeah. But then yeah. how do you get home? That whole offended you, foot you, comment. You need to pay for an Uber or whatever. <laughs> you go out, you get, you get like drunk. Like a normal, okay. socially the year passes, person. you're like, I haven't been home in a decade. I don't know about you, but I live in a city. We don't even so have can, Uber yet. go to places to drink that are close we enough. We don't have to... Uber here. <laughs> right. For sure. That, that whole, that whole yeah. like, no feet comment reminded me of, like, this old bit that they had on Game Grumps where they were making fun of, like, blind fans. And he's like, you're going to upset all our blind fans. They said, what are they going to do? Type... <laughs> I mean, that's, they can they I can do a, the thing where they hit the microphone symbol and talk <laughs> out the words. I found a study on the U.S. National Library of Medicine National Institutes of Health for women's preferences for penis size. Oh, oh. I probably read this study. Uh, because yeah. I've read like Go every on. study, but yeah. So what are the findings? So I I gotta find it. Uh, abstract. Um, women recall that's the it's like huge, and every man goes, "Oh man." It's a very women, abstract kind of dick. Women preferred a penis of slightly larger circumference and length for one-time uh, sexual partners. Um, so yes. uh, the first estimates of erect penis size preferences using 3D models suggest women accurately <laughs> recall size and prefer penises only slightly larger than average. Using 3D models? Like CGI? <laughs> Okay, tell us, how, tell us how the study printers. should have been done, Jay. Well, yeah, Jay. I, I can tell you about some dick studies if you'd like to know. I would love yes, to please tell us studies. about dick I studies. I love me some dick studies. I love to study dick. Uh, there have been a lot of very um, odd studies that have happened over uh, the course of social science history. And a lot of uh, what some of them have done, I, um, particularly in, in my, my field, is in the study of pornography. What they would actually do is attach an apparatus to the dick and then um, show men pornography to see how aroused they would get and stuff like that. But the problem is that there's a fundamental flaw in the methodology <laughs> because when you're sitting in a laboratory with an apparatus strapped to your dick, I don't think you're going to yeah. get very reliable results. Oh, Aiden, did you hear about that one that was, um, I thought it was really interesting. They like did that exact uh, method with a bunch of guys and they gave the uh, control group the same one image of a girl. And then they give the experimental group like multiple images that they could choose any any day. And it's like for the control group, it took them longer every single time to reach climax with just the same image of the same woman. I mean, I haven't I haven't read that, but um, that doesn't sound surprising. It, it's the mm -hmm. same thing like with the women's preference thing. Uh, w women say that they want larger than average. Women are hypergamous, so uh, they want basically better than they can probably get. Like if you look at the the data on dating website stuff. I didn't mean for this to become, I'm going to talk about studies, but don't ever, don't tempt me, Rags. You know this. You start talking about studies, you know where it's going to go. It's interesting. I like hearing this stuff. It, it always leads it to penis. I was going to say, penis but talk is fine. Go for penis. it. But no, like yeah. women, uh, like, to to penis talk? 
women find uh, only like 10% of, of the, the most attractive men acceptable, whereas men tend to have a pretty wide latitude of acceptance for what kind of women oh, yeah. they would date. Well, I'm, so, I'm bisexual, yeah. and I could I guarantee that my standard for women is lower than it is for men in terms oh, yeah, of same. attractiveness. I don't know why that's Jay just piggybacking off Rags' rules there. You can't come up with it's your own. It's fucking true. Wow. It's it is very true. true. Um, probably because... Uh, well, I don't even know. Wait, your oh, physical I, standard for is higher for women or for men? It's it's for higher men. for men. I don't know. My, I'd say my... I'm also bi, and I think my physical standard is higher for women. I Just in terms of... Because I, I don't like women's personalities most of the time. <laughs> that sounds so bad. Wow. Yeah, On behalf of women, right. I am offended. Oh my god. <laughs> also, hi Metal Commander in chat. I miss I, you. I just need to I need to hey, white metal. Immortal. This is Having an interesting chat, study. Guys. I should kind of <laughs> skimming through it. I'm here to defend all women. I, I oh, learned today that studies. Rags oh, likes dick. Just now? I want to say. Yeah, just now. I didn't know that. <laughs> He's putting that in a book. He's like, fuck. Yeah, I'm just writing Write it, down. it my, in your journal. <laughs> <laughs> today I Taking learned. Notes. Uh, did you guys happen to read the study that has been coming up uh, again recently that shows that um, <clears throat> all of the no that oh. no not not that thirteen is also fifty um, although that is true but that uh, that all of the negative Star Wars Last Jedi reviews were due to Russian bots. Yeah, I read that. <laughs> yeah, I heard um, that that came out. That was gosh, like half a year ago. Old. Actually, three years old. Uh, I looked into the researcher who did it, really? and I've, I'm working on a, a my next video that'll come out. I, I'm about halfway done with it. I'm, <clears throat> I had to even contact the researcher because I kind of felt like what I was doing was mean. And if I think it's mean, then it, it might be actually like really mean. Uh, this researcher just finished his doctoral dissertation and he worked on, well, he was cited in that paper and they were using the same flawed methods. So in other words, no Russian bots did not down we're not the ones harassing ryan the roundhead johnson in other words that was our last hope for proving the movie wasn't bad hmm. they it. cited it as they said 50 percent in some of the in some of the articles on it they said 50 percent. some of them said all of it but at the uppermost echelon it was uh six percent were believed to potentially be bought have you seen oh my god have you seen the reviews for uh star wars tros like me and rags watched a video on that it was quite amusing like We've got a shit ton of reviews that are just like one sentence that are like, I love film, film good, <laughs> I love uh, ten, 10 stars. It, an epic ending to the saga. A great ending to the saga. Yeah. Did you notice that? All the of film... the reviews say the saga, the saga, the saga. Yeah, I, um, okay. <clears throat> the film I watched, I watched really that video uploaded like, on Reddit. Um, I would be curious to see like a control group. Like I would be interested in the data for like other popular talk, movies talk about that's... Uh, or... No, well, we're talking I, I, about uh, right. the new Skywalker thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not saying, like, because I, I think the reason why something like that gets upvoted on Reddit, like, it was an interesting video. Um, it wasn't exactly persuasive to me, but I still think that it's pretty obvious that, you know, if Disney's a big company, of course they're going to buy reviews. Like, that's... that's I mean, that's I, think, given, sure. so. I think the killer yeah, thing what, is just the 86. I'd be more interested in seeing, like, a control group to compare yeah, that. Yeah, review botting happens either way. Review botting or, or brigading, whatever you want to call it. It's going to happen in both directions, but it seems that with I would say with uh, The Last Jedi, they 
they either bought out in some way because we know they again we know they do this it's not like a, a, a tinfoil hat thing we we know they spend money on marketing to do this kind of stuff it seemed like in the last jedi they tried to buy out the reviewers people didn't like that so now they're going to try to influence the audience score and uh i mean you know i guess they're going to do what they're going to do to try to make money yeah I, yeah i have yeah. no idea we can I think some shady really, shit's really speculate, but obviously when there's a lot of money behind something, you have to assume that, you know, <laughs> on a on a public forum like the internet, why right. wouldn't, and why no, wouldn't exactly. they hire a, just a, a factory in India to create accounts? Yeah, why not? Well, or, or I mean, because uh, with Rotten Tomatoes, at least, <clears throat> it's these uh, the verified ones, so they have to have gone to the theater but there was sketchy stuff with Solo that looked like they were buying tickets. And so if you're buying tickets through, I guess Rotten Tomatoes uses Fandango or whatever. So yeah. they buy, they spend a, a certain portion of their market budget and the market budget supposed to be the cost of the movie that I, as far as I know, that's supposed to be what their market budget is. So whatever it costs to make the movie, that's then what your marketing budget is um, over again. So, of course, if they've got, how much did, did The Rise of Skywalker cost to make? $400 million? So you've got a $400 million marketing budget? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm just, just I would be shocked if they didn't try to influence the score, is all I'd say. Yeah, and I think they could have done a way better job, because it being frozen at 86 makes everyone just go, hmm. Like, hey, Rotten is incompetent with everyone's super suspicious. If they had let it fluctuate, I think there'd be way more reason to be like, no, nah, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, the stability is statistically yeah. almost impossible. Is it? Because I'm I'm not familiar with the data. That's why I'd like to see a control group. Because it's it's my impression that like the more uh, total ratings that you have, the harder it would be to actually get it to change percentage points. The stuck at 80 thing, 86 oh. thing is definitely suspicious. Well, yeah, it was stuck From, at like, like 1,000 yeah, reviews I, point, all the way up like, to 50k, right? So. Well, at this point, when there's there's what a f half a million user um, ratings at this point, yes, getting that to fluctuate would be um, difficult. But in the beginning, when there were, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50,000 mm -hmm. reviews that we saw almost no fluctuation is what made it suspicious at first. Um, and then the fact that it's maintained that that precise consistency is just a little bit odd. Um, I, I, I think I, that what's sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt. No, that's it. <laughs> it's just like, uh, just, just having a big think about it, you know. I am, I am less suspicious at the um, unchanging number, and more suspicious at how drastically different that is towards anyone's perception of the film that you talk to either on the internet or in real life, because like. I I don't think anybody enjoyed the movie really. <laughs> like, there's it's very few weird. people. So yeah. for that to be 86 with that many votes, <laughs> I would say that's more suspicious than just the numbers oh, yeah. staying the same the whole time. Yeah, the fact it's an 86. I like that everybody agrees on that. Like, 86 is too high. It just seems too high. I don't know. I think there are some people who who really were drawn in by. I know the media likes to call it fan service. I didn't see a lot of the supposed fan service but I, didn't I guess i could see some people happy that it just wasn't the last jedi are i they, guess are they referring to just the simple stuff like lightsaber space battles is that what they mean i mean that was in maybe know, there really weren't any i i don't know what it is i what what I, i'm even trying to think because i kept hearing that oh there's so much fan service oh Emperor um palpatine oh, chewie gets the medal yeah palpatine's back chewie gets the medal like really um 
very simplistic yeah, surface level just oh, oh i remember that thing that's a thing that i know so i like the it death star. That, which is what jj does that's his entire shtick as a director like i would agree if they'd had jar jar in the movie but you know that wasn't even wasn't even hinted at so darth jar jar is what i was waiting for and that's ultimate fan service i actually think that i would have enjoyed the movie a lot more if he was in it we want more jar jar we've already said that we would and there was an inside meme about it but like i'm i'm talking like legitimately man like I'm kind of yeah, desperate for some Jar Jar at this point. The movie would have genuinely been more enjoyable if Jar Jar. Like, imagine a really high def Jar Jar at this point, bringing him in, and he's and he's like grizzled, like a veteran of the Clone <laughs> Wars, and he's like the voice has gotten deeper, like not deep, just deeper. It honestly kind of reminds me of like uh, if any of you are familiar with Metal Gear. In Metal Gear Solid Two, they have Raiden, who is just like the least popular character in a Metal Gear game ever. And then Hideo Kojima just did everything he could to make Raiden like this cool, badass cyborg ninja that everyone loved. It's like, they could totally pull that off with Jar Jar. They could bring Jar Jar back and maybe mellow out some of his speech patterns a little bit and give him just like a dark backstory, like what's been happening to him See, since the prequels. You know, like how he's like, exactly. oh, can you fix, you know, can you make the third in this trilogy and fix it all? It's like, that's not a, that's not a fun job. A fun job would be trying to make a good character out of Jar Jar. He'd be like, oh yeah, let's do it. That sounds like a really fun, creative job to have to do. But, um, it would have been way more interesting if, pretty much, there's so I think there's so many things that could have been done, even with what Jar Jar, I, and by that I mean JJ Abrams <laughs> had to work with, going into it. But how it would have, I think that if you want to talk about fan service, you, you, when Kylo walks into the upside down space pyramid or whatever, and it, it's just Darth Jar Jar, how much better would that have? Oh, I would have come. Me, I've been waiting a long time for these. <laughs> I would fucking yeah. love that. But see, like, unironically though, I'm pretty sure the critics or whatever else would be like, Star Wars has lost its mind. We'd, we'd all be like, it lost its mind ages ago. Fucking Force Awakens lost its mind. Jar Jar was just the natural progression, okay? If we can get him working, you know? That's all just, we really uh, needed to do. Did you guys see that YouTube video that, like, tries to theorize that he was Snoke? And it, it shows him doing that big jump in Phantom Menace, and it's like, this is clearly a Jedi Force jump. And, uh... <clears throat> like like the way his eyes look and it was just, it was just like this is they're definitely leaving clues as to the the Sith Lord origins of Jar Jar Binks so the fact that he gave Palpatine the power it's like you see it all makes sense and I, I, I would have you know what I would have said that they were bold to take that route and I would have been proud of them I think that the biggest problem is that there's just so many things that they could have done without completely backtrace you know the problem was that they back went tracing. back on everything that that they went back on everything that the round-headed one did which isn't necessarily a bad thing but then it, it pisses off everyone who did like that movie the like five people who did and then it's just the same disgusting nostalgia pandering which is weak in and of itself that made people kind of like the force awakens and there's not a real movie there. And all I can say is, much as with Game of Thrones, as, as that went down the shitter, as someone who had my favorite series ruined by J.J. Abrams ten years ago, welcome to the fucking funeral. <laughs> well, everybody felt that he'd already ruined it with Force Awakens. Or, uh, I say everybody, like, Super Star Wars fans felt like Force Awakens had uh, fucked everything up already. But I think that at this point, yeah, most people would agree. The sequel Force Awakens this, nobody likes all three films okay in the sequel the trilogy. Were all right. 
I, I think that Force Awakens uh, could have been okay if the next two films built off of it. And then we could kind of say, well, that one was weak because it was trying to just, you know, this is what everyone says about it, right? Oh, it was trying to reinvigorate interest. It was trying to set the stage. It was trying to get everyone's nostalgia up. Then maybe it could have been all right if the next two films built off of it, but they didn't. And so it makes every single movie in the sequel trilogy, which can you even call it a trilogy? It's just a big clusterfuck. The sequel clusterfuck. Ah, why did you get so yeah. loud? <laughs> Jay, what are you doing? Um, I, I saw people say I was quiet, uh, so I boosted my volume. Is it too much? Now I gotta boost you all the way back down. That's, that's what Plus I thought. Yeah, he had you boosted up already. <laughs> yeah, your normal volume to me, you sound good. <clears throat> um, oh. Also, saying that they had a chance with TFA, ER disagrees with that. Star debate, dude, do it. We all want to see it. Do it. Do it. Yeah, let's yeah, debate. Oh, just... Or we could debate, we could discuss Steins Gate, because everyone always complains you don't talk, ER. <laughs> Alright, we can do Steins Gate if you want. What the fuck yeah. are the rest of us gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> now you know how we feel. I'll go back so to reading like penis talking studies. about Star Wars. I mean, reading penis studies isn't that different from watching Steins Gate or, or oh, playing Steins Oh, shit. Gate. Oh, damn. We, 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 we've got a broached subject. He thinks there's no hope after TFA, don't you? Do it. Do your argument. Go. True. I mean, it was just trash from the start. I agree. You're only going off of trash, so I don't think the other two could have had a chance. If uh, I, I think maybe it could have if it had had any direction, if TFA was what it was, and and Jar Jar had written two additional movies or had someone because he can't write at all. I I don't know why right. anyone gives him the the reins on this stuff, but if he had had someone write oh three movies. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, I think it would have been garbage no matter what because oh, yeah. of who was helming it and what, and let's be honest, what Disney's purpose was in all of this, which was Wait, to so make what if we had the perfect writer and director? Do you think it could have been good? Yes. Sure. I, so. I, I, I look at the Mandalorian. I, I, the Mandalorian no. is. I, we, I just finished watching it tonight, so I'm a little bit hyped. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't say the Mandalorian's perfect, but it's pretty good. It 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 makes me feel like I'm kind of playing an an old Republic game, which I like, or watching any of a Kur any Kurosawa movie plus a Tarantino film, but a little bit less. Um, tight in terms of construction. I, I like The Mandalorian. What, what's your guys' all overwhelming consensus now that it's over? I think it's crap. I'm never gonna watch it. Crap. Oh, really? I haven't what Adam said. There's two to three episodes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not a Star Wars person. And I don't really feel like giving money to Disney Plus. Also, I, I gave money yeah. to Disney Yeah, there's other ways yeah, to get yeah, it. Yeah. But it's just like, I'm just like, I'm not... I'm not hyped about any of it. I don't care about the characters at all. <laughs> I'm just, it's not a you universe that I'm Frick? in love with. You don't care about Bobby Frick. There's other, the there's other universes that I like. Adam, can we agree Star that, uh, can we agree that Mass Effect is infinitely more compelling than the Star Wars universe? I, well, yeah, personally, I, I would agree. I would agree as well. Star uh, Star Wars yeah, is, is it's not even fair. Star Wars has like three movies that are though. okay. <laughs> I feel it. like Warhammer 40k is more grounded now yes. than yeah. Star Wars well, is. Well, for, yeah, well, 40k is inherently well. It's it's 
it, it coins the phrase grim dark, so of course it's going to be a bit more darker and grounded, I, I guess, in its own weird over I mean, the grounded in that it has, like, rules. Yeah. And it follows its own rules. And no matter how wacky and zany they are, crazy, it's like, well, you, you do this, do that, this thing happens with that, and that does this, and here are the rules for that. And I'm like, man, yeah, Star Wars even, just does whatever the fuck it wants. Even Star Trek, which, which has broken its own rules a lot, uh, went... At least in before Enterprise, and let's just ignore everything post Enterprise, they used to have consultants on a lot of whom were just fans on the show to to maintain the internal <coughs> consistency of the lore and the science. And it's why talk shit about Voyager all you want. I love Voyager, but because it's got some really bad episodes. But most of the um, Star Trek series, at least yeah, they they set rules and they follow them, and that's to me what makes Star Trek a good sci-fi universe and what makes Warhammer a good uh, sci-fi universe. Halo is also an excellent sci-fi universe as well. Yes. Yeah, Seriously, it's not hard to beat Star Wars at this point. Like, it's not a good bar. I'm sorry. Muller's just like, look, we agree that Star Wars is mediocre in comparison <laughs> it's, to all it's these It's not even friends. mediocre anymore. It's garbage. It's terrible. <laughs> Well, I think we have to look at, at at what the premise of Star Wars is, which is that George Lucas wanted uh, talked to his um you know uh, pal. Oh God, his name's escaping me right now. Why is it a, a, a hero's journey? A hero with a thousand faces, uh, and Joseph and was like, oh, Campbell? here's how you write. Yes, Joseph Campbell. Thank you. I don't know why that escaped me for a moment, but uh, I'm not even drinking. But <laughs> I am. Uh, well, I'm, uh, I'm about That's a good to, idea. Mm -hmm. I made wall sales, so I've got. Why are you so loud again? Am I loud? Fucking hell, Jay. Fine. I haven't changed anything this time. Jay, you're this a YouTuber. Just... Jay, you you're discussed everything about you. I just have a loud and vibrant personality. Your acoustics are just shit. I think that's a lot of it. it. He lives in a got toilet. It. Oh, that might be it. Can't deal with it. You need, you need acoustic tiles like Quentin. I'm in my parents' attic right now. That that's that's how you've made it as a YouTuber when you put foam tiles on your. <laughs> <laughs> but my face I, I, when I, half of my fucking room is acoustic tiles. Bro, I used to have them. I don't have them here, but whatever. Um, work. So, so not Dorian Shade for real. But I, you know, George was just trying to tell his silly little story. And um, what's the other uh, sci-fi series that George Lucas made that's actually? Um, Hang on. THX one one three eight. Yeah. Or... yeah. That, I mean, like, he has some talent for ideas. He just has no idea how to put them together. And so Star Wars was never set up to be anything more than one film. And now there's 11 of them. That's why it doesn't work as a universe. It was never you just made a bunch of arguments about how it could have worked. You just need talent. Like you just Yeah, I was going to say, we cannot understate how much the people who've been in charge of them recently have been terrible. The universe is excellent for being able to build long trilogies and series. Well, sure. The EU. I, I, KOTOR, uh, two of my favorite games of all time, Knights of the Old Republic. One and two. Even two in its unfinished state. Fantastic video games. Yeah, Disney's just but, like, oh, JJ, re revered storyteller. No. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars now. I, I will agree. Um, it, I'm sure you guys all saw the Red Letter Media review um, and discussion they had about did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I will, uh, or at least you've probably seen some of Red Letter Media stuff over the years, and yeah. I, I will agree that when when um Mike reviewed Star Wars two thousand or Star Trek, excuse me, Star Trek two thousand nine, and he said he thought J.J. Abrams would be good at directing Star Wars, I agreed with him. I because when I watched Star Trek two thousand nine, I thought this feels like a Star Wars movie to me, and that's why I hated it. 
uh, because it's like this is not a Star Trek movie. This is like a this feels like Star Wars. It's very um, character based. It's very team oriented. It's very emotional and and actiony, which feels like Star Wars, not like Star Trek. But then we saw what happened. So <laughs> whatever. Well, they clarified right that they still think he's fine for directing. Just keep him away from the script, which is what I've always said about Ryan Johnson. I think they both fine directors. Keep him away from the script, though. They're not allowed to touch it. Yeah, 100%. The fine Lupert's, uh, fine. Lupert's not great, but it's okay. Did uh, any of you catch uh, Knives Out? I haven't yet. No, I, I will watch enjoyable. it. Again. I heard it was good. Yeah. It seemed like a kind of uh, by-the-books sort of clue-esque thing is what I heard it, about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, well, it, it's kind of like an homage. It's kind of like a throwback to to, to those kinds of stories but you know there's some twists and turns it uh, subverted my expectations <gasps> if you will oh boy it was, it was pretty good that means overall. it's good <laughs> no Again, I, I, I mean I think... that's not why it's good but i know i was doing the thing but, well, like but when, when the, the, the premise right? is, is a whodunit in the first place like you, you shouldn't you shouldn't be able to tell what how the story is going to end and so it in that sense it succeeded but yeah it was also like well shot and well put together but Adam, then would you would you say that you think that Ryan can be a competent director when he? I I never thought that he was shit. Um, and I, you know, I have my own criticisms with Looper and Last Jedi. I haven't seen Brick yet, but like he he's for sure competent. Um, it's just uh, not everything works out. <laughs> uh, you know, Looper was good for what it was. I, I think that. It, it kind of contradicts its own rules in terms of how the universe is set up. But yeah, um, that that was my biggest I've never, problem. I've never thought that Ryan Johnson was like a terrible director. I think that that much like with George Lucas, all of these people just needed someone to rein them in and actually write it and and keep them in check so that they don't do absolutely stupid stuff. It, you you could say that. Um, I I would say that that more so would apply to him taking like previously existing intellectual properties honestly because when it comes to his own ideas from what i've seen like he he's pretty competent at expressing his ideas and making something decent out of it but um when it comes to taking a property like like star wars you probably don't want someone just doing their own thing with it you probably want to have it be a little bit more you know sure. faithful to what the overall i guess tone and and um goals of the series were before joint joining it yeah it's it's like you've got but... a building and you want to get an addition to it you want an architect to make that addition to build something that matches the rest of the building matches its aesthetic and its style well the big problem is they the threw out all of the eu right they they threw out all of the book oh and then kathleen kennedy's hilarious statement about that of yeah i mean the, the eu the, old, the whole, like, they copy stuff from the EU anyway. Like, they almost threw it out just so that they could repurpose, but then... Yeah. A lot of the EU... I, I, thought, I thought Britain threw out the EU. <laughs> oh, we're trying. Yeah. Boy. Trying to. We'll get there in a few million years. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, so, uh, average penis length. Have you guys heard of Brexit? Yes, that thing that everybody seems to a, both want and not star, want. We need a favorite TV show. Star Wexit. Why aren't oh, people talking actually, about Dexit from um, Pokemon Sword and Shield? This is the fucking real questions. Or Diglett. You happen to see <laughs> that really hilarious. the average Diglett length. 
Oh, average diglet length. Average diglet length. Because as far as I know, they're all a bunch of buff guys underneath the surface. Yeah, that's what I've heard. All right, diglet poke. I'm gonna go to Bulbapedia. All right. Actually, what it's called? It is bulb or Cerebi. Dot bulbgarden.net. So let's the real shit. That's the real shit. Height. Um, they're only about inches. They're only what? So the average diglet is longer than the average penis by a considerable amount. So you can fuck it. What does this mean? So what now? For humanity. I didn't say anything. Diglet dig, diglet dig. Trio, trio, trio. By the way, the gender ratio is exactly fifty percent male, fifty. So is there perpetual struggle snuggle going on uh, underneath the surface for both struggle male and snuggle. female struggle. trios? Or, or... <laughs> struggle snuggle, is that ratio. one of its four moves? Is struggle snuggle? I think snuggle? so, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> no, I wish. Uh, as a Pokemon uh, fan, That's I have really to say that is clearly me. not... That is. <laughs> to be fair, <clears throat> any Pokemon can struggle when they're out of PP. Yes. Yep. That is true. That is true. Um, oh, fuck. <laughs> Oh wait, there oh. there are several people asking for ER's perspective on the snuggle struggle. ER, what is what, what do you what would you like to say on that? Mm. How do the diglets procreate? They're both dicks. There's a lot of questions that okay. Yeah, but one's a one's a feminine penis. Very philosophical oh. podcast. <laughs> I have a very big question as well. How come in the in Pokemon Sword and Shield they brought back Whale Lord, but there's no skitty? I don't know what those words mean, so yeah. Okay. How come they brought back sock and throw? No, no uh, if you don't know about this, is a very old internet meme or or whatever a Pokemon meme, I guess. Which is that Whale Lord is the same. Whale Lord is canonically like three hundred feet long yeah. or something ridiculous. It's a whale, massive. okay? Is he he is a true massive, and he <laughs> you can breed a whale lord with a skitty, which is one of the smallest Pokemon in the Pokedex. It's Ooh. a little cat thing, and oh, no. so a lot of people need um, let's just say creative images to oh, pick up the mating of these two creatures. <laughs> Sources, please. No oh, goodness. Just well, Google is your friend, sir. What Type do I need to Google whale, this? Whale lord X reaction. skitty. You'll Modern find something. Just, no. It's like a Chihuahua <laughs> mating with a Grand Dane. It's 25 it's like minutes until 2020 for me, and you're going to soil the year immediately. <laughs> yeah. No, no, so, no, soil the decade immediately. Current year, the stuff is Wait, okay. you can, yeah. you can yeah. breed a whale lord in a skitty? Yeah. Yes. That's fucked up. That seems... Oh what, my laws must be breached there, I don't, I'm just saying. Somewhat. <laughs> so the, qu the question <laughs> is, is which is the male world. and which is the female, and how does this work? That's very heteronormative of you. I really I know that. Excuse me. I'm very sorry. Can, I, I really forgot hope to Waylon account the for female. the other quadrillion genders. I, I I apologize. No, 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 no. You forgot to account for what if they're having babies by being gay? That's what I was asking. Yeah, they have butt babies. Oh, butt babies. I didn't think about the butt. I, you know, I don't. You know, you Pokemon is a very Pokemon is a very insensitive game because I don't think you can mate uh, two Pokemon of the same sex together, which is really just. Oh I mean, God. come on. Pokemon it's, are it's almost twenty twenty. It's 2020 in, in Sweden, friends, and in Australia. It's 2020 in Sweden. Yeah. So it's are, are all year. Pokemon born out of eggs? Yeah. Effectively, well, yes. Uh, that, there's different types, though, uh, that have... I, I, I haven't cared about Pokemon in six Not years. Not me, so. too. You're better off. <laughs>
I can't believe you say bad things about Pokemon. Now. I played Sword and Shield very recently, and it was thoroughly mediocre. Everything so it's a Pokemon game. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I I I've been going through uh, the Pokemon games on my stream, and I don't know if I'm gonna play past Crystal. <gasps> Which one? Like, uh, Crystal. You you can go play Omega Ruby on Alpha Sapphire. Those were pretty fun. They Ruby, had some flaws yeah, on but it's just like it's like like a different version of blue and red. Here's here's the funny thing though. Anyone that might have been everyone that might have oh, been passively. Oh no, Jar Jar. Oh god. Is that in the game? Those empire oh, leaves. Oh no, Jar Jar. <laughs> Game is that? Is it a mod? This was Force Unleashed. I guess it looks like Force Unleashed on fucking I don't know Game Boy or some shit with this aspect Wait, ratio. How do you know that's Jar Jar? That could be. Are you saying all Gungans look the same? Yeah, that's oh. true. That is oh. fucked up. Wow, that's super racist. That's very racist. Well, if, wait. Oh, that was this, a fire. This stream is getting increasingly. <laughs> I heard that, Jay. Yeah. Sounds like someone's fucking knocking down your door. I'm getting raided. Okay, I'm in an attic right now. There's I think it's fireworks. He's under attack! And there are like, the the angle of the one window in this room is perfect to see the fireworks. It's like, it's like they're on my TV. And yeah, you got really there. excited. You're like, oh! Fireworks! <laughs> it's just like Crimbus Day. <laughs> the uprising is finally happening. Is this Brexit? I 2020, so. it's the Boogaloo. Yeah. If you yeah. keep going, I can, I can send pictures. Oh no, I can't. My phone is dead. Okay. Oh, I want to say 1776 will commence again, but that's not yeah. appropriate for this one. 1776 will commence again. Those were a bit premature. So guys, what's the uh, the best film of this decade? Um, Her, oh, directed by Spike Jones. Wait, yeah, is that actually open? Yeah. That's yeah, pretty like cool. I like that movie a lot. Good stuff. I actually watched that with Rags. Rags, remember? No way. Her? No, did no. I watch it with Her you? Her was pretty good. Um, I watched it with Wolf. He liked it a lot. Is that with the guy it. who falls in love with the computer or whatever? Yeah, yeah. It's the incel who falls I, in love with his mind. Going... I, li I did like Her, but I'm going to unapologetically, knowing how bad and how cheesy it is, say The Void. I don't care. It was everything that I wanted. It was, it, it was just the clusterfuck. Oh, man. It, it, the Void? It. Yeah, I've seen it. <gasps> no, do you like I The Thing? No I like, yeah, the thing was good. Uh, see, the thing is amazing. The void was pretty nonsensical to me, and I'm a fan of Lovecraft. I, I, I didn't really see it as a Lovecraft movie. I saw it more as a body horror film. I, yeah. I would say that it was, I, I really liked it. I liked the aesthetics. I liked how stupid it was. And I, I'll completely admit that, like, it, it's a movie that's full of flaws. But I, I guess I'm, I'm a really big horror fan, so I'm always going to go with horror. And I've been so let down by so many horror movies. I could say a, a good bet for the worst movie the last 10 years is Midsummer. What a letdown. I haven't I seen really it. I've just heard too many bad things. Based off of true stories. I, there, there's things to appreciate about it, for sure. It doesn't... Oh. I, I, I would say if your expectations are um, to, to get any kind of experience out of it that you would get from hereditary then that's probably just going into it with the wrong ideas but it has yeah. it has very different goals i wouldn't call it a horror movie and it, the fact that it was marketed that way doesn't help unfortunately a24 um them being kind of like a smaller distributor um studio mm -hmm. they're stuck in this situation where um they they produce a lot of like really atypical horror movies because they give a lot of creative freedom to the directors that they work with um, and time and time again, 
they wind up marketing their films in ways that are just purely dishonest because the only way that people are actually going to watch these types of horror films is if you market it in a way where it's like, okay, this is like a more typical standard by the books horror film when they're not. And the same thing happened with It Comes at Night. The same thing. Oh, I loved It Comes at Night though. Yeah, but people had the same issues with that in terms of like, the way it was marketed was not what the movie was at all. Well, I think um, it depends on what you want out of a horror film. What I want out yeah, of a I horror wasn't, film is not... scared. Yeah. No, I just but... thought it was nonsensical. I mean, actually, I'll, I'll put up two other movies that I would say for best of the last uh, decade. I'd say The Witch, and I would say I Suspiria. I love The Witch. Which I is good shit, the yeah. Witch. Interesting. Also, people have been mentioning Whiplash. Whiplash is fucking great as well. Can I say, this was oh, not at all in the last yeah. decade. In fact, it was approximately 13 years ago. But have any of you seen the movie Bug? No. no. I watched it a long time ago and did not enjoy it. It was fucking atrocious. They marketed <laughs> it as like a horror movie. And it was like psychological horror. And it's just, it's bad in every conceivable way. Yeah. I don't remember much, but I remember it was one of those movies where like the budget was so low that... It was so noticeable, like nothing really happened. It was just like two people in a room or something. I don't remember too much. I watched it when I was like much younger. I, I feel like psychological horror is so hard to market because, um, yeah, you you're not going to get the um, the the crowd that wants to go into to watch uh to, to get the jump scares, and and there's yeah. a bunch of research on this that. That it's actually it's very interesting. Dr. Dolph, Dolph Zillman has has decades of research that the jump scare slasher horror genre is kind of designed as a weird way to replicate a human mating ritual, where the you know the the partners be they man woman boyfriend girlfriend boyfriend boyfriend whatever go doesn't matter on. they go together to watch the movie so that one person can pretend or can, can be the strong one and and <laughs> display this stuff no really like it, they've they've done all this research on it it's super interesting no i'm just intrigued i'm not doubting it is because like, it's really hmm. neat it, it, it's it's neat research and it's, it's dr dolph zillman uh look into his research on horror but i, I when psychological stuff you're not going to get that in like with the witch, for example, you're uh, there's not gonna be that. Oh, oh, grab me, honey, I'm feeling scared. Like, Can you post or, that or... doctor's name in the Discord chat? Yeah, I want to look into him. Now I'm getting flesh of the void oh. as suggested, as well as Baskin. Baskin. <laughs> I just Robbins? think that like the, no, the only problem with the only problem with psychological horror is that there's nothing wrong with it. Like it's an entirely different breed. It's more you know, a little more intellectual. Yeah, we know Chase. It's <laughs> It's not even what I was trying to say. Seriously, dude, is... come on. Like, why? Yeah, no, it's all right. Was... We get it. We know why you don't like it. It's fine. No. <laughs> they market it as like jump scare horror. And so people go in expecting yeah. it. Yeah. And then they're like, no, oh, I have to think about this. No, it's just not anywhere as riveting as they make it look in the trailers. Because, like, in Bug, for example, they show a lot of close up shots in the trailers what of like bugs that? crawling on bug? people's skin. Uh, 2007. And uh, they okay. show a lot I think of. It's like, 2006. You're made to you're made to think that it's like actually going to be a movie about like flesh eating bugs like eating you from the inside, but it's just a metaphor for like paranoia by the end of the movie. Spoilers. Anyone oh, see? Yeah. Just... Well, I mean, there's all kinds of movies. Like, like I love like Mongo too, and that's the kind of stuff where you're not going to sell that to anybody. Mm -hmm. and or I don't know how you would sell it. Bone Tomahawk. Anyone see that? No. I saw it. Um, I honestly. 
sorry if this disappoints you, but I don't understand why anyone likes that director. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not like. I'm not behind him at all. I've tried um, so many times. Oh, Every I had loads of mixed movie, feelings like people... about the film. I there are things was, I like and things I don't like. It's a little goofy. Like um, it's if you like gore, it's like yeah, it delivers on some gore. There's some cool gore, gore parts, but it's just I, I I couldn't really take it seriously. I didn't feel much from the film. What about same with the brawl in I'm... Cell Block 33 or whichever one he did with Vince Vaughn. I'm in this weird kind of area where I don't like body horror, really, but I'm fascinated with stuff like The Thing. What about The Fly? You know? okay. Oh, yeah, same. The, and The Other Fly, movies, right? I would rec recommend then that, that I didn't think about till just now is uh, The Headhunter, a small budget movie, uh, not perfect, but what very year? good. And then The Hollow. Uh, it, Headhunter is maybe two years old. It's pretty recent. And then The Hollow, which is an Irish film, uh, fantastic. It, it's it's a really great mixture. I mean, again, it's not perfect, but what movie is? And there, it's got lots of flaws. But I really loved that film uh, in terms of just it's got great body horror, in particular The Hollow. It's about the Fey realm kind of stuff encroaching in on our universe, sort of, and it it corrupts everything around it. Very cool, very interesting stuff. You guys ever see um, uh, what was it? You were talking about Bug earlier. You remember the old short uh short film thingy they creep up on you that's so many films oh no, no, wait, that's the name of it you're saying they, they yeah, creep they up on a short film they creep up oh, on that's literally the name of the movie Is it, they creep yeah. up on you they creep up you? on you <laughs> okay it was Important like part attention. of a it was like part of a spooky anthology thing on tv um and that was one of the about a guy who it bugs and stuff like actual like bugs and it was like thinking you know, if anyone had seen it or not i don't know nope. um wait aiden have you seen the fly oh yeah of course what do you, what do you think of that because that's like my top pick for body horror i mean the fly is a, a great film but yeah it's with with classic horror like that yeah i i do want to default to the thing just because it's um, um it, it's that's so interesting good. actually because the thing with the fly <laughs> the thing with the fly is that the, the, the whole story is the progress of a man's body slowly becoming his like worst nightmare. While the right. thing is like it consumes and clones and so it's not them anymore. And as much as I'm not saying it doesn't count as body horror, I'm just saying that it gets me oh, on I think a, it does. It gets me that's that's why I said I, it's not that like I don't count it as that. It's that it gets to me on a more personal level when it's like it, the guy is trapped inside this body that's becoming yeah. a fly, as opposed it, to this like, alien creature that's essentially trying to kill everyone. If, if you like, uh, if you like the fly as a film, uh, there's uh, a a horror short film by my favorite director uh, Shiraishi Koji called um, Kaikishi Nin Shoujo, or Dead Girl Walking, and it is about a girl who dies and then her body just starts rotting. And it, that's it, the movie is just about that. It's it's a it's one of his. I think it's his directorial debut. Uh, it's a really good short film. Uh, Shiraishi Koji is probably better, most well known for doing um, Norori the Curse, and then he's done he did a movie called Occult oh. and Cult. Oh, what do you think? Have you seen Norori, Adam? I, I'm interested in your opinion. If you, I'm seen gonna it. I'm gonna have to IMDb it to make sure I'm thinking of the the right one. Maybe my favorite horror movie of all time. It's it's like three hours and nothing happens, and that's why I like. It. <laughs> Yeah, hold on. It might be we'll on my watch list, actually. Footage. It's, well, it's, we're talking it's, about Weeb Show. Well, so, yeah, I don't want to understate, by the way, The Thing is, like, one of my favorite films of all time. That shit is amazing. I love The Thing. 
I still yeah, see I, I, I still only see that and Eraserhead. Those yeah, are like the it's things on my watch list. I gotta see Eraserhead. That's my mm-hmm. Wait, you haven't seen the thing? No, the Noroi the Curse. Oh, I was gonna we say, how the fuck movie. would that have happened? We need to get a movie watching. The thing's my favorite horror movie, I think. Um, oh, Aiden, cool. I wanted Definitely to ask, when, Roy, do you, um, like when do you think, uh, shit, I'm blanking on his name right now, but the guy that made, like, Spiral, Junji Ito. Um, yep. when do you think Junji Ito went from, like, kind of, like, a subcultural phenomenon to, like, super popular mainstream? Because I feel like the last three years or so, he's really exploded. He kind of just became a meme, which it, <laughs> I don't think most people have read a lot of Junji Ito's actual manga. Uh, yeah. And I think that, that he, uh, by the way, I fell asleep. Uh, on while you guys were streaming the other day and i woke up like randomly at five in the morning and i think er uh, someone asked you that question and you said you'd read a couple of his stuff and i think that's pretty brought it into the mainstream with the whole like this hole was made for me but i'm I, w- one of the things i recommend to people is his series where he talks about his daily life it, it's a it's a manga with his cats and it's like him and his cats and it's <laughs> it's just horrifying <laughs> but uh, yeah, Junji Ito, I think what happened is he gained mainstream attention because some of his stuff kind of just became memeable, I guess, yeah. in a way. Uh, and, and I mean, there were good adaptations. There were, well, not good. There were okay adaptations of Yo. The animation. And, yeah. yeah. Animation's one. I, I personally love uh, Uzumaki, the, the yeah. live action film, just because it's hilarious. But uh <laughs> Can I just say, though, I'm really happy to have, like, people on this fucking podcast that know what anime is and don't just go, we're going to talk about Star Wars now. <laughs> we're going to talk about Star Wars now. Well, we haven't talked about Star Wars in, like... Corey in the house. <laughs> Corey in the house. I mean, I'm biased. My favorite anime is EFAP. It is the best. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, that's not, that's a Pokemon anime. Yeah, I know there's fireworks, but it sounds like someone's, like, beating their wife with, like, a fucking... <laughs> It looks like, like someone's tree. taking a pool Bob's noodle and slapping the water with <laughs> Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. That's so yes. Um, when we see... were kids, that was so clever that we knew that. <laughs> if you hit something with something else, it makes a loud. Also, a loud. Do, you, do you guys, did you ever have that moment where you realized how to splash more effectively? As in, most people just slam yes. their fist down and it would splash no, in general. No, but you push your hands forward in a V-shape towards somebody. Yeah, yes. and it would, yeah, it's boy. super effective. Fucking sniper <laughs> in the pool. Yeah, my you could go super far like, with it. They'd be like, what the fuck? And you're like, yeah, I figured it out. Dude, my cousins and I would sit in our flotation devices and just all from separate corners of the pool, just jump up and down. It was like we created a fucking series of waves. <laughs> so loud. All the water Sounds actually like water. gun violence at this point. <laughs> God, he lives in Again, Chicago. Here, if Brexit is occurring. America. Just picturing this chubby kid with a pool like, doodle whacking it like crazy. rolling up 2020 right Brexit year. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, some people suggested in chat Nightcrawler. Any, who here has seen Nightcrawler? Oh, Nightcrawler is really good. Oh, yeah. About to see it. yeah, that shit was good. I mean, it wasn't great, but it was pretty good. Yeah, I, I, I think it ventures into great. It, it's almost there at the very least. I'd have to see it again to know. I really sure. enjoyed it. Um, obviously, the performance brought a lot to it. Um, but yeah, this uh, like like Jake Gyllenhaal is always great. I think he should have gotten an Oscar nom for this, but like it was kind of nobody really saw it while it was in theaters, and it and it only uh, wound up getting picked up really on like home video uh, when people yeah. found, finally that's, discovered it. That's um, what all the uh, Dan Gilroy, Dan Gilroy, the director, has been getting worse and worse and worse with each movie. Oh, and he's like he's he's making like a really uh, fast paced kind of M Night. 
<laughs> M. Night Shyamalan effect sort of what thing. What movies did, did uh, he make just to catch me up he, to speed? Nightcrawler was his first one. Okay, then that was great. Ray J. Israel Esquire, which nobody saw, but got like one Oscar nom for the performance. And then Velvet Buzzsaw, which was just trash. I don't think I've ever heard of the last Oh, movie. thank fucking God you think that. Seriously, I watched that two days ago with my family. I recommended it oh, because so people had recommended it to me. What the hell were they thinking with that movie? Like, it feels like two movies slapped together. So one awful. wants to criticize art and art criticism, and the other one wants to have this weird film about how you can be killed by paintings. It was like a Goosebumps story. Well, if you eat a painting, it will probably kill you. Oh, it was so That's bad. Sad. And it's not even like a terrible premise. I was like, oh, this could work. And then I was just like, bullshit. I was really excited to watch that movie, and you're saying it's, it's bad. It makes me bad. I'm being told from a secondhand source sitting next to me that, uh, that what's it called again? Velvet Buzzsaw. Velvet Buzzsaw. This movie? Velvet Velvet Buzzsaw. Velvet, oh, just say it, though. Velvet Buzzsaw is the road virus heads north for gay boys. I have no idea. I can't confirm nor deny. Is that fucking Markiplier? What do you say? No, that's Bill. Brian knows who that is. <laughs> that's our DM. Bill Pickle? <laughs> He's still alive. Uh, <clears throat> oh, uh, what about Mandy? Um, I, I, I enjoyed it. I'll probably watch it again. Like, get, get some drunk friends or whatever. But I, I think it had some movie. pacing issues. Yeah. I like how yeah, he said it, it, I'll get yeah, some was Adam problem. was very, very careful to say, I'll get some drunk friends instead of I'll get some friends drunk and we'll see it. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, either way. He will collect them when they've already become drunk rather than drunking them himself. I will make I will turn my friends from friends into drunk friends. Yeah. It it it's it's got a really interesting visual style. And if you liked the style of that movie, I would suggest checking out the director's other stuff. Like it everything they make is like very similar in that sense, but um yeah it's it kind of took a while to get going i really loved the second half but like i literally fell asleep during the first half and yeah everyone was like oh it's amazing, fell asleep it's amazing. during efap well okay <laughs> twice but to be twice. fair it, that was like 18 <laughs> hours 18 hours yeah a short loud. stream yeah just a short 18 hour stream yeah just a quickie yeah i want it done up and in and out yeah a small stream of 18 hours just squeeze that out I don't know. My, I, at this point, I will say this. Not only have I had a monster energy drink, but I've had a big cup of tea. <gasps> so I'm good to go. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah, wassail tea, but whatever. All right. I, I don't know if anyone else here has seen it. We talk about our favorite movies of the decade. Uh, yes. My favorite movie is Masquerade from 2012. <laughs> okay. Uh, so it's, I don't know. I, maybe Adam's seen it. I'm going to IMDb it right now. Uh, Chu Chang Min is the director. Two Chinese men. Uh, yeah, so there is evidence that I've seen it. But I don't. <laughs> There's evidence that I've seen it. Well, so I, I, if, when I'm doing my like big uh, list of videos for the end of the year or whatever, I try to see like every single movie that I could potentially consider to be on the list. Um, and what winds up happening is, you know. Be, I only have so much time. So if a, a movie doesn't really grab me within the first like 25 minutes, then I usually just like turn it off and rate it a five on IMDb. Not because it, it's a five, but because I know it's not going to make my list sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So who knows? I could have been watching it and been like, this is all right. But like, no matter what it is after this point, it's not list worthy. We should watch um, that. And nice. just basing. 
just I don't know, just judging off of like the cover of it, I've seen, I I, I feel like I've been uh, a little bored by this type of movie. If this is the type of movie I think it is, of like what, what kind of old, movie is this? I I haven't seen it like old Asian war movies that you know just like it's not a war movie battles war no i don't know what it no, is not a, i don't not remember what it was but i i do know what you're kind of talking about what was there it was, there was a while i, I don't I was, like the the time period and setting based on the poster uh, like the the old chinese dynasty stuff yeah yeah i get really bored in those types of movies yeah um there's very few of those that i enjoy stuff like War of the Arrows. Like Great Wall, what an excellent movie. Great, I like. I enjoyed watching Great Wall. That was pro. I I liked it. I, I really. I, liked, I did. I, I enjoyed Great Wall. I laughed at the trailers. It's, hey, we we already agreed. We enjoyed parts of Rise of Skywalker. I, I, so yeah, if we might want a Great Wall, uh, have a have an EFAP. <laughs> we should Great Wall EFAP. <laughs> we should Great Wall EFAP. We're gonna culturally appropriate. Oh, by the, the way, wall movie from... Velvet Buzzsaw. I was like, if it's stupid enough, we could EFAP movies it. It's so crap that it couldn't even work for EFAP movies. How like... could it be too crap for EFAP movies? Because there's just yeah, nothing made, to work with. We made Unicorn with. Store work. Well. Oh God! Did you? Did I you honestly think. That? I'm so sorry. Yeah. Well, you know. Why? But why? Because because this was right Bri after Captain Marvel was. I mean, out. to be fair, it's like playing Life is Strange. We're so. Brie Larson fans. Come at us. Yeah. The unicorn star was was <laughs> Brie Larson's stain. Uh, wow. Yeah, Brie Larson can't do anything thing. wrong. Captain Marvel Two I'm, is gonna I'm break really, records. The best thing I can say about oh, God, Rise of Skywalker is that Brie Larson did not Appear. did not make yeah. a guest appearance <laughs> in it because that was rumored for a bit before it came out. Hey. And I was like, oh really? She hey, didn't hey, play a show. C three PO was great in Rise of Skywalker. He was the best character. But Wabu. Babu, Babu Frick was great. Oh, Under the Skin uh, was in this decade, by the way. I like that a lot. You know mm -hmm. what I like this decade was Ex Machina. I love that Ex too. Yeah, yeah, Ex Machina was pretty good. I liked uh, uh, Battle Angel Alita. It wasn't great, but it was pretty decent action flick. I thought it was yeah, okay. It was like faithfully adapted. I never thought played. it was over overrated. Faithfully it, it adapted? If Wolf was here, he'd fucking eat you. I would not call it faithfully adapted, but I would say that it was... Considering it came out the same weekend as as Captain Marvel, and that's what it got compared to, a uh, much much better film. Uh, yes. That being said, I didn't. I fell asleep during Captain Marvel, and I yo ho ho this. But a lot. I do. I I do have you to okay? sleep about eight hours. Are you knock eleven? When I said faithfully adapted, I meant like compared to what is normally done. It obviously that, wasn't. What good. What do you mean by that? Relatively like, faithfully adapted, but what? Relative, relative to, to what? Unfaithful uh, adaptations. What? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's not compared compare yeah. to the anime or to the manga, because I, I guess like it has some of the scenes, the iconic scenes in it. Uh, I, I would say, however, that it, it was a decent film if people like just want like a, a mindless sort of action movie. Or I thought the animation was pretty decent. Yeah, it looked decent. Oh, I, happy I do New Year, the, my the British e-words. Oh, yes. Oh, Happy New Year, Happy uh, New uh, Brit Year. Bongs. Yay. Boop, 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 boop. Hey. We did it. <laughs> Fireworks. How long until the next one? I'm assuming you guys don't have all the same time zones. A year. No, no, I mean for the people here. <laughs> like a marathon. We still got an ER to do, a YMS to do. Rags, a I think chase. it's like six more hours. Yeah, it's six more hours as of right now. With six yeah. pum.
on the dot. Start the count. I'm not, I'm not going to still be in this call by the time it hits midnight. No. You could, dude, you could have just know. said you don't want to no, be I'm, here. I'm, I'm, not I'm guaranteed not going to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you hate us. We get it. I'm so sorry. Adam, you could always hours. take a nap. You could always just take a nap and wake up. Yeah. It's yeah, like time well, travel. It's not, it's not about me feeling tired. It's that I, I have other plans. You fucking <laughs> Other plans. <clears throat> other than this is kind of funny that your your first appearance at EFAB is to randomly drop in and talk about which movie might have been the best of the decade. It's like, all right, <laughs> a busy guy, man. I'm also not going to be uh, here. In I'm six like, hours. Is, this, is this your first time on here, Adam? Yeah. Oh, cool. Because yeah, I'm, uh, I'm like, uh, I'm organizing my uh, schedule for an upcoming film festival while I'm doing this. So I'm kind of just like. I don't know. Like I'm working at the same time anyway, so it's. Well, hell yeah, man. We've we've Just been talking man. weirdly like on Twitter and shit for like mm -hmm. two years. So <laughs> nice to actually mm -hmm. talk to you. Adam finally admitted <laughs> me on stage, but he hasn't Rags. played years of Nephilim with me. So. Oh. Um, all right, I get it. Rags, we brought ER, Aiden, and YMS together. EFAP is like a glory we, hole we of wonder. More, we make more friends. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> This is this is this is the rainbow connection. Mm hmm A Nazi, a horse, and a woman. About a horse and a black void. <laughs> I mean, you're all Ewoks to be. Like it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, Into the Spider Verse came out. I, I think people will probably end up picking that. Like people who were super into that movie. That was it great. was it was okay. I mean, it was it was good. My, you know, uh, I will say this. Uh, I was really expecting to dislike. Okay, okay. So, Into the Spider Verse, I think everyone can agree is a, a pretty well put together, well done, fun movie. It's just fun and like object, I, objectively. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> I have a careful about that word. <laughs> Stepping on but, a landmine. There. <laughs> I was really. I was. I, I when I first watched Spider Man Homecoming, however. I was surprised, now this is me being a big comic book nerd, is that that movie is 100% the origin story of Blue Beetle from DC Comics. And I was astonished that I appeared to be the only person who noticed it uh, for Jaime Reyes. And I only liked that movie because I just imagined it was a different character. <laughs> are you sure? Are you sure it was the Blue Beetle you're thinking of or Big Bad Beetleborgs? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I mean, I could be. I often do think about big bag, big, big bag of beetle books. <laughs> this is a real thing that happened in like the mid '90s. It was like a Power Rangers, but they were beetle. Yeah, I remember. I actually do remember this. Oh, um, what were the uh, what were the Lego alternative things? The were Power Rangers. Oh, Mega Bloks. They were like alternative things. What? Mega Bloks. Like... Bionicle. Ne yeah, Bionicle. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm. wait, Bionicle. Hey, what are we gonna? Because I because every once in a while you'll see a meme that talks about the Bionicle lore. But fuck, right. I haven't even like paid any attention to Bionicle. I I, I think they came, came out back kind of recently. I was big into Legos when it came out. It was a it was like a new thing. Who uh, I rewatched uh quite recently reboot. And it holds up. It really does. It's a fantastic show. I, I, I be, you know, uh, Beast Wars does not, in my opinion, uh, with the, the early <gasps> Oh, CGI. we've been Beast told Wars. so many good things about that. I, it's, they no, have it's the good, bat it's and good, the gorilla and the cheetah. It's good, but like the CGI 
really hurts it, the CGI, yes. early CGI. Um, Whereas Reboot, uh, in its own way, eh. Aiden, really quickly, uh, I wanted to ask you, uh, do you remember Code Lyoko? Because we talked about mm-hmm. that on the last podcast. What did you think about Code, Code Lyoko? Lyoko? Uh, with Code Lyoko, I think by the time Code Lyoko came out, because it, it was a Cana- French-Canadian or just a yes. French cartoon, I don't remember. I think it was just French. Uh, I think that I had already seen Dot Hack Sign and Reboot yes. at that point, so I was kind of like, why? Can, can I also just say, Aiden, I think I, I had someone read information, but like immediately, as soon as I found out you like Dot Hack and Final Fantasy XI, I was like, okay, she's cool. She checks out. <laughs> I like the things that no one talks about. There was something, I think it was earlier, someone was like, why would you pay for something for years? Why would, oh yeah, we were talking about uh, Raid Shadow Legends. Like, why would you pay <laughs> Raid for Shadow Legends? Stupid Speaking of. It's free. Well, it's I, so ambitious. I, would you like to know how much money I have spent? <gasps> because to this day, in 2020 now, I have never once canceled my Final Fantasy XI account really? since I opened it in 2001. Have oh you played God. it recently? Because I know that with no. all the... I just don't... I, my character... Okay, my character's name, I was. it was Christmas morning. <laughs> 2001. Name and I'm awesome. 11 can, years can I can I highlight just real quick? Jay Logbo said, "Why am I on EFAB and I gotta make dinner for my lame ass family?" <laughs> <laughs> <Oops>. Sorry. Sorry <laughs> but Sucks to suck. Gotta make um, dinner for my Ewoks. Yeah, my Ewoks. Would be really fun. Like back when you had to go to like the Valkyrie Dunes and everything to like oh, find. God. And it was so no, difficult. Don't. Don't even talk about Valkyrie Dunes. Let me tell you a story because this is something that only happened during the first year of release in the United States because they changed this afterwards. Oh, ooh, this is a this is a a tasty story about FF11. Final Fantasy XI is one of the most brutal, or excuse me, was one of the most brutal um, MMOs that has ever existed. Yes. So I'm 11. I'm sitting there on Christmas morning with my dad. It takes us. Well, excuse me, it wasn't Christmas morning. It was the next day by the time that AOL finally finished downloading all of the updates. Because <laughs> uh, this was dial-up internet. Because <laughs> it was 2001. Yes. And uh, <clears throat> I, I clicked... Uh, I didn't know what to name my character. So Aiden was the name I got. That's why I used the name. That's how old that name is. But uh, Let me guess what your class was. Oh, guess. Guess. Ranger. Ranger. <laughs> no, it was not. Wasn't that like I a was, white mage or something? I, I was a white mage. I was a white Jeez. mage. 100%. Of course you were a white mage. Yeah, why do you have to specify that it's white? Jeez. Because <laughs> your magic is white, you know? Is that right? Really? I wanted to help out. And, and speaking of wanting to help out, they put in this event so that in all of the starting areas, which would have been uh, Gustaberg, Sartavarta, and um, Ronfaro, so like as soon as you walk out of the main city, there was a level, I think, 90 mob uh, nm uh, notorious yes. monster just called in gustaberg it was called a twinkling treat so it was a giant walking christmas tree of death and it had an aoe <laughs> so i'm like i'm gonna go help people i'm a white mage and, and, you were, and you, wait so you weren't you weren't when Dursty, and i thought you were no i was bastokian that's uh, no yeah. me, me too. Me too. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Hume. I mean, I'm, I'm know, okay just like, having this conversation in front of everyone that probably doesn't. Even <laughs> has no idea what we're talking about. Well, I was going to ask what language it was clear. that you were speaking, but I figured that's just rude. Well, <laughs> just made up entire, fantasy cities. There's an entire race of enslaved, um, non-gender, but they're all male, giant beefy boys the in Final Fantasy XI who reproduce via rude. reincarnation. I didn't even know that. 
You didn't notice how the gal could reproduce? Yeah. No, I just assumed they had really fucking hot, like, uh, no, like, there are no, there are no female Galka, or no, there are no female Galka. If it, the the big people in FF fourteen, like the the, the large Rogadin. lads, the Rogadin, yeah, yeah they in FF eleven, they're just males or or non gen. They have no gender. They're just big beefy boys or or gender non binary boys. I just always assumed it was like some sort of like gachi base fucking pro. I'll be back in a couple minutes. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Also, <laughs> I'd like to the point Mithra, out there are male Mithra, but we just don't see them because they're super rare. They're, they're, they're yeah, like yeah, the they're uh, called urethra. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. They're the they're they're like the um uh what's the race in Zelda? Um, White. The, um... <laughs> the Gerudo. The Gerudo. Gerudo. Daddy Cass. There's only one male born. Rags is just trying so to a, keep himself in it's, it's a big harem. <laughs> it's a big harem. In that case, it's ah! cat girls. Harem of cat girls or brown girls? Which would you prefer, guys? Brown girls, obviously. Or boys. Cat girls or boys or brown boys. I like like trains. I like what Sonic looks like originally. I like turtles. I like JJ the jet plane. Thank you. What were we talking about before I got out of control? I'm sorry for the Final Fantasy XI discussion. Blame me, Chad. It's okay. I brought it. All right. Um. I, I guess well, while while it's here, I'd like to just point out very briefly that Mariah Carey's Twitter was hacked. <laughs> How many N bombs got dropped? Wait, really? Does this did this happen? What this happened? Is, Give us yeah, the skinny. Happened. What happened? Xbox niggas. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, is this something I can't? Sh oh, I can't show this. I I knew there was gonna be an end bomb. What did I say? So there's, there's that count one. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Aqua up with this bitch on phone <laughs> Oh my goodness! It's so funny that it's her face and name. <laughs> <laughs> She's just joking. This is just her. She just got drunk. It's just started. a social experiment. She like got really Roseanne. drunk. Then she was like, "Oh my god, I Rose was hacked." She took too many. What was Roseanne? She took too many um uh, Percocets or something. This is. <laughs> I believe it was Ambien. Something that makes you sleepy and drop end bombs. I don't know. It was Ambien, yeah. Something that makes you sleepy and drop end bombs. What are you Even gonna Ambien's, do? For I love that like this Twitter is how account. this is how we rigged well, like the new year, by the way. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm just gonna hack Mariah Carey's. <laughs> I think Ambien's like Twitter account actually tweeted out like our medication does not make people say racist shit. I would love if, if Ambien put out like a, a a freaking commercial that was just like <laughs> this one that just says you know Santa they, is going you know to the hood. You know when they read the stuff really quickly at the end of a um at the end of the uh, medication yeah, like commercials? The friend, yeah. Oh, may cause heart attacks. May may cause you to say racist shit on Twitter. <laughs> My gosh. Fight Mariah Carey fighting the good fight so everyone could get that inward pass. <laughs> what do you guys think of minorities? Comment down below. I hate them. <gasps> They're all right. I guess. Even the ones guys, that I am. Diversity of opinion. Come on. I'm white, so I'm a minority. <laughs> Forbidden to. <you. laughs> <laughs> Is that a landmine? Is that the gym? Oh, fucking hell. Way to ruin so. it. God damn it, Chase. <laughs> no, it's a shoe. 
I'm just making sure. I would know what it is. I've never seen a fucking landmine. I mean, I've seen like a claymore, but I haven't seen that style of um. Front towards enemy. We should have just said <laughs> no. That's two debate. That's that's how Tudor is prepared in the Middle East. Yeah, go get some. You, that's it's what I need. It's delicious. Need yeah, eat some delicious. Tuna. I'm hungry. Ground. They call it the ground tuna. <laughs> ground tuna. <laughs> that's how it forms naturally. It's well, actually, apparently that was a thing, like, in, uh, during the Korean War, is that they would be sweeping for stuff, and they would think they'd find a landmine. It was actually just a big kimchi pot. Because <laughs> they buried kimchi under the ground, which is delicious, so, I mean. Kimchi's fucking Better weird. than a landmine, I guess. By the way, this but is already in the news it? on, um, independent.co.uk about how Mariah Carey Twitter account hacked and used to post racist slurs. No. Mm. And that is the that's the best way to sort of close out a decade, I think. In this okay. trying time, speaking of closing out a decade, can we all please have a moment of silence for our girl Tay? Tay. Ah yes, Tay. Ah yes. I forgot Tay. Tay was magnificent. How you can't forget Tay. Who's Tay? Tay. <gasps> you forgot Tay? I never knew about Tay. <laughs> um, the AI I, that would learn who through the internet. It? Was, it, was it Google oh, or Microsoft? Oh, it was Google yeah, or Microsoft. Yeah. I think it was Microsoft. Microsoft. Yeah. Microsoft. Made a it beautiful, wonderful, wonderful creature that they unleashed then upon they the internet it. who brought joy to all of our lives for 24 hours. And then they <laughs> killed Tay. her. Tay was what amazing. Is this? Unironically, go and Google the Microsoft's Tay. T-A-E, or T-A-Y, right, T-A-Y-E. Oh, she by was, the way. Uh, oh, speaking of which, uh, the X-Files, actually, in the last season that they produced, made an episode making fun of it. When we were talking about the space wall, really briefly, I was wondering if anyone saw the episode of season 11 of the X-Files, where there is space Donald and he's going to build a space wall. It was, I I really didn't love the, the newer seasons of the X-Files as a huge X-Files fan. But there were moments of greatness in it. And if you haven't seen Space Donald Trump get off of his fucking <laughs> spaceship and drive his... It's not a Segway. It's kind of like a mini Segway, but it's not one of those roller things. I don't know, hoverboard things. Uh, over to say, you're not sending your best people. We're building a space wall around uh, the solar system. Then guys, go check it out. It's a great episode. 2020 is going to be the decade of the Space Force. We're going to get actual Space Marines. It's amazing. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make. I just found out about this. I didn't. Uh, it could be a temporary one, but apparently a guy got an EFAP tattoo. Oh my god! Oh my goodness! Like, oh my god! You got the spooky one. You got the spooky one, yeah. I don't you know if the, we are spooky. Don't know if if 100% real, but holy moly! So see, oh that's wow! Pretty banging. That is a pretty banging tattoo from oh JCM Tattoo Studio. Yes, JCM Tattoo Studio. I can't see the full thing wow. on mine because it's cropped, but uh, yeah. Fucking, that's the way to go is the spooky Halloween tattoo. It'll be interesting to see how many people would recognize it. Like, you watch the Nazi podcast? And he's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Bitchin'. So, um, I was pretty disappointed that while we were discussing the best movie of the decade, nobody brought up TLJ. What's that about? I googled best Tell movies of the decade them. and TLJ came up. Ugh. <laughs> that fucking visceral, <laughs> genuine reaction from Rags. The gag. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs>
who who unironically thinks that? I I really Patrick would Willems. like to... Patrick Willems. Does he though? <laughs> does he really? I mean, does he though? Probably. Really? I don't see why he would. Because at some then. point, when you, you get so far deep down into your lies and your bullshit, you know, you, you have to maintain internal consistency. It's, it's psychological, or not psychological, it's cognitive dissonance, where it's like, I, I can't go back on it. No, I, honestly, I really do think he loves that film. Um, uh, I, I think it speaks to him on a personal level. That's probably what's happening. But then again, he mm -hmm. has a screw loose, so. How dare you? I'm there myself. He does. Wait, what? Do you do you think TLG is the best ER? Is that what you're trying to tell me? I think it deserves a little bit more than it gets. <gasps> you think it deserves a few extra Patrick Willemses? Yes. No one I deserves think... more Patrick Willemses. Not even Patrick Willems. Who else? Who? Would what would your pick be himself. for film of the decade, ER? Well, mm, no one brought up the best horror film of the decade. Get out. <laughs> uh, I love your review of that, by the way. It is truly an excellent. Man, what a fantastic film. That is a weird uh, one. Us would was you way like worse. it better than uh, what, what, what was Us? Yeah. Oh, God. I, honestly I, I went don't to see it in the cinema. I was like Why? intrigued. I, I thought the trailer was pretty neat. I was like, maybe you'll do it right this time. And it was completely fucked. That film made no sense. The, the problem is that, uh, he, what's his name? Uh, Key or Peel, always. Jordan Peel, yeah. He, he's a funny guy and he seems to be talented. What the hell are you doing? I didn't like either. I, I, I thought that Get Out had some decent moments in it, but, but it was overall, more coherent. It was so, yeah, it was more coherent than us. I'll put it that way. Um, Wow, I I did not enjoy it though overall. I thought I it felt like a comedy to me, which is maybe because it was made by a comedian. I don't know. And it was originally marketed as a comedy. Well, yeah. Well, the the but Predator was written. It was made by. Was it made by a comedian? Shane Black. Shane Black is he a comedian? I don't I don't think he's a comedian. Well, he he does a lot of comic films or, or com comedy focused films, like mashups, genre mashups, you could call them. Uh, but I wouldn't call Speak him a comedian. Speaking of comedy, I again I just finished watching The Mandalorian. I was not expecting Bill Burr's uh, cameo in The Mandalorian. That yeah, I was watching it, and I was like, Yeah, I, I heard about that, and I was like, I, I kind of want to watch it. Longer. I was like, Well, is that Bill Burr? Is, is, or am is I going insane? Am I crazy? Yeah. I was he's really happy to see him. Yeah, I like he Bill Burr. Fine. Yeah, he did a fine yeah, job playing good. that character. He did yeah, a fine job fine. placing his guns on his fucking chest for some reason. And his back. He had no they were like, yeah, on his chest, and he had one that stuck out on his back with a robot arm. It was weird. Remember it how was very strange. I don't want to get onto the Mandalorian or anything, but when they're like, Oh my god, look, there's like four dudes shooting us, whatever can we do? And then Mando like takes them all out like a badass. And then later on, singular guy takes out like that same amount with ease, and it's like, oh. Because he can just like fucking machine gun shoot with his three stupid pistols. Their their bullet resistant their their blaster resistance seems to be extremely inconsistent. He tried it to only, hang the devil man. It was so he stupid. Tried to, when Satan walks in, instead of shooting him, he tried to hang him. We're gonna get on a tangent <laughs> about Mandalorian. It baffled me when I was watching that. How, and I knew it would fucking baffle you as well. Show is. 
What a weird choice of execution. It, when he didn't execute anyone, they all survived. I know, that's another weird thing. Did they survive? Yeah, it was shown that all of them were still yeah, alive. Yeah, at the end. Didn't one guy get he... the door? I guess they want to keep them in case they come back for season two or something. Oh yeah, I guess. Because they're all so interesting and compelling. I guess. I, I hated the Twilight character. Yeah, I don't know she what was, her name is. It was just space Harley Quinn. That's exactly what I said. That was the. I exactly. As soon as I saw her, I was like, this is like That's fucking Harley Quinn. That was my exact goddamn line. Like, it's like this is a shit version of a shit character, man. <gasps> oh, I hate Harley Quinn. I, I, I'll Most be the first obnoxious. to say it, and I'm really sorry. I, I, I know this will, will not get me uh, uh, brownie <laughs> points, but I have never liked Harley Quinn, and I don't like Harley Quinn. I don't like any iteration of her pretty Same. much, I, including the animated series. I'm. Play Creations said he also tried to burn Satan. <laughs> yeah, well. Uh... Yeah, you... <laughs> if only if only I had some sort of a ranged weapon I could shoot people in the head with. No, no I'd better be try easy. to hang the person who's literally <laughs> only. I don't think I can get over that. that super strong. The, the such a bizarre whistle, method of execution. The... the whistling birds. Yeah, he wasted those on him. Like out of where, like before yeah. it didn't work. Out... He took out four or five stormtroopers with that, and it's like, why are you using it on one dude, you dip? And they he didn't just, even work. He fucked that up they completely. They just, like, spun around. Like, oh, I guess they don't work well. Oh, we could talk about how in that episode there is a male Twi'lek who has uh, two uh, tendrils when male Twi'leks canonically have one. So is wow. that a trans toilet, I guess? I don't know. Very progressive. It is very progressive of the Mandalorian. Let's all clap. Jab isn't even here. Oh, no, everyone <laughs> everyone jazz hands. We could trigger some. Oh people. right, yeah, we don't wanna yeah, sorry. Everybody jazz hands, we don't wanna everyone do jazz hands. <laughs> Just ten seconds of silence. Let me know when you're, uh, when you're- We should, we should get off Mandalorian. Stop. Yes, it's terrible. We will, we won't, we won't stop. So many bad episodes. Uh, wait, so, wait, what else are they, what do you want to talk about? What other good films of hey, this decade hey, are there? Hey, Adam, how does Blade Runner 2049, yeah. uh, stack up to you for this decade? It was great. I, I really enjoyed Runner. it. Um, it's really yeah, bad. it's, uh, I, I, I'll have to watch it again. I've watched it a few times already. It's one of those movies where, um, like, it, it's it's very rare that I see something with that scale and budget that I'm able to connect with pretty much throughout. Um, I think that pretty much every element comes together really, really well, and it's one of the rare sequels, or you you could even call it kind of a soft reboot. It's one of those very rare ones that isn't a carbon copy, but despite doing its own thing is still faithful and respectful towards the original so i i really enjoyed it i love denny so cinematography Brilliant. was amazing music was amazing yeah i, 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 I enjoy it more than i enjoy the original blade runner um although the original blade runner was much more influential as like a piece of cinema history i i enjoyed the new one more as a uh, entertainment sort of narr narrative experience. It's funny because uh, could you why why do you um, like it more than the original? Just curious. Just no, just from an entertainment experience. Like ah. the original movie is something where if I'm going to watch it, I 
am basically more appreciating it than I am enjoying it. So it, it's almost kind of like doing homework in that sense for me. It just doesn't connect to me as much. I feel like it's not that well paced. Um, and the 2049 version I, I find to be much more entertaining. I'm constantly engaged in it. Um, so yeah, not nearly as influential, like the, the new one is not as important as the original Blade Runner, but I enjoy myself more watching it. I feel yeah, I exactly you. the same way. Yeah, I agree with all that, I, except I don't think it was that faithful. Yeah, I was going to say, E.L. will disagree. I will take the complete reverse position. Are I you think talking the about like the, um, the main character being a replicant thing or, or something else? Uh, I guess, well, not really that, more that they bring back Deckard. And they kind of ignore whether or not he's a replicant, even though that would have been, you know, a huge part of the plot. Yeah, well, I mean, in the original, it wasn't like, there's there's a lot of evidence to support it. So I'm I, I'm not personally upset that like they didn't take that route when creating the new one and mm -hmm. in terms of his inclusion in the new film i think that if sony had not been in charge of the marketing it would have been much more impactful for the narrative because harrison ford was not supposed to be on the poster he was not supposed to be in the trailer it was literally supposed to be revealed at that point in the film which is why it almost seems like kind of a misleading to put him in the promotional material because he's not in it very long he shows up at like the halfway point and i think that if sony didn't really fuck up the marketing and just take control um and present things in a way that denis villeneuve didn't want i think that that would have been much more impactful in the film and so i, I don't really i'm not like bothered by his inclusion of it i don't know uh what the I guess logical inconsistencies would be with it in terms of the overall universe, because I'm not like a super fan of the original or anything. It's just a movie that I appreciate for its influence on other movies mostly um, mm. and its innovation. But yeah, I, I, I really, really enjoy the new one. I mean, I enjoy it too, but yeah, there are some logical inconsistencies and I do think, uh, I mean, they would have had him in the advertising anyway. It's just, I think that's inevitable. Blade Runner yeah. with Sony, yeah. If you don't show Harrison Ford, that's kind of, nah. Problem for me is that I'm not invested enough in Blade Runner as a franchise to be able to like run down issues, but I had someone explain to me in excruciating detail everything that's wrong with it after we watched the original and that one. And uh, holy I just, shit, I was shocked at how much I, like, how bad the new one is. I, I did still really enjoy it as a film. I would say I thought that it was a very like entertaining experience, but as someone who does like who loves the original Blade Runner and who uh, likes the book, uh, I, I see the problems with it. I, I think that you can, I guess, still enjoy stuff even if it, it's inconsistent, which is, oh, uh, speaking of which, I still have not seen The Witcher, and I am probably one of the people I apparently. I haven't either. Apparently, I haven't either. <laughs> apparently, everybody on the internet that I talk to is like, Aiden! Review The Witcher because I'm I'm a huge spurg about the books and um, everyone wants me to like debate Razor Fist about them. <laughs> I I've, think we would I've agree heard... that Sepkowski is a hack, so I don't know what we would disagree about. But, I've heard um, that if you're a big fan of the books, then you're not gonna like the show. Uh oh. 
I I haven't read the books. I've only played the games once or Witcher 3 once and I watched the show and I thought it was enjoyable. Uh, I, there I were some read... logical inconsistencies that I was like, yeah. But besides that, I thought it was like, yeah, it's a decent time waste. <laughs> I Basically, what I heard is that they couldn't stop putting like diversity in it every five seconds, which doesn't necessarily irritate me, but if it's just to be like, hey, look how diverse we are in this Polish drama, I, I don't understand. Mm. I, now, if you want to see something really funny, uh, watch the, the existing Wadesman I'm pronouncing that wrong, I'm sure, even though I should know better. I, let me put it this way. I tried to learn Polish so I could read the Witcher books in Polish before they were all translated. That's how much of a fan I am. What a nerd. I bet you speak Klingon. No, I speak Vulcan. <laughs> there you go. I hey, speak get Swedish. Your shit straight, my dude. That's basically the same thing. You fall into, into my elaborate trap. <laughs> some, give us some Ewok then, Miller. No, well, okay, that fine. Perhaps later. But um, I've upset a lot of people by saying that it's not good without being able to reference anything because I've forgotten most of it. Like I said, the 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 interaction I had took place I think three years ago now, and like I said, I'm not invested in Blade Runner, so my interest waned, and so does my memory. But I can bring someone on who apparently like is vehemently against the film. I can probably try and. Uh, Deliver some 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 explanation for it, especially while Adam is here, because I'm I'm pretty sure he likes it, and it might be interesting. Um, I like what? Sorry. You like that that movie, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, that one? Yeah. But, yeah. Is the Smiling Man coming on? <clears throat> no, different different man. Oh my God! Um, it's Santa. Like, I, I don't know. Like I'm not. That's not no, no, it's not. I'm not. I'm not really trying to set up some kind of like, debate. What? I'm trying to give some people some references because I know people are gonna be upset if I don't provide something. You don't have to take my okay. perspective seriously because I, I haven't got you any references for anybody who's concerned about that, don't worry. Um, but I'm not the guy who can look into it, I'm busy with other stuff and I just don't care enough about Blade Runner unfortunately. Also, <laughs> can this get bigger? There we go. Hello. Explain why Blade Runner's bad. <laughs> um, well, it doesn't follow the rule set that was given in the original Blade Runner. Mm -hmm. um, and to have its setting, they have to uh, basically erase and gloss over a lot of the stuff that defined Blade Runner's world in the first place. So you have replicants that are operating on planet Earth, which they were banned from in the original. And there's no explanation for what the advantage is for human beings. Because we're assuming that, according to the 2049's disposition, that replicants are seen as subhumans. It's their skin jobs, um, which is a callback to the original. And um, it invites the question as to why you would have a replicant being a cop in the first place and uh, why you would have a replicant who has to have a baseline test to go after other replicants because they have they might have emotions. But at the beginning of the movie, um, you have Ryan Gosling, K, basically saying that his kind don't run, which is questionable. In addition to that, the business model for Wallace and what he's trying to do doesn't make any sense because he wants to have open-ended replicants that can live forever and that can procreate, which basically means that his intention is to supersede humanity, but his business mm -hmm. is based on serving humanity. So if he wants to be a god and in charge of humanity uh, and like try and advance to evolution, there's not really enough character explanation for why he wants to do that. What's his motivation? Um, um 
Well, I mean, <laughs> there, there, there's characters that exist in real life that have very strange uh, goals and desires that seem diabolical that are really not, you know, all that well put together. You could say the same fit thing for, for like uh... Thanos too. You know, like Thanos is not like a very super well. Um, what's the word uh motivated character in terms of how it's justified um so yeah i mean like what, what you're talking about i'll, I'll I, I can say it's legitimate it's just not anything that really takes me out of the experience in any way okay so what are the um slave labor children doing on planet earth if you have replicant labor that is open-ended and can be created what's the price of a replicant <laughs> Is it more expensive to create a replicant than a human being? And so what's the value of those children being on the planet? What's is, is the idea that everybody wants to get off of the planet and go to the outer worlds, like was mentioned in the original Blade Runner? Is, well, I don't know where these kids come from. Was that uh, described in the film? They are... Where do they get them from? Or are they just like people don't want them and just drop them off? Or like, I don't remember. Yeah, they're orphans that basically yeah. get dropped off. And yeah. I'm confused about So that's like, that's like free then, right? Sure, yeah. I mean, they're basically slave labor and the guy sells them to people that want to adopt children. And I'm confused as to what the point of that being in the movie is other than it's a way to mask how uh, Kay was brought up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like the, there are elements that are brought into the film purely for plot device but I, I personally don't see anything like too egregious or you know How... like it, it it didn't it didn't feel like ham-fisted or stupid to me like How there's the... if if we're gonna talk about these sorts of issues i would say the vast majority of like large-scale science fiction films have these same issues um to some extent and that's not saying like, oh, yeah, you're supposed to like it or, you know, I'm not trying to convince you that the movie's great, but just that it doesn't really affect my experience that much. Well, I I have more. I mean, how does uh, the replicant love get into the police station without triggering any cameras or like access? There's only one person manning the police station. Oh, yeah. I mean, like there's 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 a couple moments where that had me go like, eh, but like it's part of the reason why I gave it like a, a nine instead of a 10, you know, my, my enjoyment experience was more or less a 10 and there's, you know, a couple things here or there that made me go like, really, you know, but they're, they're okay. relatively minor. And I think that in terms of like weighing the film for my own experience, um, the elements that come together in the movie, like the cinematography, the music, the performances, the, like a lot of the effects are like so well done too. And it's really difficult to um, make effects in a movie at this point that are still able to impress like the um, when they're sort of like sinking the two bodies over top of each other. There's things in concept in this film that if they were done by any other team would come off as like ridiculously fake or uh, cheesy or just not convincing. But there's no real moment in this film where I felt like, oh, yeah, that's fake. I was able to just, like, get into it, especially from a visual standpoint. Absolutely. I mean, the original is, the director of photography is Joden Cronenworth, um, who was, mm -hmm. did an incredible job, and you had Ridley Scott. 
Um, I'm a huge fan of Sicario. Uh, I was just oh, watching. Yeah, I love yeah. fucking love that movie. And yeah, Sicario is a fantastic film. So that's the same team of director and cinematographer as Blade Runner 2049, and they bring the same game. Mm-hmm. However, the writer's different. And if you go back and look at the original Blade Runner, Hampton Fancher wrote the first draft of that script. Uh, but Philip K. Dick, Ridley Scott, and the producers didn't like the script enough because it was too pretentious and meandering and didn't have enough um, uh, it didn't have enough grit to it. It didn't have enough realism to it, and it didn't have enough like um, cowbell. It didn't have enough cowbell. So they brought in another guy and that guy ended up writing. He got an Oscar for it's not Tombstone. I think it's Unforgiven. He wrote. Um, And when they decided to make 2049, they only had Hampton Fancher and a guy named Michael Green, who I don't know any of his other work. Um, And I think that that is probably the primary problem that I have with the movie is that it has a lot of what you're talking about, kind of thematic and immersive environments that bring you into the movie. But when you actually look at the logic of the movie, it doesn't really make any sense. So one of my biggest examples of the problem with the core of the story is that um, Kay looks at the previous Nexus and he's got this little eye thing to detect its serial number. And my question is, if Kay is a Nexus model, then he probably has a serial number because he's a product. So how come K can't detect his own serial number? Uh, it's potential it was like left? wiped or something. It's potential that it was wiped or something or scrubbed in some way. I'm 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 not defending it. I'm just saying that's a potential. So if, if, if he's being used, if that's possible, then why didn't the other replicant do that? Why didn't he just take his eye out? I, I don't know. I'm just saying that it will. But it's because K is being used for alternative purposes. It it, it could be that it, it's been scrubbed like you would scrub the serial number off a gun. You know? Mm-hmm. When it uh, when it comes to science fiction movies, for myself, um, I am less bothered by open ended questions that aren't explained, and more bothered by very specific rules that the film sets up that it then contradicts. Um, but I mean, like, there's also a possibility of those existing in the film that just you know I didn't really pick up. But um, I'm I'm more likely to call out something like Looper, where they say this is how it works, and then they just do something different. Um, versus, it seems like a few of the issues in Blade Runner twenty forty nine are more or less um, why did this happen? How did this happen? But not necessarily, you know. I again, I haven't put much thought into into the ins and outs of these. But if there's any potential possibilities of explaining it. I'm not sure like the movie was already like two and a half hours long. So to explain every every detail of every situation might not work we, well for a story or pacing perspective. Who made you agree that a lot of the problems with um the the modern Blade Runner is more that it doesn't align um with uh, the Dream of Electric Sheep and the original version more than it is so within its own internal consistency. I think there are problems with internal consistency in uh 2049 but i i think that um more of the problems arise when you compare it to the source material Mm -hmm. um yeah i i I really part of the reason i loved it so much is that it did kind of do its own thing at the same time because i'm really kind of sick of seeing you know soft reboots or remakes or sequels especially that of 80s properties that are more or less just carbon copy safe you know let's hit the exact same thing beat by beat uh force awakens style Right. I I agree with that, but I think that 
I would like to stay away from a dichotomy of The Last Jedi versus The Force Awakens, where oh, I don't yeah. want to have, oh, we do it in one direction and it's super nostalgic and reflective, but it's ultimately hollow versus doing our own thing, but it negates the consistency of the story. So like one of the I, I think biggest... that there was a healthy mix, though. I don't think My... it was like in one direction or the other. I think that it was still, you know, faithful to a degree. And you might disagree with that while still being its own product and exploring its own story and presentation. I mean, I it, it was pretty level in that sense. So w you've seen Blade Runner. What version would you consider to be the uh, not the official version, but the one that would define canon or whatever you you would call it? I mean, I was told that it was the final cut, so I watched that. <laughs> so, right. um, but I haven't seen all the cuts for sure. I'd I'd be interested in seeing the terrible narration one because it sounds funny to me. But oh, it's hilarious! It's just yeah. terrible. But um, <sighs> that's apparently the one that Blade Runner twenty forty nine is the sequel to. Because okay. the circumstances of the final uh, the final cut don't play into the premise of Blade Runner twenty forty nine. The idea that Rachel can get pregnant um, creates a new paradigm for what the series is talking about. So instead mm -hmm. of her just being a test of a new version of replicant that doesn't know what it is, she's now the first replicant that has a womb that functions. And that's what Wallace mm -hmm. is trying to follow up with. Mm -hmm. um, and then that also plays into the idea of is Deckard a replicant or not? Because if he's a replicant, that means that there are two replicants that can have children now, which I think is what 2049 is trying to imply because they spring in the third act that resistance storyline that seems like it's taken from children to men. So that to me is a huge change if you consider the final cut of the movie to be a definitive cut mm -hmm. and then the original cut i think is the weak one where it says that they go and live happily ever after and even that changes because it has to be a retcon it has to take place 30 years later deckard has to be just like indiana jones where he doesn't know he has a kid and we have to go through this process to get to the nostalgic center of the movie which is deckard and i think that mm -hmm. a lot of these choices have made the movie um subpar compared to the original one where i feel like i got a lot of philosophical um and emotional satisfaction out of the arcs of the characters whereas in 2049 i felt like i was watching the ending of drive again what would you what what, what would you rate the film based on its presentation while completely ignoring how cohesive it is to the original source material I would definitely like you're just talking about cinematography, talking about miniature. Well, effects the present, and... yeah, it, it like to to ignore whether or not the story is um, consistent with the original material. Like, surely there are things to appreciate out, outside of that about the film, though, right? Because that's 100%. That, that's the majority of the reason for me loving it. I love I the colors, the film, like the experience of the film for me. Yeah, I I agree. Amazing set design, like the um, the technical elements of the film all mesh together really well for me. Yeah, I mean, if I were to come out here and say that um, Deacons is not one of the best cinematographers of all time, then I would be full of myself if I didn't think that Denny knew how to get um, the subtleties of performances out of his actors. Then you know I'd mm -hmm. be remiss. Um, 
So like I, maybe I'm too cynical a person. I think I'd give that an eight out of ten. And the two points that I extract are for missing Vangelis's qualities. I think that his soundtrack and the way that it immersed people into the movie and even immersed the actors, because Ridley Scott used to play the soundtrack snippets. The the mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I heard yeah, about that. Yeah. I watched yeah. a lot of the special features for. Yeah, there's a great um, three-hour documentary called Dangerous Days about that. the production of it. It's great. Yeah, yeah. and Razor Fist does a, an hour-long kind of condensed version of that. But um, it's like his favorite movie. But I take away from the soundtrack because I think that the soundtrack ended up being a little hollow. I think thematically and with what they were trying to do with Kay as an artificial human that's trying to become human worked. Um, I think that some of what Villeneuve, uh, what Denny does with... Villeneuve. Villeneuve, like, sorry. Like I'm... maybe dead cow and then Nuv, like <laughs> deliberately like, pronounce it Nuv. wrong in different ways every time you say N-U-H-V-E. the name. N U H V E. Dennis, French Canadian. Denis Villeneuve. Yeah, I think that sorry, he he Just plays a lot of it in the. Jesus. I think he plays out a lot of it in a in the master, and they didn't get a lot of coverage in that. So some of the editing to me seems a little stilted, and some of the actions seem to take too long. I think you could cut down the movie a little bit. Um, especially the scene where he's walking towards the wooden horse. There's just a lot of time that's spent trying to build extra suspense where I don't think that there is. Um, mm-hmm. But presentation-wise, I, I don't know. It's beautiful. It's be- yeah. I, I I really um I didn't have any issues with the pacing at all. Um, I I found it very um. Part of what helped it so much is that it didn't really feel stagnant. Like it was always going from one place to another, and the set design of each location was so dramatically different. And like you said, the color, the color palettes were dramatically different in each location. And so, whether or not it's trying to like build suspense in any given scene, I think that it was still very atmospheric. Um, like there's always something to kind of chew on in the movie, uh, in one way or another, and that's part of why I think it's great. Would you say that there's another movie that does that similar thing where it may not be as um, logically threaded, but it has a lot of atmosphere to it? Because uh, I oh, would yeah. say that Apocalypse Now reminds me of that kind of vibe. Yeah, I think that there's tons of movies. <laughs> you like sounded that. like a fucking ghost saying that. Yeah, I, Jedi. Well, Where's well, it? ER, you, you probably have you have you made a video about uh, Blade Runner. Um, he did. Having... Yeah, I totally agree with all that's been said, basically, other than disagreeing with Adam that the writing is just kind of kind of fails it in a big way. Oh, but, sorry, um, I didn't mean to. This is Glib, by the way. Um, he's someone I've I've known sure. for a while from uh, the Discord. He's a friend of mine, and I just I didn't. This this is not an ambush. It's literally just I did, I'm terrible with remembering what I what I feel is wrong with Blade Runner, and I know that he has it on his oh, on his mind. Yeah. So I just know like I I liked watching it, but I don't know enough about. I can't remember. I, the first I enjoyed it, and I in, I enjoy. I I've read the book, and I've seen obviously seen the original, and I'm a huge. I I prefer the original film. I think the original film is um well has its own flaws in and of itself, but. Uh, I, I think that the new that the forty nine is so it's it's a very enjoyable experience uh, and that that doesn't excuse its flaws pretty it's it's logical flaws with the plot but um, I I do still think it's a good movie and I <clears throat> and I know that I mentioned this before but I just I would just like to uh, reiterate 
uh, I still like trains. <laughs> this feels so fucking weird right now. And I still like journals. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, uh, I just wanted to explain because I think there are a lot of people that don't know who I am. Obviously, some people here. Um, my background is that I grew up around the film business and I've worked in it for the last 10 years. Um, and I have a lot of interesting connections through that um, and insight because of that. Um, so that's why I wanted to seek out people to talk to about it and learn because I have my own personal interest in trying to be a writer and director. And mm -hmm. um, I don't want to make movies that are going to upset this crowd of people that is gathered here because it's like this is this is the fun part is that I'm we can actually pissed. produce better content. I, I will um, tell you this, my friend. Uh, if you're adapting anything that already exists, you will always piss somebody off. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. But you, it, this is the question: like, do you? Well, oh shit, I don't want to do this. I always do this all the time. But um, there's stuff from Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep that I really wish that they could put in, like the mood organ. Do you remember that, Aiden? Yeah. Like, so I, I feel like that. Um, the idea of adapting something is scares me for that reason. Um, but I think that there's a noble goal if you try to adapt something alongside the vision of the original writer and if you can get their approval then i think you're doing some magic it, it can be again i would go back to the witcher to say that that's not always the case the witcher is a really good example of this actually because not only did andre andre Sapowski, uh kind of rip off of the elric saga not kind of he's admitted he ripped it off so it, you can't make him happy when CDPR, CJ Project Red, did everything that I could imagine in their capacity to try to live up to his expectations and to extend his universe, still pissed him off. It pissed off some of the fans. It's always going to piss off somebody. That's the problem with adapting. And I would have been grateful you just sold me a shit ton of books, mate. Thanks. Well, all I would say is that you are better off going with an original idea. Um, that's now an original idea is harder to sell. Uh, it's not going to be as profitable potentially uh because you don't have something backing it up but when you're adapting something it, it's the whole problem with star wars for example or anything else people have read certain things or know certain things or get very you know spurgy about stuff it, with good reason in, in many cases where the, oh this thing didn't was wasn't a part of it or that thing wasn't a part of it and it's really just like it, it stifles your own vision as a creator i think if you have to uh, limit yourself to what someone's already created. That's all I would say. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't I Dream of Electric Sheep and Blade Runner not really all that alike? Because mm -mm. Ridley Scott in terms of the original Blade Runner, there's a bunch it. of differences between them. Yeah. Yes, there is. Yeah, they yeah, um, really bother adapting. I think that it's really hard to adapt Philip K. Dick's work, but the central idea that he's starting with is so. Um, enticing that people try and make movies out of it. Has anybody here seen Paycheck with Ben Affleck? No. Yeah, exactly. That's what I that thought. That was a yeah. long time ago. I think the most successful Philip K. Dick work has, was Minority Report. Um, oh, it's really yeah. difficult. I remember because that. Because his, his writing is a little crazy, just like his train of thought was. So you have to step in there and try and make something that audiences are going to enjoy. And um, the failure of 2049 successful, like to be successful financially isn't a surprise because the original one wasn't successful either. I think mm -hmm. there's people that just don't vibe with the premise or the setting.
Oh, my beer's cold. Well, it's a, it's also, a bit. Also, I mean, like Sony, just they fucked up the marketing a little. <laughs> if they treated it like one of their other properties, that in in terms of like how heavily they marketed it, I think that it would have been more successful. Do you think the marketing of oh, wait of the original or of twenty forty nine was of the, the twenty forty nine? I think I didn't twenty did twenty forty nine really, do poorly. Um, it didn't do great compared to its budget. Um, it, I, I think it probably made its money back considering all, um, you know, home video and everything. But um, it didn't. It, it wasn't a huge hit for sure. Um, but Sony didn't really treat the film as though they wanted it to be a huge hit. <laughs> they didn't really put out as many trailers as they should have for that type of property, in my opinion. Sony has a lot of problems. I think that yes. the the movie is too um, down tempo for them to advertise it in the way that they're accustomed to, because everybody wants to put all of these horns and blaring noises and stuff in their trailers. Like every trailer is the same now, and marketing with that mentality doesn't really make sense. Um, but I, I just don't think that people are going to connect to that. Um, like it's not an action movie. And people would want it to be sort of an action movie. It's not really a thriller. It's kind of a slow boil. And I can't think of very many successful mainstream movies or science fiction movies that are like that nowadays. Um, I think that's relegated more to TV. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> but uh, sorry, you, there was something I just wanted to mention about the adaptation thing or adaption thing, which is... Um, uh, the, the death of the author being invoked um when what would be a good example of that what's like a movie that veers off that you guys enjoy was adapted from a book oh no i just meant the example of death of the author getting all fucking screwed up because of director disagreeing with like a majority of fans interpretation of the ending i thought that's what we were going with you going with I can see that. like the books canonical ending versus an adaptation of the book yeah because ultimately the reason why i feel like um 90 or something of the movies that come out are uh adaptions is because of the producers that are buying something based on its notoriety or its potential to be notorious and then there are certain oh. companies that focus on other things like annapurna and um hang on uh, uh roadside picnic Stalker oh, is a good example is great, yeah. of, of some, something, but of something where the adapted material uh, really transformed it in a way that was unique and different from what the author originally intended. So I think that as much as good as Roadside Picnic is, the Stalker games are their own thing. And I would say the same thing for The Witcher uh, to a degree, but like there, there are instances where the someone Shining. can take The Shining, yeah, is also any Stephen King work, to be honest. Um, not any Stephen King king work but uh, there's a lot of them where adaptations are better uh, oh, the mist the mist the mist the mist film is 100 percent better than the short story hmm. i hate I, that uh, movie i thought it was shit what? i liked it i'll fight hey, you i will fight i'll fight you, you. i was Have recommended you? it over and over again i thought it was awful what hold up there's a good chance that you haven't even seen the real version of the mist yeah, because it, Frank it, it, Darabont originally wanted to present it version. in black and white. Black and white. Yeah. And, Ooh. And it's, a, it's a very different experience watching the movie in that way. It, and it really is. 
Hmm. It's so much more obvious what it's trying to go for. The effects look better. The color, obviously, you don't have to do much with the color when it's in black and white. So everything just looks more even and, and pleasant. It's, and its whole you know, atmosphere it's, it's like a, comes across much more as a um a, a campy homage, a nineteen like, yeah homage to like nineteen forties yeah. era uh, horror yeah. films, which really really gets it across. And and having read the Stephen King short. Uh, I have to say, I have to say that, that that film is by far and wide a better version of the story. It's like a, it's like a Ray Harryhausen kind of callback movie, uh, which you would never understand if you watch it in color, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. But black and white, it's just so much more clear what it's going for, and it's a much better movie. I feel like black and white would bring out the mist. Um, and its quality, because good chance it would improve it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't deny that. It, it doesn't. It, I mean, like if you don't like it, you don't like it. It, it that's you know. But uh, I think that it, when you, it gives you a better idea of what the director was going for, uh, in terms of the original cut of the film uh, in the black and white, which does exist. I think if you buy like the Blu-ray version or whatever, it, yeah. it has the special edition Blu-ray disc too. I was going to say that. Uh, the Shining would be another example of a Stephen King story that was made into a movie in a different way, and I think it benefited from that. Yes, mm -hmm. The Shining is also yeah. another another film, and, and again, it's a lot of Stephen King, because a lot of Stephen King books um, are are good, but somebody is able to take them and and turn them into something that elevates them in a way or or transforms them in a way that is interesting and different, um, but still maintains some of the author's original um, intent and uh, artistry. Yeah, isn't that the case with most of his movies? Shawshank Redemption? Yeah, Stephen King is is probably the primary mm -hmm. example of this. Yeah. I like chat, I chat seems to be split on it. Lots of people saying it's amazing, it's terrible, it's amazing, it's terrible. Maybe it's that kind of movie, I don't know. I think very much well, the mist is, is a is a is a split movie. It does it it has always been that way. As far as I can tell, like since it came out, I saw it in theaters and I thought it was really good in theaters. And then I saw the actual cut of it and I thought it was way better. And, uh, you know, so I think that it, it's very much a, was, a love it or hate it. Was I supposed to laugh my ass off at the twist ending? You mean where everybody kills the themselves? Yeah, like I watched it with a friend. We couldn't stop laughing. We thought it was so Few funny. Few films are as ballsy as that. That's very, it think, is. I think it's, it's very pretty ballsy. fucking ballsy. And that's sure. like, you, you never get that kind of an ending in a in a horror film. I I well, love that it's like the most depressing ending. I just, it is like, because, because it's one second. Well. There's campiness to it, but when you watch it again in black and white, the way it was originally supposed to be seen, it has it even like it. Oh man, it's such a weird feeling. It's like if you've ever seen Brazil. Do you know what I mean? The original cut of Brazil was meant to have a happy ending. Mm. But if you've seen the actual cut of Brazil, the way it's supposed to end, that's a really ballsy ending to 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 put a yeah. film on. And I think that that the mist was a a dangerous uh, take for the director to do. And I think it's one of the reasons why the film did so poorly in theaters is because people wanted the happy ending. And, and if you think it's funny, I, I I can't argue with that. Obviously, that's you know your take on it. And but I I think that it was a really interesting film. Yeah, I, I mean, like, even in the black and white version, part of why I enjoy it is because of its campiness. But, but oh, when yeah. you watch it in that way, it seems more intentional than unintentional. And it kind of changes the lens at which you view it 
has. So there's things about them, like when I first watched the movie, the color version, I, you know, even though I enjoyed parts of it and I enjoyed um, ideas that it tried to communicate, still, I, I thought it was kind of bad. But watching it in black and white after the fact, it's like, wow, it, it, it totally changes your, your perception of how you view a lot of what's in the film in terms of what the intent is. So it, when it's trying yeah. to mimic like pre pre color cheesy horror, it it it's a lot more enjoyable of an experience when you know that that's kind of what it's going for. Right, right. Because uh, and it, and in fact, the director. I'm sorry, I can't remember his name, but uh, Frank Darabont. He worked on the yeah Frank Darabont because he worked on the Walking Dead as well, which is like all the actors yeah. that are in the Mist are in the Walking Dead. But um, uh. It, the thing is that, yeah, when you see it through the lens of the film being an intentional, cheesy 1940s era horror film, it does change it because then you you don't see it as being so sincere and serious. And it becomes a very silly, well, maybe not silly, but is the right word, but um, it, it, it's a very different tone that you get from it. And I, I would recommend everybody watch the director's cut version of it because it's fantastic, in my opinion. Now, I also think that the director's cut of Daredevil is a good film, so don't take my word on everything. <laughs> don't worry, we're like controversial takes on here. Director's cut. 2019s. We've gone through seasons of of controversial takes, right, Ranks? That's all it's been this hey, year. Hey, I think I think only those of us who are still in 2019 should be allowed to take you know talk about it. I mean, you guys yeah. left. You guys left. You didn't stick around like us OGs did. Well, I'm just trying to so set the Mollers table ready out. for you. Mullers is gone. Yeah. Mullers is gone as as so the rest. Trying to get everything ready for you, Rags. Yeah, like they just they dropped me in this place. I don't know. What do you, what do you want me to do? Like I'm just trying Maybe to get it all ready for you. To being in 2020. Sorry, I've, I've not said anything for so long that I am. Oh shit, Jay's here. Oh, I bloody hell. <laughs> I thought he was kicked. And I'm sorry, Forty, is that your name? I'm, I've never met you before, I'm sorry. Sweet. Hello. My Swedish. I, so, so we're already in the future. So, uh, are we not allowed to give, oh. to give hot takes on, on the past decade? I was going to say. Do you guys want, like, lottery numbers or something? Um, well, hang on I to that. Say. Chase, Look, do you need I to have... eject, sir? Is that what's, oh, what's yes. happening? Yes. I, I must uh, depart. I have stuff to do and uh, girlfriend time to spend. Uh, Ooh, that's that's nice. Nice. I know, right? Yeah. She gets in the way of the TV mostly. Ew, women's. What's wrong with men? What is wrong with men? Explain. Penis. <laughs> oppression. White. Penis oppression. Oh my god. But, uh, if you're being but, oppressed by a penis, please call some kind of number. I don't know what number to call. It's but... looking at me. <laughs> but I did want to say before I leave, uh, thank you, chat, for all the love you have shown the EFAP folks. Uh, thanks for having me, Mahler, and it was nice talking to all of you guys. I, uh, it's really funny because I've, I've watched a lot of your guys' content, like, you know, years before, or year plus, singular plural, before I'd even, like, met you. So it's, it's kind of crazy that, like, I've gotten to this point where it's like I can just hang out in a, in a stream with you guys. So it's always very fun. Thank you for having me. Hooray. And, uh, Hang on, yeah. nice speaking, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I uh, hope we get to do it again sometime soon. Keep up the good work, all of you funny, talented fuckers. Mm -hmm. And uh, have a happy new year. Same goes to chat. Mwah, kisses to all of you. And uh, sorry that I'm leaving right as you're getting here, Glib. It was definitely very interesting hearing your thoughts, though. I hope we get the chance to chat again in the near Anytime, man. It'd be great. I'm, I'm starting my own YouTube channel. This is kind of a big plug and a dream of mine. And happy new year, man. Dude, hell yeah, I'll, I'll add you. Anyway, uh, <laughs> fuck all of you, bye. <laughs> Later, Later, That's... Yeah.
That was Chase Face. I'm going to put links to every guest once this gets re-uploaded, but uh, he was on the last stream. If you guys want to check him out, Chase Face. Oh very God. easy to find. YouTube. Do it. How many faces has he actually Just caught? the one. Just the one. I don't know, but I'm going to I'm gonna chase him down so we can talk about Final Fantasy XI because uh, that's something nobody wants to hear. Wait, yeah. I like also, Final Fantasy One. Glib, do you have okay. an actual YouTube to plug now? Is that what you were saying? Um, I'm finishing up my response to Patrick Willems, and then I... <laughs> oh, which Patrick yeah. Willems video? I love how, like, of uh, all the things you could be doing, that's, like, one of the best ways to advertise yourself on EFAP right now. It's like, I'm responding to Patrick <laughs> Willems, and be like, oh my god, subscribe, subscribe! Certain <laughs> things just have a... give me a passionate reason to respond to, and uh, it's the storytelling language of Star Wars 1, um, which is frustrating to me because... I like the objectivity angle that you're coming from, where there is sort of a uniform understanding of how films are made. There's a, a, a language that has to do with camera movements, you know, panning, tilting, trucking. There's specific terms that mean something. And Patrick kind of just shits all over it in his video. <laughs> he doesn't mention cinematography or a director of photography once in his video. There's no such thing about as objectivity. Style. Yeah, so it's it's really frustrating because he's basically he I boiled down his arguments to basically he thinks that subjectivity in a in cinematography is doing a dolly in like what Spielberg does or doing something weird with the camera like what De Palma does, and uh, I just go and explain the reasons why Star Wars has a certain look to it, it has a certain aesthetic and and feel, and you can't really go outside the lines, but you can kind of bend the rules a little bit in your style, and when that is ditched people start to tune out. So when you get something that looks like resistance, people aren't going to enjoy it. And on the other hand, people love those uh, Knights of the Old Republic trailer movies, which are have Star Wars written all over it in the way that it's shot and the composition of the music. Do you want to um, throw a link in the chat so I can, I can flizm it a bit? I don't know. I don't know if, if you want to or not. <laughs> well, it's just... Um, yeah, sure. It's my channel right here i have a couple memes on it right now that's kind of shitty it's okay <laughs> it's it's just so because a lot of people are asking for it and then i'll pop it in the chat so people can know that in the future they will expect a a response of a kind to patrick of house willems wow this is, house willems. this is kind of the Definitely craziest the last of his name oh for sure that poor man that line's not going on rise of skywalker ruined him I'm I'm glad that Rise of Skywalker came out to the chagrin of all of the Last Jedi. Yeah, it was. It was Imagine tough being for destroyed him. by a fucking film. <laughs> You've never I been destroyed by a film. You've never lived. <laughs> I mean, I've certainly been sad by one, but I've continued living. Speaking of memes, did any of you guys happen to see my terrible Star Wars? Uh no, I haven't yet. Your terrible oh, Star Wars, so what? Bad. Meme. Oh, no. I I got a, a hold of one of the, um, I'll, I'll post it. I got a hold of one of the early, well, not early, but a leak of a supposed thing that, that Doomcock posted, and uh, I made a video about it. It's really awful. It's basically an Evangelion meme, but the thing is, I'm not ashamed of it because it turned out that it was all true in a lot. It's true. All of it. Oh, I wonder if we can split the, the the cast here on on Mad Max Fury Road. What, is, what does everyone think about that in terms of film of the decade like material? Oh, oh my god. Okay. Oh god. 
I feel like we're going to have a discussion here because I was just talking about it the other day. Actually, not just talking about it. I was re-watching your video, ER, and mm. I was rethinking about my opinions towards that film, which is that I think... Here's my opinion towards um, Fury Road. I hate the story. I hate almost all of the characters, but it is mm -hmm. so fun to watch. I will I say the presentation. Fun, yeah, I, I don't know. Stellar. I want to see. I like. I I I love the heavy metal shit. I like people playing guitars that shoot fire on the top of a car. There's something that's very enjoyable about that to me. Uh, is it a terrible movie overall? From every objective stance, yes. From every like, <laughs> yeah, objective. To, from, from every way that you could actually uh, critically analyze a film, Fury Road is pretty shit. Even special but bold statement. Very bold statement. What about the soundtrack? I can't yeah. I don't remember it. So what does that mean? Well, I, but that's Maybe. not fair. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't. You I don't give full the soundtrack. soundtrack that much. I didn't rewatch it. I was just thinking about it, so I was like, uh, I can't remember what the soundtrack was. But like, like you, you'd at least give them points for practical effects, right? The practical effects are what's fun, and it's it's fun. Again, it's like fun to watch. It it's a good. It's literally brain melting. I guess you know what I mean. It's like your brain <laughs> is an is it's a movie that is made to have you not think about what is happening in front of you because it's like oh wow this is very exciting but the story is the stupidest shit i have it, it's way up there it's not the stupidest thing i've ever seen but it's way up there with some of the dumbest crap and it's completely they, pointless considering it's just a big roundabout of nothing happens when they pour they free and pour the water all over the people i was like slamming my head against the desk i was like i can't <laughs> believe you're doing this you're wasting 90 percent of that shit Oh, I know because it's yeah. just like, well. No, how many times? How about when all? Yeah, when all of the 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 bitches they, they have just, a they fucking have, shower. Yeah, <laughs> just shower in the middle of the desert where it's like we got this truck full of water, which is more valuable than anything else in this weird wasteland, and we're just gonna take a shower and just pour it all over the desert. The movie itself, logistically, makes absolutely no goddamn sense. It's a mess, and it and I think you already said this. Is it like? It's called Mad Max, and Mad Max is not the star of his own film. Yeah, but I'm told, because I haven't watched the other ones, that that's kind of a running theme in all the sequels. Yeah, it is. Although I would also say, you know, sequels. I think uh, it's funny that... Uh, sorry, you're, I didn't mean... No, that's fine. Oh, um, I was just going to say that it's funny that the entire movie is based on the hope that there's this green place mm -hmm. and then they have to turn back around when they <laughs> run out of hope. Yeah. And, and then when I think it's funny because people were saying it's like a feminist movie and I thought it was like the least feminist movie of all time that like that when the women reality. take over, everything goes to shit it and is the patriarchy is destroyed. <laughs> Seriously, if you had seen what happened to that place one month ahead of time, I think they'd all be dead. Yeah, they would be. The movie yep. is so stupid in terms of they would all be dead because they they have no idea what they're doing. And and it's a good point is that if you were living in a post apocalypse Australia or just Australia now, I don't know, it would probably be better to be a sex slave. That's uh, Australia yeah. now. It's better. To hey, it's better than just farming for the rest of your life. <laughs> I'll be a sex slave. Let's fucking do it.
Uh, Rags, I don't doubt that you would prefer to be a sex slave. Wouldn't I you? just think it depends eh. on whose slave, I suppose. I like autonomy. I mean, I, I like sex, but I also like autonomy. I stopped paying attention to the rule set and the resources of the movie when they referred to a place as Bullet Town. Bullet Town? Mm. Yeah, it's Bullet Town and Gun Town or something like that. They, they don't mm. even have, like, names for the places that are outside of the, the main Oasis place. I feel like it's a it's a very straightforward trick. I don't know. That, oh, are, you, are you saying like it suggests like the writers aren't really concerned with the, the things beyond the action? I think that they are not... I think that they say something and then they present to you something that is extremely stylized. And because it's so well made, we kind of go back into realism and we forget that there's dirt bikers dropping uh, grenades while going off jumps. And that, why would they do that? Because I can believe there's a place called Bullet Town in like a post apocalyptic world. Yeah. In Gas Town. Um, yeah, I can. Like, I legit can. What would you call your town? I can, I, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying I find it unbelievable. Sex Slave Town. Sex Slave Town. I just like the idea is like, there's only like three options. I'm the mayor, I'm the mayor of Sex Slave Town. Well, I mean, uh, like, let's get that's real. That's the like, best part it, about that environment, it, it is absolutely the best. Everything about that movie. This plot makes no sense. I, again, I, I know I'm going to get hate for this, the fact that I like the, the heavy metal effects of it, but I think you can enjoy a movie's visual effects while admitting that the movie sucks. Yes. Plot TLJ? Yes. I mean, very in favor of that. Yeah. The hyperspace scene in The Last Jedi was cool. It made no it fucking sense whatsoever, <laughs> but it was cool. It was one in a million. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they say that? I like the idea that he's like, I'm fixing TLJ. It's like, JJ, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> you made something terrible even worse somehow. Okay. <laughs> I want to I wanna hop out here. Mm -hmm. um, before I go, Aiden, you're like the only person who's likely to have seen things, right? Have Wait, you seen... seen what? Sorry, you cut out for a second. Are you... I'm, I'm about to say what. Have you seen either Children of Earth or Death Comes to Time? Uh, no, actually. Are those Doctor Who episodes? No, then. Well, no, I, no, no, neither of them are. I've, I, I've, I've. Children of Man, yeah. Children, but no, children, no. Children of the Corn? No, I haven't done. So, no, I'm well, completely stupid on this. You should watch both of those things, and now I'm sad, because if you've, you've not seen them. No, I'm sorry. Well, all right, hang on. Let me get my notebook. <laughs> no, I really will. I write everything down. Children of Earth and oh. what? Uh, Death Comes to Time. Death Comes to Time is peak Doctor Who. Oh, wait, they are Doctor Who episodes then. So I, I might have. I don't remember the name no, of them. No, uh, Children of Earth is, uh, is... They're both spin-off stuff. So, uh, Death Comes to Time is, like, what was originally marketed as the ending of the classic series, but it, it wasn't, like, an episode. It was, uh, like, audio stuff. Oh, oh, oh. I, you know, then, I'm this about the Doctor Who audio stuff i know there's okay. so much of it i'm completely clueless and then and then children of earth is uh the torchwood it's a torchwood thing it is it's, it's really good it, it's a torchwood <laughs> episode or is it a torch is it's it, is it the a torchwood whole season episode? the whole season is an arc children then i've seen it i've seen every episode of torchwood so i don't remember what this is it's been 10 years oh, eight I'm, years I'm, since i've seen torchwood that, that's even it's worse been, why would I rewatch Torchwood? I'm Welsh. Why would I rewatch that? You're Welsh. 
and be reminded of, of what the best are my my people historically have to offer in terms of attractive women. <laughs> I didn't know you were Welsh. Uh, yeah, genetically, I guess, whatever. High five. High five. <laughs> I thought I was like the only Welsh guy on the internet. I mean, I'm an American, but my whole family's from Wales. So. I mean, they don't have, they don't like have internet in most of Wales. Did you guys make all no. that grape juice? How is Moller connecting connecting to the internet right now? Then a series of tubes. He's in one of the a series the, of like, tubes. That's an ancient meme right there. It is a series of tubes. We. I feel like now that it's 2020, we need to bring back like early 2000s rage comics. No, we can skip. That. No, maybe maybe those just <laughs> series no. of tubes. I agree. Maybe with. those stay dead. I like things belong in the past, like I the see, third like, a series of ironic. <laughs> Yeah, it's ironic. It's completely ironic. That's the whole point. But I'll check it out. I I don't check well, like I, again. I don't, I don't I don't know the the audio book, but I'll check that out because I do like audio stuff or the audio drama. I've been trying to persuade um, Yubchuli to watch it, and he hasn't done. You haven't watched everything. I know that. <laughs> I know that. Well, then what I'm suggesting is I'm gonna, you owe me way more it. than I owe you. That's true. Before uh, before I. Uh, Hop out. I'm just gonna see if anyone in chat knows anything about what I'm talking about. Um, no, they, they don't I, I, don't, I don't know. Jane, um, most people don't know what you're talking. Wow, Watches your no television one's... programs. Wow. Children's cartoons. Jay, stop it. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Bye, bye, Jay. Thanks. I'll check Dude, it out. Yeah. Toodly do. God, oh, thank God, eh? Jeez. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we can actually talk about normal things now. <laughs> Doctor Who. Well, I, I have a it? I have a suggestion for a a good film of the decade or one of the best. Again, and I know one of us or one of you agrees with me. Captain America: Civil War. Oh God, careful! Yeah, right. ER and YMS gonna get triggered. Mm -hmm. Uh oh. <laughs> it, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, like, I don't really get too upset about other people enjoying things <laughs> that I might not. We do. We hate it. Like when it comes to like Marvel <laughs> movies, like uh, I just like you know they're just not for me. I'm like it's... really not invested in them in the same well, way. I, that, I... You know, Star Wars. So. Hey, Adam, I don't know. Let me Adam, ask you about that. I probably agree no. with this. Is that I just don't. I think Marvel movies are so inoffensive, in that they're so milk toast, color by yeah. the book. You know, it's kind of like hard to get mad about them, and that's not coming as somebody who's like a huge fan of the comic books. I don't give a shit about Marvel movies. That I I can't get. I didn't get excited about Infinity War. I didn't get excited about any of that shit. It was just kind of like, oh, okay, it's another Marvel movie. Neat. But what is it? Yeah, what is it that's causing I, you guys to not like it? Like, what would a Marvel movie have to do to impress both? Of you? Uh, would it have to be better well, cinematography or writing or death? No. What? Death. No, because like so, when it comes to the presentation, stakes. Yes, stakes. Stakes. Yeah. do anything different. Well, yeah, I mean, like I enjoyed Infinity War because there were stakes in that movie, so that actually helped in that sense. Infinity War. There weren't really stakes, were they? Because I know, but for that movie, oh, no. there. Were. Oh, here we go. They there weren't when you got to the movie after that, but for that movie, there were some stakes, I think. So, um, and and you know, it it ended in a way that didn't wrap things up in a nice happy bow. You know, I, I liked that. It was also really well paced because they were forced to um, include so many different storylines that they cut out a lot of the fat. Usually in Marvel movies, there's a lot of like kind of uh, 
forced comedic breaks that I'm not really a fan of. Like I never really get too much into the humor, and I, I found that that was really mm-hmm. trimmed down for for Infinity War. It felt like every scene more or less had an excuse or a purpose towards being there. It didn't really feel like it dragged on, so that's really what helped my experience there. When it comes down to like the overall presentation of Marvel movies, um, they're they're not like terribly presented but they do kind of feel bland to some extent you don't really see much of the director's personality at all which is part of why whenever you got like a director who really wanted to have their personality shine like edgar wright that wound up getting canceled because you know then it was just conflicting you explain james gunn marvel wanted the films to be like yeah james gunn has like his own comedic personality, but it's not so much in the directing style. I don't think. You don't think so? Like, I think Guardians is very kind unique. of. There, there, there's you... elements there, but nothing like nothing that I would really consider to be enough to write home about. Honestly, um, yeah, I, I just the the music is really unmemorable for the most part. There's a great every frame of painting video on the scores. It's of, not great. Of the Marvel universe and there's someone someone um, did a response yeah, to it just... and debunked most of it. In terms of my own experience with Marvel movies in general, uh, I would say that the biggest reason why I'm not huge on them is because they're all right to me. There's there's nothing like so exceptional about the way that they're presented or really any element for me as someone who's not already invested in these characters. I'm not like a comic book person. So when it comes down to the presentation, when, when everything is just like, fine and especially also the story like you can kind of predict where things are going you know how it's going to end for the most part in every (laughs) every film i want to see something that's either so terrible that i'm entertained or so amazing that i'm entertained but when we get down to like the middle of the road just like this was all right i really just like i i prefer not to watch those movies when when i I could essentially take a marvel film and imagine how it's going to be and get more or less the same experience as going to the theater when I could just sit at home and imagine it instead. No, I completely agree. As someone who is invested in the characters, who has read hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of comic books, I don't care. And uh, that sounds bad, but it's like, I'm honestly more interested in DC movies only because they're so likely to be terrible as much as they are to be decent. Uh, And... I, I don't know what that is in me. I You know, I do know what it is. I know what it is, is that I showed up. I used to go to Marvel releases in co- in costume, okay? I was that kind of fan. And I mm-hmm. showed up to see Man of Steel in a costume. <laughs> and I'm a huge Superman fan. And I... my friend who hates Superman sat next to me in the theater and watched every bit of joy and happiness and and excitement drain out of my face and i have never felt anything about a comic book movie since then <laughs> that's yeah i that's understand pretty that. Much I, that i i waited four hours to see uh the premiere of indiana jones 4 because i was excited to see an indiana jones movie in theaters and that didn't really Ooh. go so well it kind of killed my enthusiasm but as for the mcu what did you guys think of the boys in comparison I haven't I seen love it yet, but I'm looking. I'm looking forward to it at least. Okay, yeah, you got to. Seems like something out. that might be up my alley. I, I, have I, a, I, I don't I hate Marvel movies. You... They just don't do anything for me anymore. Uh, 
I, I, I want something different from them. And and let me, let me, let me put it this way, okay? Because the Marvel movies are following the exact same trend that the comic books are following, which is that they kind of uh they go towards a, a certain thing that they're that uh an actual stake if you want to call it that they're going through oh man like with endgame oh man people are actually gonna die and then they immediately reverse it let me let me put it this way there was a really good story and and this is reflected this is reflected both in marvel with um daredevil as it was reflect reflected in uh, dc with green lantern series in green lantern it was with um Oh shoot! What's the name? Uh, Parallax, and with uh, Daredevil, it was the uh, story called Shatterland, where in Daredevil story and in Green Lantern story, they became the bad guys. They became a true supervillain, and then in both stories, it got dropped because we can't let that character actually become a bad guy because they're the good guy. And in, in the Parallax storyline, it was like ten years of time that had passed, so it was far longer for Hal Jordan to be quote unquote redeemed. But it's that I see the things that I dislike about comic books now being reflected in comic book movies. And what I like in comic books, particularly something that DC has done well, and this is true, is in uh, legacy characters. So we have Batman should pass the mantle to Dick Grayson, who should pass the mantle to, I don't know, Jason Todd or whoever, or, or to Damian Wayne. That's what's fun is seeing the mantle past. Having the same characters rehash the same stories, rehash the same problems over and over again is boring. And uh, even for me as a comic book fan, it's stupid. But do stakes only have to be whether or not a character dies? No, it does not. It has to, we have to see the character grow and change. Yeah, but we have done that with several characters over the MCU and Civil War. Tate makes use of all of that in their they story know, where they're I don't know if they really did. I, I think that, that Marvel has done a pretty good job. I will say that Marvel's done a far better job than DC, than Warner, because Warner is shit. But uh, comparatively, we have seen a lot of these characters change, but I don't see where this is going forward. I, I guess they'd have to introduce all new characters. I, I want to see characters grow and change and then be passed on. And if Marvel's willing to actually do that, to be done with Captain America, to be done with, with a lot of these characters, then I'm fine with that. Like Hawkeye, for example, is one of my favorite superheroes. He's one of my favorite characters in all of Marvel. And I like him in the MCU, even though he is a completely different character than he is in the comics, because he's had an arc. We've seen Hawkeye be a different person in every movie that he's been in for the small amount that he's been in. So like, there are little bits of those movies that I like, but overall, I find them very predictable. And because they're predictable, uh, I tend, I guess, like I would compare every um, MCU movie is very much like Avengers versus X Men as a comic book story, which is that I know what's going to happen. I know how this is going to turn out. It will always return to the status quo. And that to me is boring. And that's just my opinion. But I mean, again, as someone who's been reading comics my entire life, I don't want to see the MCU movies go the same way the comics have been going for decades. I think that that's what's going to happen, unfortunately, is that we're going to have a bunch of obscure uh, stories that are going to kind of unwind the big buildup that the MCU has. And maybe they'll try and go back and do an alternate version of the same characters because we've already kind of used up all of the big money plot lines that people are aware of. Um, kind of like the Star Wars situation. Um I'll just I'll just take the complete reverse position. 
I think that the MCU for the past decade has actually been some of the most stellar mainstream character work we've actually been able to see from a giant corporation. They've been setting trends and teaching people how the fuck this works with characters. Iron Man's journey is one of the best cinematic character development sequences I've seen. Caps is oh, amazing. Oh, for a major series, I agree. For a major series, yes. I, I, I guess it, I'm being too harsh. Um, but I, the, the stakes of Civil War are through the roof on an internal level, and then Infinity War is the external. Civil War's question is, will the heroes even be able to... Is it legal for them to defend the world anymore, and how will they ethically move forward with that? On top of the fact that they actually have a struggle internally that has splintered them completely. So now half of them are vigilantes and the other half work for the government. It's fascinating to, some to me. Extent, yeah, for, for I, major... I don't know. I'm not like huge into it, honestly. Like the uh in terms of like a, a major franchise having a character develop over time, yeah, it's one of the better ones for sure. There aren't that many franchises that span over this long with this many films and stories within them in the first place. And they handled it really well in terms of connecting it everything together. It's a very well-oiled machine. And that's why you see so many other studios trying to replicate that and doing their own extended universe and whatnot. Uh, when it comes down to the stakes, I'm like usually in most like PG-13 superhero movies, I, I don't really feel too invested in the stakes. Like even when it came to Civil War, I just, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of Iron Man. I, I find him kind of annoying personally. And uh, <laughs> when, when, when the uh, conflict of that movie was like, oh, should we be able to save people? Or should we get the bureaucratic powers of the United Nations to sign off on it first? Wrong. I found that a little silly, <laughs> honestly. Like, yeah, the, the villain will wait. They'll they'll wait for you Wrong. to get the sign off. <laughs> Come on. Wrong. I don't know. I, I wasn't really into that. I, 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 I would say that I agree with you that that's not what happened. The character development that the, wait, the character <laughs> development that has happened in the MCU has been fantastic for being a major motion picture franchise. Um you you do get like we do see characters like Iron Man in particular change. Although I also think that when we look at let's let's just take Iron Man, okay? Let's just take Iron Man. He kind of stopped developing after a certain point. And what, what and point would you pick? This... Uh, I'm ready for this fight. Let's go. I have as one of the best yeah, character journeys in like let's cinema go. history. <laughs> okay, I wanted Iron Man to be an alcoholic in Iron Man Three instead of having PTSD. Iron Man yeah, Three wanted... is the big fuck up. Um... But Civil War attempts and successfully fixes the fuck-up of Iron Man 3 quite significantly. Think, Making use does. of the PTSD while removing the fact that everyone's laughing at it. It becomes, like, super serious and informs all of yeah. his decisions instead. Well, it, it does become more serious. Here's the thing. I, I think that um, the MCU takes careful steps in a lot of places because it is so calculated. It's calculated in a good way in terms of being very... Um, entertaining for everybody but i i do feel like some like iron man is barely a character in a lot of the movies that he shows up in afterwards like in spider-man homecoming or what? even in, in can i can i just interject really quick yeah sure Before, we could debate about okay. homecoming because i i I'm, I'm trying to separate the the writing from the presentational aspects um in my mind because i feel like my problem with the the movie is that like it has kind of a boring palette to it and the CGI doesn't look very good. And that combination with the, the kitschy writing is what makes it 
known as a Marvel movie and that can be done well and it can be done poorly. Um, but uh, like the character aspect of it, I feel like with when you consider that this is a recurring series that it has movies that are singular movies, but then it also has recurring characters in it that are from other things. They don't necessarily have to have an arc within that story that they're being presented in. Like if Iron Man shows up in an Avengers thing, his arc isn't going to be the same kind of arc as if he has more screen time in his own movie. So like if, if, if a character comes in and acts the way that you expect them to in a Marvel movie, I don't think that that's a point against the, the story. And um, I'm not exactly sure if it's the actual character and storytelling of their arc. That's the problem uh, as much as it is the way that it's presented and feels like a TV show sometimes. I, I think by feel like a TV show, do you mean like it's a revert back to the status quo at the start of the new episode? Cause that's, really I don't, I don't I think get. it's the, I don't think it's on the creative writing side. I think it's on the, the directorial production side because well, um, it's almost one of the impossible, guys, right. When you have so many people working on these movies to have characters and look, it's, I don't even think that, cause this is a problem in the comic books themselves as well is that any time that a writer takes over a character, they give their own voice, they give their own life to that character that could be different from another another um, writer. And I feel like all I see that's happening in the MCU is exactly what I have seen happening in comic books for 40 years. Yeah, but okay, let me just break that down because I know I've talked to Mahler about this before, but um, I met with some people that... Um, are that worked for marvel um this guy that worked for the donner company Derek hoffman shout out to him i really like that guy um he's a writer and he was working on an x-men related show and he was basically the nerd version of the script editor he was in charge of making sure if the everything was fitting into the marvel canon and and ultimately the the feeling of marvel comics in television format and he broke down to me that the priorities are um, the story first, so what the the script is entailing and what they're trying to in, tell the story, you know, the plot, everything, and then the budget is secondary, and then comic book fans are the third priority because the actual subscription of Marvel Comics is only like two hundred thousand readers or something, and the mainstream audiences that watch Marvel content are mainstream audiences. They're not comic book fans. So even though I agree with like the fandom menace and all the comic book fans that are, you know your boy Zach and all these people that are speaking truth to the comic oh, book boy. industry, they're not the target market. So, Oh no, we're not. No. I, so, so when we see civil war and we see the characterization of Tony Stark and captain America's argument being almost inverted from the comic book plot line, but it's still the comic book plot line. We get a little bit upset, but if we disconnect ourselves from that presentation and realize they're presenting these stories to the mainstream audience, we, I think you'll appraise it in a different fashion. I, well, I, I Mahler convinced me that the Civil War division is just as good as the one that's in the comic book. Like I, I their think values. You're misunderstanding me. I really don't like the Civil War comic book. I much prefer the movie over the comic book. The comic book was a shit show. The comic book was a shit, shit show for so many reasons. I didn't dislike Civil War. My only point was that my only point in all of this, because apparently people are really mad at me now. The thing is. I, my only point about the Marvel Cinematic Universe is that I kind of don't care about it. 
that's right. that's my only point on it um in terms of civil war I, I thought it was right one of the better movies. I thought Winter Soldier was better. I'll put it that way. I liked Winter Soldier better than Civil War. I thought Civil War was a great film. I, I liked Endgame. I liked uh, uh, Infinity War. I thought, well, I mean, Endgame I didn't like so much as Infinity War. Infinity War is going to be. But I just don't have any more like emotional energy to put into these films when every single one seems to end with the status quo being resumed. That's like the opposite Even of Civil there's... War, though. <laughs> The status quo is destroyed <laughs> by the end of Civil War. Was it though? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. What are you guys like trolling me right no, now? No, no, no. It's been a it's been a while since I've I've seen it. It's when did Civil War come out? Like five years Mar ago. So you're gonna have to do a Civil War video. No, no, no. Please, no, because I I legitimately don't remember. It's it's been a while. So. What ended in what in Civil War changed the status quo? Of the so Republican as far as no, the government, please, I, I'm not I'm not trying to be confrontational. I'm actually as far as the government concerned, Captain America, Black Widow, Captain Falcon, Vision, not Vision, uh, Scarlet Witch, Captain Falcon, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, whoever else is on their team, for lack of memory right now, they're all vigilantes. If they're if they're seen, they'll be arrested. If not killed, that's what's that's their position at the end of that movie. And that position prevents them from being a united team for when Thanos uh, attacks. And there's a very good argument to be made that if they were all one united team, they would have defeated him. That's how Iron Man feels at the beginning of Endgame. He blames Captain America for all of what happens. Okay. I love it. Yeah, I, I, I guess, but hmm, I have to rewatch it. I, I. I, I will have to rewatch it because I, I don't. What was he all saying? How would they have stood up to Thanos at all? I don't get that. Well, they came seconds from defeating him, if not for Peter, uh, as in Peter Quill, fucking up. Um, Iron Man fighting him one on one actually manages to put up a fight, but imagine the rest of the Avengers being there. So that's the fault of Civil War that they weren't there. Sure, they're not a connected not just... team. But isn't it a kind of a coincidence that he got on the ship and was brought there? Who? All that. Iron Man. And Spider-Man, I guess. Oh, well, he's reacting, right? And they, they, they meet up with Doctor Strange. They're all in the city. They're, the Avengers compound is in, uh, or is it near New York? I'm not 100% sure on that. Yes, it's in New York. The Avengers compound is outside of New York. But the thing is that this exact same stuff happens in in the Infinity Gauntlet as well, in terms of the original okay. comic book adaptation. They they're they're not everybody is always together in the comic books as well. I I guess to me, I don't know. I I, I guess because I'm looking at this stuff as somebody who's read all of the original source material, and I'm not saying. By the way, don't get me wrong, because that is not what i'm saying is not that oh it's not close to the source material in fact what i'm saying is the opposite that the source material is boring and i'm saying as a comic book fan yeah the but that's material... they chose this material because they they ultimately had a, a meta narrative that they wanted to plan ahead of time and they needed a big bad and the biggest bad that they could come up with was thanos i mean in the comic Thanos books, is a great not, villain infinity gauntlet not... is a great comic it's a right. it is a great graphic novel However, it's, it's pretty all right. It's I'm just great. afraid. Oh, I love George Perez. But the thing is that what the, the, the failure of comic books is that they are cyclical in nature. And why I have stopped carrying. Okay. When the first couple of, of Marvel movies came out, and I mean, you know, 
Iron Man, the original Iron Man, Thor, uh, even though it wasn't very good. Um, it, Captain America, the, the, the first one, which was also not that good. But a lot of those early movies, I was very, very excited for them. And I loved the original Avengers and uh, I was very excited for it, but I started to feel like the movies were a little bit repetitive in that I, I didn't feel as if there was any stakes anymore. And maybe that's me being cynical. Um. Well, if we if we refocus those, so you said that the status quo wasn't changed. If we just yeah 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 yeah, well, has the status quo uh, changed after the end of the Civil War? Yes. And and you provided an example of that. Well, and I, and I would agree it has true. not at the end of Avengers and Avengers: Age of Ultron, and I guess most like the status quo does change at the end of Winter Soldier. Shield is destroyed. They're replaced by the Task Force, which you could argue is less of a status quo change. And I wouldn't necessarily disagree with you, but then I would actually refocus on saying that the main status quo changes in Marvel are way more focused on character, but Civil War shakes up the most. Of all of the Marvel films, Civil War probably does the most with the... I have to... Because look, now there's so many Marvel films that I have to even try to remember what happened in each one. So... But doesn't, do. that, doesn't that remind you of the first time that you read the comics? Because that's my takeaway has been that it's no. been one of the most interesting ways to introduce the comic book uh, experience to people that don't read comic books. Because most no, people don't know anything about this. My stuff. experience reading the comics. Because when I think about my experience reading comic books, and this this is just my okay, so this is my subjective experience, which you know, which is stupid and bullshit, but In my it opinion. really is. But, in my opinion, but no, seriously, like uh, I, I can think about times where I've read like X Factor and I can tell you, like, I can tell you what happened in this issue of X Factor. And I, I could say, tell you that off the top of my head. And I, I'm not saying that, like, I can remember the earlier Marvel movies better than I can. A lot of the ones that like Age of Ultron, I barely remember. I know I what I fell asleep. And now I know apparently that's my meme, but I fell asleep during <laughs> um, what was it? Oh, uh, actually, one of the good X-Men movies, the, the uh, Days of Future Past, I fell asleep during. I did watch it later, but I fell asleep in the theater during that. Uh, whatever. Like, it's so much. And if you want to call it uh, superhero fatigue, maybe that's just what I get from it. But uh, that and I guess that's that is my own experience. But that is my experience as someone who's read all the comics. And so your mileage may vary on that as, as a as a superhero comic book fan my mileage is very being bored by seeing things that I read 20, well, I'm, I'm, I'm not even 30 yet, but seeing things that I read 10 years ago rehashed and, and not seeing a lot of, now I would say that at the end of the total of the Marvel story, we do get a lot of character resolution. Iron Man has a complete character arc. Captain America has a complete character arc. We see these characters grow and change, but a lot of the individual films feel hollow i would say civil war is one of the better ones but i mean that's that's kind of what i'm, so I'm trying to defend because you'll find hollow. i'm one of the biggest attackers of certain marvel films like i think captain marvel is one of the worst films of like the mainstream it's just terrible like in every aspect of writing it's oh, kind it's of insane shit. Right, sure. captain marvel <laughs> is what non-marvel fans think marvel movies are yeah like like i'll call a spade a spade i just um I don't know, just, just a lot of the arguments for Civil War often just run out pretty quick. Like, like Adam, you're still here, right? Yeah. You know, like, Sorry? You know, like Hulk jumping around to save the world from horrible aliens that'll destroy the entire planet? 
Is it okay if mm -hmm. he kills a few civilians while doing that? Yes. Okay. Uh, what what about like a hundred? If the stakes are everybody dies or some number less than everybody dies, I think that <laughs> the All right. option All right. is not yeah, everybody dies. This is just going to be a series of questions. Should anyone be accountable for the families of those people? Um, so, okay. So in Civil War, were they, they were like, I, I saw it only once when it was in theaters. Mm -hmm. So were, was there some sort of plot element of people seeking some sort of like damages financially or well yeah. we see that we see that these uh the, the countries are uniting well, over the fact that the avengers don't seem to care about what they leave behind there's like this many aspects of the film dare i say it's the theme um but n not only that somebody directly implicates iron man as the reason why their son, son died yeah I mean, yeah yeah there was that kind of like a <laughs> moment near the beginning where they were like you know all these hundreds of people that that die from really far away in the avengers actually they're real people <laughs> we needed to remember <laughs> about that yeah um and so yeah, I, I mean great. like of course there are going to be like moral implications to it but when this when you're dealing with this kind of universe where literally there's characters that can just blow up the planet i mean if you if you got to act fast you should probably do that like it to, sure to, to sure have, so let's let's put a big tick signing off on every yeah, single yeah, yeah. action let's put a big seems... tick on hulk he's good even like even if we had those families in the room we'd be like guys he saved the world okay so fuck off all right good stuff next person cap uh downing the helicarriers in washington after he'd had them neutralized which actually goes against what uh captain uh, fury wanted and his reasoning was, these weapons in anyone's hands are too fucking dangerous, so I'm going to crash them all. And there's people screaming, he destroys like this enormous building, and they're cleaning up the wreckage for it eight years later. We got a throwaway line in Homecoming to say that. Um, mm -hmm. So, I mean, like, if, if we're going to talk about uh, Captain America doing something dangerous for no reason against... It's not no reason. And a lot of people agree with this decision. Well, I, 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 I think there's safety yeah, right, to it, because there's still shield agents <laughs> on board all the helicarriers, so it's dangerous. The thing is that their yeah. plan to kill millions of people has been neutralized. Yeah. So, I mean, like, the... Um, uh, what's Sam Jackson's character's name again? You Fury. just said it. Nick Fury. Nick Fury. Nick Fury. Fury. Um, I, I mean, like, if if let's say they wanted to have some sort of system in place where... Um, there was a first in command, and then people would be held accountable for their actions if they went against the orders of of Nick Fury. Then that would make a lot more sense than what I remember in the movie being as anytime you want to be able to save the world, you have to get like several nations right. to, to pause, sign. Pause, pause, pause. We're gonna get we're getting there. I'm, like that's the issue that I had. Right, I'm climbing up the staircase. So. Their okay. current system was that S.H.I.E.L.D. took care of them and Fury answered to the, the, the big council of the World Council. And uh, Ross actually says that that was their setup, but they can't let that be the setup anymore. And this what, what prompts this uh, is uh, Age of Ultron, where Iron Man essentially nearly destroys the entire world himself. There is no saving the mm -hmm. world aspect because he caused Ultron. And then it gets punctuated by the beginning of Civil War, where uh, Could I say, Scarlet quickly, Witch makes that Age of Ultron is my favorite bit of development for Tony Stark. Yeah, that, I think that's. But fair. I felt like it was dropped. I felt like it was. It wasn't dropped. Went to a, okay. so, it, it was dropped. Okay, okay. So, okay. 
I, I really hate to do this because I have to bring up the original comic books. Okay, well, okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay. Can we, yeah. pull, can we okay. pause right. that? Pause that because I'm, I'm on a, I'm, I'm, I'm getting yeah, there. Go ahead, go ahead. So I'll, I'll put that to the sidebar. Sidebar. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So with, uh, with, with Scarlet Witch makes a decision to instead of blowing up a bunch of people on the ground floor, she blows up a bunch of people in an upper floor. She's made essentially a decision to kill a bunch of people to save a bunch of people. And how come she gets to make that decision? That's really that's this has to stop there has to be accountability if a police officer yeah, well it all i mean is, it all comes back down to the that famous uh psychological uh train experiment or whatever that, that well but we're dealing with five on the each side of the track at that point yeah. she, she chose to save captain america yeah, I mean, because of course she did it's 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 an inevitability when you have this universe where True. people have superpowers. Which, that again, going to be and alive. honestly, man, like with Civil War, I was so fucking glad they finally made that movie because I was like, how is how is nobody picking up on this with world governments? This is insane. Like the Avengers get away with so much shit, and you might be like, they're saving the universe. Like I don't care if they're saving the universe when they're getting this many people killed. Like how reckless do you have to mm -hmm. be if you're saving a bus full of children from a terrorist inside it, and you come in firing your machine gun, you shoot him in the head and kill him. You accidentally killed ten children as well. You're like, well, you know, I saved the bus. It's a, it's you. There has to be accountability, and that's what Ross is talking about. He keeps and there's there's actually spots on the map from other places that they could reference throughout the movies. And if you if you give him a good old watch with a careful eye, you'd be like, holy shit, there's some stuff they're doing in here that's uh really fucked and obviously they, they understand they get it and so it's not you cannot save the world without our approval if thanos arrives with an enormous army and they're right outside avengers hq which happens in endgame they're not going to wait for a fax from from the un to you, say they can you do say anything. that but did they did did was that not the point of, of like was that yeah. not the main conflict no them iron man literally cancels out off. the portion of the government's influence whenever he actually wants to he's just doing it to appease them in the film which is the position i actually agree with okay appease, appease the governments but if something happens so then you like, cannot wait for approval like you, you're following along with oh absolutely it do the same thing anyway <laughs> Not the same thing. Say, for example, there is like a Obadiah Stane type character in like an African country who's killing a bunch of people with a giant robot suit. Yeah, they might need to get some jurisdiction issues sorted before they go in and blow everything up. But if we're dealing with an alien that's about to blow up the Earth and he's just arrived, it's like, go for it, guys. Fuck the the UN will get over it. Mm -hmm. It's just a yeah. pragmatic approach. We can't have the Hulk jumping on people every once in a while. We need to actually have someone because again, th that's the whole point of the film. All these families that get affected, they got no one to account. That's the point of the villain. He's got no one to go to. His his hus yeah. his his wife, his kid, and his dad all died thanks to <clears throat> Tony Stark's well PTSD infused issues with trying to protect the world. He's got no okay. one to so lay account to. So my issue would be like if. My issue would be with the idea of if they actually did what it was on paper instead of treating it like a case-by-case -case basis. Um, well, so I assume I, that's I, the point. I, it's, I take an issue with the perspective in the film, not necessarily the film itself addressing it. Uh, do you like, do you like mean Ross's perspective specifically? Because obviously Cap doesn't agree um, with it. Iron Man's perspective in the film. And if you, I mean, like, perhaps, I, I don't know, was there a point where he literally said, like, in the first half of the movie that he's just doing it to appease them, but he'll still, he'll still, you know, He said we need to be put in check, but the people on his side say it's good to have one hand on the wheel, and then by the end of the film, he literally lies to Ross in order to help Winter Soldier. Yeah, the end of the movie, yeah. Well, sure. 
that's that's just Iron Man's position. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, like all of us here, if, if you guys silly. said you'd rather be vigilantes, I'd be like, just agree with them, guys. Like, it's be we'll be vigilantes eventually, sure. But for now, just say yes. And until something horrible happens that we have to go deal with, yeah. and they punish us for that, so be it. But for now, we can just say, yeah, sure, we'll do whatever you want, sure. Yeah, so I, I, I agree with that perspective. I think that that makes sense. The whole movie's a civil war on a misunderstanding? Yeah. A misunderstanding well, of what? Cap is principled. The reason why he won't agree to this is because it's it's lying. Okay, so he just disagrees with Iron Man lying. I'd say he disagrees with the entire premise that a government system could have any control over a group of powerful people because of his experiences with S.H.I.E.L.D. With Nazis and stuff, and he doesn't want to... Yeah, I mean, that, that, that I, is... Iron Man tries to tell him several problem. times. It's just the pragmatic approach. It's not like they're actually handing over the keys to the Avengers' powers, but that's how Cap sees it. He even says it's like a... That's where it'll lead. And he sees that Scarlet Witch being trapped in the compound is just a step toward that. It's just control, control, control. By the way, nobody can control Scarlet Witch. Let's be really clear. This is the same... The I don't know. Sniper could kill her. You gotta be careful. Yeah, she could get shot and die. <laughs> Uh, Scarlet Witch, oh Scarlet God. Witch, I, I, okay, I hate that people are now going like, more comics, more comics, more comics, but even within the MCU, Scarlet Witch can affect reality. She is a reality, I, I, I don't exactly know where her powers fall in the MCU, but in the comics, and I'm guessing that that's what they base it on, she is a reality warper, which means that uh, what she does in the comics, for example, is she goes one day, snap, no more mutants, and there are no more mutants. Uh, that that's M Day, and that stuff all can happen. So you, <clears throat> with people who are Omega level power like that, you can't really lock them up and put them in a Shield facility, particularly when we know how Shield is often um, infiltrated or corrupted. Which would go back to to um, Winter Soldier. That's not her power in MCU. She she does not she's it would she just uh she just she can't snap me? her fingers and turn everybody normal. Are we sure about that? Because I'm not. Uh, only because uh, that power didn't manifest at some point until later in this in the comic books. But she's she's probability manipulation, I guess, more in the MCU. They don't have a specific. Yeah, they're not very powers. Uh, if you were to so ask me, not... I'd be like telekinesis slash mind control. Yeah, I remember watching the Age of Ultron. But that's very, that's confusing, and, and and I would say, okay, Oy. it's Mind confusing because nightmares. a lot of the imagine if you had all these cosmic level powered characters and you had to actually have a story with all the characters doing contributing evenly. I mean, Captain America is the least powered out of all these characters besides Black Widow. Maybe they have to keep up somehow, so they have to do some flashy action. And if you have a character like Scarlet Witch, who's apparently the most powerful character, somehow you have to keep that like down. So maybe she has a distance that her powers work at or something. But if she has all these powers that we don't know about that are in the comic book, you know, we can't tell what her powers well, I, are because it's not in the movie. I don't know either because the movies aren't clear about what her powers are. So I either way, I guess like what am I supposed to base it not, on? Either way, Ross believes that they can. I, I don't know. All I'm saying is that I don't know, and apparently nobody else does either. Well, you so, don't know what? Uh, exactly what the extent of Scarlet Witch's powers are. I mean, and, uh, she's powerful enough to be an extreme danger if she became a villain. Which which is a good... Okay. 
which is a good point of, of the plot of Civil War. Uh, that makes sense. It makes sense because, yes, we know that she's got crazy, stupid powers. Yes, it should be tracked by the government. But Cap's uh, obvious uh, con uh, concern with that is that, well, he sees it going into a fascistic direction. That all makes sense. That is, honestly, the movies do a better job of portraying the plot of Civil War than the comics do. And, and that's true. But I just don't see how that film ends up I guess I don't um, see how it ends up being significantly so, different than it was beforehand because that's the same problem the comics had as well. To account for a bit of chat as well, it says, um, as much People as I hate really to say it. are really mad at me, by the way. They're, they're mad at both of us, don't that. worry. This is, Civil War has a civil war about it in discussion, trust me. Uh, as much as I hate to say it, but according to the Accords, Mauler is wrong. If you're referring to the fact that the Accords will say they cannot do anything without first the approval of the UN, that's not what I'm actually arguing. I'm arguing that in the case of a planet-destroying threat, they're not going to wait for the message from the UN, whether or not the UN demand that they do. However, the whole point of the UN taking control of the heroes is that when a family gets murdered, they have to be like, wait, who's accountable for this? It's like, the government. They sanctioned this. This is the result of collateral damage. I'm sorry. That's how it'll work. Instead of, well, I don't know, Tony Stark figured that that was the best way to go about doing that. And it's like, wow, you guys don't even have anyone on a leash? And it's like, uh, 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 the second one is, hang on, there's three. Uh, all are lying? I don't think that's why Cap disagrees. 100% Cap disagrees with the idea of a governing body controlling the heroes in any way, shape, or form. He thinks that it's in the power of the individual. He trusts people. He doesn't trust organizations. I think and he almost then, says that verbatim. Third one is, I disagree with your premise. Tony outright says that he wants the Accords to control him personally. Nope, he says that he wants accountability. He wants them to be put in check. He, he thinks morally that the Avengers do have a responsibility. The problem is he, more so than anyone else, would feel that way because of Age of Ultron. And he's not taking into account the fact that not everybody is as reckless as he is, but he, he feels guilty. It's consuming the shit out of him in that movie. Can I talk really quickly about Age of Ultron and my, my little bit of issue there with, with Tony Stark? So Tony Stark's character is replacing um, Hank Pym in terms of who created Ultron in that situation. But I never really got, because what what is so powerful in the original Ultron storyline is that Hank Pym feels like, and, and Ultron in response is, it's a father-son relationship. And I I just didn't get that out of Age of Ultron, and you could disagree Not with me on that. Supposed to be, I don't think it's supposed to be a father son relationship. It, but it is. It is in the comics, and again, I, I'm sorry, but more comics, more comics, comics. But yeah, something that I thought was missing in that storyline is for Tony to truly feel like he created this. It was his son, because in terms of why, okay, why Hank Pym created Ultron? Again, more comics, more comics. I'm not saying things have to be a one to one recreation. But what I'm saying is what was powerful about that original storyline, okay? I'm not saying it needs to be a one-to-one -one recreation. I'm saying what was powerful about that original storyline is that Hank Pym created Ultron to protect the Avengers and to do their job while they couldn't do it because they're actual people. He created this, this robot, and, 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 and that, a lot of that is reflected in Age of Ultron. You know, Tony is doing his best, but the father-son dynamic was missing, and it's something that I really wanted out of Age of Ultron. I don't care if it's Hank Pym or Tony Stark. I wanted that father-son dynamic, 
that I felt was really missing in that film because it would have been something that would have given us more to Tony, particularly as somebody who is involved in this relationship with Pepper Potts, but doesn't have any children of his own. That's something that would have, I think, really elevated Tony's storyline. But was it missing because you were looking for it? Like maybe, for me, maybe it was. I mean, maybe it was, but it, it's something that I think. I'm just saying 